Welcome to the PropMX.com show. Brought to you by BTOSports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, VOGKW Kenny Watson, and the Tweet at Tits Legendary Q&A segment brought to you by BTOSports.com. There's no possible way I'll ever do math this stuff. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome to the show, the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. We are here live in Las Vegas on an off weekend even, not far from the Lions Den at the MGM Grand. It's the Pulp MX Show, and we here we are enjoying ourselves on a Monday night. Thank you for listening. Uh, almost the end of August, and things are wrapping up in the motocross season, and we will be talking about that and much other things. James Stewart, Nick Way, Tom McGovern, Jimmy Button on tonight. Thank you for those guys uh, for coming on. Thank you uh, to you guys for listening. Stitcher, iTunes, Pulp Mix app, $1.99. Get it now. Uh, you can get listen to the show that way. Thanks to BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing. Fly is super cool for letting us give away an Ivan Tedesco Thor jersey tonight. Thank you, Fly. Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, and Race Tech. Um, thanks, everybody. I'm Steve Mathis. With me on this Monday night, pulling duty on an off weekend in town, Kenny Watson. K-Dub, what's up? You turn my mic on? There you go. Hey, Steve. What's up, buddy? Hey, does that Hanson drop in the beginning? Does that make you sad or angry? No. Do we need to take it out? No. Okay. Keep, it, keep him alive. He's, huh? He'll be fine. Okay. Uh, thanks for coming by. No problem. Busy show tonight. Let's do it. Always. Um, holding the show down, typing very hard so we can hear him over the mic, producing everything, hanging it out. The Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? Hello. How are you? Fine, thank you. New shoes, bro. Yep. Wow. You better believe it. I noticed that because you wore them into my carpet in the studio. Yeah. yeah. So I every, saw that. Every week. Hey, shirt matches the shoes again. Duh. I know, huh? That's, <laughs> when are we ever going to get over that? Uh, voicemails, emails, the btosports.com. Tweet it, tit segment. We got that coming up. We got the X-Brand Goggle tear-off segment. Jason Thomas will be on later, by the way. Forgot to tell you about that. You probably knew it. It's a given. Yep, thank mm-hmm. you. And uh, I guess uh, let's get right off the bat. Let's start with the with the big news. We're going to have James Stewart on first. Um, we got a Tech One graphic contest g- given up, as well as uh, a little information about race tech. Wait, what's the big news? What? You said. Well, the big let's, news. Yeah. Let's start with James Stewart, the big news. The big news today. No, what's, not with James Stewart. No, what's the big news of the day? Uh, the big news today, a couple things I got written down here. Uh, Dean Wilson confirmed to Jeff Ward Racing, which we knew, but he did came out and come out and say it. Came out of the closet? Came out of the closet and said that. We knew that. Um, that was on Racer X today. Brayton to JGR. Not official, but it's going to happen. What do you think about that? Good for, yeah. I'm do you like that move? Yeah, I'm glad for both of them. Did you try to talk to Brayton? Uh, a while ago. A while ago, we yeah. talked. Well, I didn't talk to never talked to him. I talked to his guy, but he uh, he's doing his thing. Right, right. Um, how's the how's everything going with the new team, Kenny? How's it all hanging? Going, coming. It together? is all coming together slowly but surely. Really, a lot of work, a lot of loose ends to tie. Do you debut at Monster Energy Cup or no? Like with new we'll bikes, see. we'll see. We're trying to put the, it that way. The uh, the BTOSports.com team KTM next year they are debuting KTM's at Monster Energy Cup. 
Um, a little soon, I thought. A little soon. We're, see, that's what we're going to do. We don't want to go there and have our guys not prepared right. and go there. And But what we're going to try to do either way is, is do our best to be there. If not, we'll do you know do later. Who do you go there with racing? Well, we still have two guys contracted to be there, Hill and Partridge, yep. that we have to represent in our contracts with them. So we're going to go there, and we're not, they're not going to be in a semi-truck. We're just going to put them in box vans and... And let them go do their thing, and really? have mechanics and parts for them, and just support them and see right. if they could do their thing. But and what about uh, Hot Sauce? You released him for the Pro Circuit deal, but yeah, I, his, he's not contracted right now with our team at all. You think he's, he'd want to do it? He's back this weekend, right? Uh, you know what? I talked to him today. I don't think he, um, he's just riding. He just—I don't think so. Oh. Um. <coughs> okay, so I don't think I don't think Ivan will be back until maybe right. next week. All right. Um. Talking about Partridge a little bit, he uh, it doesn't sound like he's going to be on your team next year, and he's been tweeting some things. Um, what is done in the dark will be brought to the light. Uh, hashtag shady. Um, just, this just gets better and better. Hashtag shady. What, what is that? Uh, I mean, I could speak because this that has nothing to do with what's going on with us. Uh, I talked to I talked to Kyle. Um, pretty regularly, yeah. and he told me that you told him that he wasn't going to be part of our team after I'm already talking to him. I'm not saying he's going to be on the team, like, but he will still get support. Like, we're <laughs> trying to figure it out to help him go racing. Well, he, I, I, I like for him to call in because he told me that he was out. He told me that. So I don't know how I told him that. That's oh. all. So if he can call in, that'd be great. No, it's but right. yeah, you're, so you're, not, you're trying to you're trying to do something. We're trying to help right, him. Right. Like I'm not saying he's going to be under our tent. Yeah. I'm not going to say that. But, but maybe if bikes, he, bikes, parts. Yeah, if whatever. he goes, if he decides right. he wants to race, um, you know, if we have it in our budget, if right. we can help him, you know, we we want to. Um, you know, we're kind of worried about his injury and and you know what happens. But he was, he maybe wasn't as good as I thought he would be last year, but he was better than he's ever been. Would that be right? Yeah, for sure. Right. For sure, and he he really has the drive, and he's really hungry, and he wants to go do it. And it's like, hey, if he's going to do it, he's going to go race either way. So we can't say, hey, the injury thing and pull the injury card and say, hey, dude, you know what? We really don't want you to race, and we don't want to support you because – but if he's making up his mind, he's going to go do it. Right. The – you should probably pass on to him. I get tweets and emails about these tweets that he sends out. People think it's something to do with him, you, Hanson, the team – so maybe you no. should be like, hey, Kyle, can you just verify? No, he doesn't give a shit. Okay. All right. I'm just saying the perception is out there. That's all. Um, hey, Hart was in town last week? He was. Did you meet with him and all that? Or were you down there and he was up here? What was? Um, what do you mean? What, did you have big meetings? Was he? he was oh, no. Like, he was here for Magic and right. then he left and uh, – he he had a truck race and I just jumped in the rig with him and drove to Reno from Vegas in you his motorhome. <laughs> nice. Me, him, and him did a motorhome trip just to catch up on work and go over a lot of things that's going on that need to be mm-hmm. addressed. And it's the only time that we could really spend, you know, time together and, and iron things out. How was the truck race? The truck race. I would have to say the truck race <laughs> is probably one of the most dysfunctional organizations I've ever seen. Oh yeah. They're, they're they make like, they make John Gallagher and the AMA. Look. They look, make them look like the best thing ever. <laughs> they have no protocol. Like they've been racing, every race is different. Every schedule is different. Their their rulings different. Just the whole. <laughs> they need t- 
two definitely put their blinders on and, yeah. and get a, a little bit better um, organized, I would say. Not yeah. organized, but I think um, in, in the – Structure, some structure. They, they need yeah. a lot of structure, put it that way. They need a lot of structure. Right. And uh, I think that uh, if they got that together, I think they have – you know, I think that the drivers and the teams are in the driver's seat because I think those are the guys – you know, first of all, you get one car per truck to pull in for a vehicle, and that's your pit vehicle. Well, you go – they call it a hot pit where they put all the spare tires in, and you have to drive that vehicle up to the hot pit. Well, you don't have like a rental car can pull in, and they park you – way outside, and it's not like Supercross where there's, you know, 60, 70, you know, a lot of thousands of people uh-huh. walking through there. There's probably 1,500, if that. Yeah, yeah. And they're in huge areas. Like, you could come in and park. If you're not parked by 6 o'clock in the pits, they shut the gates, and you can't leave. You're locked in. <laughs> it's just because the people that run the front want to leave to go get drunk. Like, they don't want to hang out. So yeah, yeah. the teams are like, hey, we'll all chip in and pay more because, like, we, these trucks have to park. Go in and out and, like, yeah. this week, the trucks had to park on Wednesday nights. So all these guys' motorhomes and all that stuff had to get up there. Well, they send their drivers. They'll send drivers in their motorhome, or some yeah. guys will take off work to drive. Yeah. Well, if they're not there by 6 or 7 o'clock, they lock the gates and they can't get in. Wow. So it's just, it's just a big mess. <laughs> MC there? MC was there. How is MC doing? MC's, MC's. You talk to him? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Classy. He is. Come on. I, Come I'm on. not a hater on MC. I like MC. I've it's, known MC a long time. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's pretty hard to be a hater of that guy. No, he's good. Um, hey, did you know about one of our sponsors, Kenny uh, Race Tech? Did you know what they're, what they're doing? Of course I do. They're doing uh, suspension seminars uh, coming up in October, and... Uh, Paul Feed is going to host these himself, and uh, you know he's going to help uh, give you some suspension knowledge, and um, as well, it's a it's a super super in- informative class for you to work on your bike and know what's going on. Kenny, maybe you can go in case you want to get back into the wrenching side of things. Where's it at? Uh, it's down in California. It's uh, they run from October sixth to the thirteenth. They've been doing these for years, and uh, this is just basically um, everything you need to know about suspension, setting up your bike, working on it. You can find everything at uh, racetech.com. And uh, it's basically two two days of suspension theory, two days of shop skills, and then uh, there's an advanced course. Hey, too. what's shop skills? Well, we're taking apart your forks and chalk, like actual manually taking apart and and, and fixing things and looking at things. It's yes. also going to be an engine seminar. So, and I don't know if you know Paul Feed or not, Kenny. He's a smart guy, and Race Tech wanted us to get that word out, and so you can contact the show too, pulpamexshow at gmail dot com for more info on that. Uh, Justin, what's up? Hey, I had a question about the Pete Fox interview or the podcast you just did. Yep. Why? It might have been a time constraint. Why didn't you bring up Terra Firma at all? Uh, yeah, basically time constraint. I had to. He was only booked for an hour, and Pete Fox is a pretty busy guy. And yeah, we never got around to it. For sure, it was on my list. There's a bunch of stuff on my list that I never got to. So huh. yeah. Okay. Oh, Other than that, it was great. A uh, great listen. Yeah, thank you. It was a really cool. I, I don't know the dude at all, but uh, he was cool. Yeah. Thanks. Yep. All right. Thank Thanks. you. See ya. Pete Fox podcast. You know Pete? You probably know him a little bit over the years. Yeah. Interesting dude. A lot of, a lot of cool stories there. So check it out on uh, iTunes. Um, so, okay. So truck race was good. Everything was cool. The truck race. Right. The racing's good, but I mean, it's just so like, I don't know. It's so unorganized, but <laughs> they need structure for sure. Right. Right. Um, I mean, dude, put it this way. They had an accident and. 
there was this big hill, downhill on the thing. Well, they hit this guardrail, like you know, and they had a uh, a loader drive up the hill and turn sideways, and he had the bucket and he was trying to push the thing. Well, the guy driving the loader almost rolled the tractor. It was like <laughs> this. So they yeah. had to hook that thing up, and they just yeah, don't geez. ever run on schedule. Right, right. And it's just like, it seems like dude, all the drivers right. are always bitching. And, and dude, they have like, uh, it's it could go yeah. on and on. It's just, um, it's just crazy. Well, it just makes it, it just makes the sport of You and Hart bonding like the Supermoto days. Driving. Way worse. And bonding. Way worse. Why? It, it was just me and him. There was no one else around in the, in the truck. So you, for, had to, you had to yell at you a bunch, and you had to take it? Couldn't yeah. get out. There, it got kind of heated there for a while, but <laughs> just uh, um, there's a lot of changes going on, and some that I really I'm having a hard time adjusting to. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like you know what he says to me: th- things are changing, and it's not smoke shows and go-go dancers no more, Watson. He said, "Get on board, or the train's leaving." Basically, pretty much said. Well, what about the show for next year? What What about the show? Did he ever talk to you about that? Are you allowed to do it? Are you going to do it? Do it. What do you mean? Well. I- Dude, you're getting RC in your program. RC doesn't like me. Probably doesn't like this show. We've we've spilled secrets on the show. Have they ever said to you, "Hey, don't do the show," or, or "Can you not no, do it?" No, or, no, no, never do, said it. Okay. No one. I mean, I told like I didn't know that I was concentrating. I didn't know. I didn't know that I was doing like I didn't know that after Supercross that I was going to continue to do the show. Right. Because I was really wasn't sure. Like I told you, I don't know what I'm going right. to do. And I was talking to Ricky, and he's like, oh, I thought you weren't doing the show after Supercross. And I'm like, well, I decided to do it. I don't got much going on. And I made the commitment, and I'm going to keep my word. So I'm going to do it, and then we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah, but that doesn't mean 2013. You just hey, commitment through this you'll, year. You'll hear from my agent. We'll contact time. Contract. Oh, contract, contract time? Yeah. Uh, hot rumor, Brock Tickle to your team. Anything you confirm or deny? Wait for the press release. Oh, geez, here we go. The press release game again. And and for people looking for a press release for Josh Hansen, probably not going to see it, right? Uh, dude, I you know what I? I mean, you're a team manager, so I know, but yeah. I'm not, dude. I had nothing to do with that whole Josh Hansen thing, and I'm just tired of talking about it, tired of answering questions. You understand people want to talk about it. I understand it. it. Right, right, I get right, right. it. I get like, it. Not, I imagine your phone blows up with industry people wanting dude, to know all day long, right, and right. I tell them all the same thing. Right. I give them. Astovin's number, and I give him Hart's <laughs> number, and I said, these are the guys you need to do. Right. I didn't even know he got clipped. I got a call from somebody else that told me, and it wasn't Hart. Like, dude, yeah, I didn't. I can vouch for that because when I, when I texted you, you were like, huh? You're yeah, right. I, didn't, I didn't know. I mean, a lot of people don't even believe me, and they say, oh, you did. I didn't know. I know everything. Yeah. I knew Hart was talking about it because right. we got heat from sponsors and there was meetings going on about it, but he didn't say, hey, I'm doing it. He right. said, you know, right. all he told me was, I will deal with it. So, hey, I, I don't yeah. know. I guess okay. it'll be a press release right. coming out officially. Um, you know, he's still under contract. He's still getting paid. Yeah. So, who knows? Well, maybe it's just something where you don't renew his contract or whatever. I don't know. But, yeah. Anyways. It's not I, like I, he's getting, like, he's still getting paid throughout the year. Right. So, I, I right. don't know what Kerry has worked out or what the deal is, but... Um, it, makes we'll you sad. it makes you sad. Yeah, I'm bummed. Uh-huh. I'm bummed. I'm really bummed. I just don't. I just. I mean, just not because it's Josh. Because it's anybody. Like I. I want everyone to you know have a good opportunity. If if JT can't find a home with the Butler brothers next year, is there a chance you could take him as sort of a third rider slash sideshow? No, I was talking to Hart about this. Oh yeah, for real. Yeah. And something came up about J. Oh, we were watching. This is how bored we were. We were watching the 2012 Bar to Bar thing for about 10 minutes. And he just looks at this year. Yeah. Okay. He looks at me and he goes, God, this is painful. 
And I go, yeah, because we don't have any guys on it. And all they do is talk about all the four, same four guys. Right. And then there's like something with JT, and he's like, Jason Thomas. I like Jason. What's he doing? And I said, dude, I heard he might retire, yep. and he might go do this thing with his fan experience. And he goes, what's that? And I said, well, people pay yeah. the team to go hang out. And he goes, how much? I go, I don't even know. He goes, that's a good idea. We should it, do that. It, it's a great idea. <laughs> he goes, we should do that. And he goes, how much do you think they get? And I go, I have no idea. He goes, do you like five grand, ten grand a guy? And I go, I don't think it's that no. much. No. And he goes, oh, that's that's all it would be worth. It wouldn't even be worth it for nothing less than that. Uh, it's a great program, and I think the people that take part of it are stoked. Like, like it, I've talked to some of them and some of their fans of the show. Like, that's awesome. They're pumped. Did I did I, we should we should send him to one, and then he can report on it or something. Yeah, sure. Like you could do it for the show, and, and yeah, I think the Butler brothers should it's be an, uh, if they keep doing what they're doing, they're going to be up for the Innovation Award next year. Easy, Watson. Easy. That uh, thing is not going to leave your cold, dead hands. Very easy out of that. I think thing. it might that uh, they made it for us, so they might get rid of it. <laughs> uh, the only thing with that program is that they're dependent on the Supercross guys to help out, help out. Like they can't do it on their own. What so do you mean? If, if Prater and Gendro just like put their foot down, that's it. Program's over because they need the VIP passes. They need the all access stuff. You can't get those. Well, I mean, maybe Hart can or whatever, but they're not easily obtainable for just normal people. We would unquote. never do. We would never do that. All right. We would never do that. And I'm not saying it's a bad idea. It's an awesome idea. No, yeah. And I, I respect them. That's something they do that we right. wouldn't do. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's a, it's kind of a neat thing. So Brock Tickle, your team, no comment. We think it's going to happen, but you can't talk about it. Brett Metcalf, Kyle Chisholm, Rattray, Hanny, Tedesco, Han, all out there. Anything? Triples? Anything? Home runs? Well, Canari's out there. Did you talk to Hart about Canari? I did. No, you didn't. I did. No, you didn't. I did you too. don't you like Meathead, but you don't like him enough to bring it up. You have to talk to RC anyways, right? I mean, that's really the guy that you got to impress. He should like Canari. It's, besides the lack of speed, it's right up his alley. Right? Besides the lack of speed. Well, you know, I mean, as far as winning races. Yeah, I don't know. That's like I said, things are changing in our camp, and it's not like collectively one guy making the decision nowadays. Right. And, you know... You, it's it's hard for me. It's really hard for me because I it's always been my and Carrie, you know, Carrie and I's deal. Right. And at the end of the day, I could like convince Carrie like this is what we need to do, but it ain't none of that no more. It's three of us have to come to the same page, and then we have to go take it back to the sponsors. And the sponsors are. It's dealing. depressing that the sponsors run our sport as much as they do. Mm. It's depressing. It 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 really is, and right. it's it's a lot of people are, are are really it's people saying no, it's a cop out, it's this and that, but it's reality. Yeah. It's reality. Without the sponsors, we're not going to have any money to raise. So uh, that's what it is. the reality is, is our ne our first guest is on the line. Uh, Yoshimir is James Stewart. His season is over, but he is still joining us, anyways. James, what's up? Thanks for coming on. Uh, anytime, anytime. I guess uh, I guess I lied to you last week. I, I said I wasn't going to be talking to you for the rest of the year. So I know. Just a lie. My bad. My bad. I came to hang out with Kenny and you, so well, it's all good. Yeah, because you can't get enough of. I mean, you you and I talked for a long time, but Watson. I mean, you and him don't touch bases often. No, nah, no, nah, this is my only chance to get to talk to him. So we might be talking, we might be talking a little bit next year sometime. It's all good. Yeah, you'll see him at the track, uh, <laughs> or, or maybe, maybe you guys will have one of those deals where you only ride certain days and then they can't show up because you know how those things all work nowadays. Like it's all. Of course, I've already planned it. So um, you know, uh, for right now, right. nobody can ride the month of January. I hope that doesn't <laughs> mess up anybody's schedule. So <laughs> is that, is that <laughs> that's all right. We'll be in Date City. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, 
I don't I don't think you have a gate to your house, do you, James? Oh yeah, he does. He does. Oh yeah. No, I got I got a gate and some dogs and stuff like that. Yeah. But I am having a uh, a ride day for those champions, so you guys are welcome to come down on the <laughs> for those days. Come down. So you we'll, ever we'll seen the, the gate, dude? I, the gate's the already been open. No, on but the gate? it's already been open when I drive. I've been there twice and it's been open. I guess I never seen it been uh, closed. But now that you need yeah. to fucking pick your shit up, dude. You got to be more aware of shit. I got to be more aware of his gate. <laughs> you got to be more aware of your surroundings. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> Uh, hey, if you want to talk to James Stewart, listeners, uh, 702-586-7857. Give us a call and uh, ask him whatever's, whatever's on your mind. So, James, how's the, uh, how's the finger? How's the injury? You had surgery. Uh, what's the, is it just hurt like hell, or is it all black and blue now at this point? Well, it's always black. Yeah, um, so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, uh, it's not blue anymore, so we're good. Actually, from the last time I talked to you to this week, it's actually um, – it's actually turned around a lot, and luckily for me, it's not actually as bad as my finger looked on that picture. Um, mm-hmm. It's not actually a really big injury. Uh, you know, it's about three weeks, three, four weeks, I'll be back on the motorcycle. So, good, I actually almost got, I got about 75% movement in my, my finger that I dislocated it, and then, uh, you know, the rest of them are good. So, we'll be back quick. Right. Did they, did they uh, have to pin it or do anything like that, or they just, uh, what they do to your finger? Well, well I, br- I broke it also, so... Uh, they actually had to do a little a little pin in there. That's why I had to cut it open. Well, one, it wouldn't even pop back in place. I had some muscles. I don't know what fell in there, but he wouldn't do it. So, yeah, I had it pinned and then I put back in place. So it, it was dislocated and broken. So not the, the big whammy. Yeah, yeah. At a place that you love, too, Unadilla. I imagine you're going to be buying... Uh, a condo right outside the track there one day. Yeah, I can't. I I can't wait. I can't wait. I mean, <laughs> honestly, like it's it's probably my fault because I pretty much called it before. I, I called it uh, before I even went out for the second vote. I was actually sitting in my home telling my mom how like I'm like dude, I just cannot get away from this place. Like yeah. something just always happens, and so unfortunately, it got me good again, uh, and it sucks. But oh well, oh uh, well. Kenny, your your new guy RC. That might be one race he skips too. He never liked that place either. Oh, he Remember? already he already told me that. He said you just better plan on making some arrangements because I will not be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's just different. Like I like I said in the interview on the on the other one, it's just you know people don't understand like the tracks. I, I know the secret is not on the tracks. Like all the tracks are shortened for TV. That's why all the tracks are like two minutes long. Like it's not. It's it's just different than when I was there. You know, like at Unadilla where. Where actually where I where Dungey fell at is where I landed on RC, but you used to go up uh, you used to go up against that hill up there and it's just you know, you used to come to the track it was all grass and then it kinda of just got rough. Like now, you know, with this, like we got the women's racing in there which I think is cool and then they, they threw back in the uh LCQs and stuff like so they have no track maintenance time and all that and they shorten the track so more people on the track, it's you know, less time to work on it. So people just don't get it. It's not it's not that the tracks are like really <clears throat> they they're, they're not the same. They're shortened for TV, and it's just you know kind of stupid. So that's right. why I was talking about how the tracks are different this year. Not um not necessarily bad in certain ways, but just different. And you know, I prefer it back in back in the day. So right, so good. Um, so looks like uh, obviously uh, people hold you to everything you say, but uh, Monster Energy Cup could be a go. Um, he, fingers healing all right. Yeah, huh? no, the fingers healing all right. Um, we got to get on the super route testing and stuff. You know, <laughs> it was planned on, it was planned on going. Uh, you know, and it's still right now. You know, with everything going the way it is, we should be there. 
Uh, like I said, I, I should expect a press release out any day now. Uh, that was getting it in, but yeah, we should be going. Um, you know, hopefully we'll be straight. Right, right. Um, it, it, it's going to be a good, good race because I think Ryan Villapoto is going to be back, be back for that. Dungey said he's in. Wyndham said he's in. Chad is a maybe. So we could have an early preview of the 2013 series, and I imagine Barsha and uh, Barsha will be there as well. So it should be should be interesting. Yeah, no, I think it'll be good. Uh, I think everybody's ready to beat down each other. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think as a, as a rider, you know, you know, everybody's looking. I, I mean, I did it in 2010. You look at Ryan winning these races, and you're like, dude, I can beat this guy. You know, I want to get back out. So you get mm-hmm. to the first race you guys race, and you want to beat him. And then, you know, Bill Poto's coming back, so he probably feels like he has something to prove. Chad, every, everybody feels like they have something to prove, uh, even though that they're going to deny it. Well, I'll deny it, but everybody feels like they got something to prove. And yeah. if we all lined up on the gate at Monster Cup, even though it's a one-off race, it's still a million bucks on the line. And if I can't win it, I don't want him to win it. So it's kind of like right. everybody's going to be doing whatever it takes to, to get it done. Well, it's half a million Paid out, oh, yeah. paid out an annuity. But let's not split hairs here, although it was pretty funny that – our, yeah. RV made sure everybody knew that in a lot of interviews. Yeah, yeah. No, I, it's funny when the first time I was like, "Dude, y'all have ten million bucks." They're like, "Well, well, if we get this insurance policy right, I'm like, well, you already said it was going to be a million bucks. <laughs> well, you know, we we just want to talk to you guys. How are you going to take it over twenty years or whatever it is? Right, I'm like, right. oh well, but it's more than I got in my pocket right now, so I guess I'll take it. Like, yeah, three hundred ninety grand, or whatever it is, I four bet. or ten or something. So, uh, uh, shit, you could go win that thing and make more than you would have done if you won every outdoor national. Exactly, exactly. So <laughs> it, it's my championship. Well, that's why. That's why. Really, I didn't really race all outdoors because I wasn't getting paid. So you know, oh, you know, yeah. of course, yeah, I'm all about the money. <laughs> dude, I'm so, glad. To, I'm glad know. to hear you finally say it, dude. That's it's funny. finally come out. <laughs> Watson's been speculating for months about that, but is he's finally. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I was getting sleep. Check, I probably showed up at those races, but you know me, so I like the. Uh, <laughs> I like when you you know you weren't getting paid by Suzuki and and you came out and said that and I, I admire you for that but then right away like my tweets and emails he's still getting paid by Answer and re- like I'm just like he's not claiming to be in the poorhouse he didn't say I'm in the poorhouse and I'm still racing he didn't say that he just said he's not getting paid by Suzuki and he's coming out to race the nationals but as usual with everything like it it doesn't it gets taken the wrong way and people get angry yeah. No, I mean, of course, and, and yeah, I got through his tweets and all that stuff, and what I said is that I wasn't getting paid by Suzuki, and no matter what I did during the off-season, my check was still going to stay the same, so yeah. yeah, I was getting paid to, to I was getting paid to sit at home, or I was getting paid at the race, so, right. you know, I raised and all that stuff, but like you said, it's, it is what it is, yep. uh, you know, I'm glad I did it, I'm glad I did it, even though my finger's jacked up right now, I'm still <laughs> glad I did it, it <laughs> will be fine. What can you tell Watson about the new Suzuki's and things he should watch out for? Uh, things that he, you know. Well, and, first of all, I don't have to watch out for shit because I'm not gonna be able to see it from Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> and I think well, the, I think those guys that are gonna have to, you know, work on bikes, though, they should figure it out. But I don't know what you're talking about. So, oh, okay. uh, nothing's done yet, anyway. All so right, okay. You never know. Sorry, we could be riding well. for a Paul Mello Motorsports with the Butler Brothers on Suzuki's. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Um, well, if you do ride for Suzuki's, I mean, it's, I mean, RC would tell you, dude, it's, it's all good. So, of course, of course, that's what I'm supposed to say. But no, actually, like I said, I, I it actually took a lot. Uh, it actually changed my life, actually, a lot, just as far as what I was saying earlier. It's just that, 
you know, when, when the hardest thing to do is your job and that's what you get paid to do in, in racing and it's something I do love to do, when that's like the hardest thing for you to do and the hardest thing for you to really get up and you're like, dude, am I going to make it today? Like, am I going to crash today? Am I going to win today? Like, that part <laughs> sucks. So at least, at least like when I go to the track now, like I feel like I, I got just as good a chance as winning as anybody else out there. So, you know, I'm good with it. So it is good, Kenny. It is good. If is- you see it from Vegas, you don't see it from Vegas. I'm just going to tell you it anyway. So. When Kenny, when do we get the shot at J Bone in this in this interview? When do we get a little poke at J Bone? Now or in a little bit or whenever his name is brought okay. up? Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> it was brought up, but he spot they sponsor the radio station, so you can't hit him too bad. Uh, he, oh no! Oh no! 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 Dude. <laughs> Clearly, you're not a listener. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, uh, it doesn't seem to matter um, with, with Kenny and J Bone. There's nothing that holds them back from. Especially dude, Kenny. I'm just dude, I'm just returning the favor for years of him getting me. Right. And now I'm in the position to get him back. And it's it's on. <laughs> you it's did on. you did like when the Stewart and JGR thing happened, Kenny. You were not happy. No, no, not no, happy, no, but no, you no, were no 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 bullshit. I didn't want to I didn't I wouldn't wish that on either party. I guess you're right. I'm sorry. Dude, I, right. I was not I was not because dude, I like Coy, I like right. Coach, I like them all. I like everybody in their camp. And uh, dude, I don't like to see when bad things happen. I, I mean, guess I could see you're right. James wasn't pumped. They weren't pumped. It just wasn't working. So I wasn't happy by any means, but um. I just had to, you know, <laughs> let Jabo know that he doesn't know everything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, James. One of the things that I didn't, one of the things we touched on in that podcast, but I didn't ask you a lot about, was uh, the motocross, the nations. Uh, I've gone on record writing it, talking about it, and I've taken a little bit of heat, but I stand by it. Early on, uh, team manager DeCoster, Roger DeCoster, gave an interview with Motocross Action where he just said James is too unpredictable, and Michael Leslie doesn't have the support to go. And I was like blown away. Like obviously, you were hurt at the time, so there was that, but. I couldn't believe that. To me, you're the first or second best sand rider I've ever seen in my life, next to RC. And um, and there's a just so you know. what? What'd you say first? I said I would say I'm the first. I did beat RC a few times in the sand, so um, I do claim those victories. Okay, just so you know, yeah, yeah, just in case uh, we're the, tied. Okay, the dis- whatever. Yeah, exactly. The best, two best sand riders. How in about the world. one of the best? Yes. Without a I doubt, like that. Matt Gerke, like James that. Stewart, and Ricky Carmichael. Yeah. Uh, no, but um, I couldn't believe that he just wrote you off like that. You, you know, you, obviously you were hurt, but feelings on that? Like, did you were surprised by that? Did Roger call you? I hey, what was I'm, going I'm going to say this before what? James answered the question. Okay. I could promise yep. you, promise you, on my life, if James Stewart was on Roger DeCoster's team, he would be in the mix. Promise exactly. You. Promise I you, can, and I don't disrespect yeah. Roger. I respect Roger, right. everything he said. But when you're on his team, he's in your corner. When you're not on his team, you're not. Right. That's just the way it is, and that's business. And I get it. But go ahead, yeah. James. I'm just telling you what I so, thought. I mean, you actually said what I was going to say. So, um, well, because you, you just I, tweeted I, me to say that. Yeah, <laughs> you just texted me and said, "No, oh, hey, dude, say that." <laughs> yeah, and I appreciate that. I didn't know if it went through or not. Yeah, I got the phone. Well, but yeah, the I hurricane. But no, I guess the oh no, Mike Alessi deal. There's no way that Genova was going to let him go over there without support. I mean, he already said it that he would actually yeah. pay for whatever to get Mike over there. So I don't, I don't buy that. Like, I think it's more like he probably didn't, he probably didn't want to. I don't know if he believed that Mike could do it done, or he probably didn't want to deal with it. But he did work with Mike a couple of years, so it's right. probably some back behind the scenes deals on that. So that's the point. <clears throat> uh, as far as him doing the interview, he never called me. He never found out whether I wanted to race it, how I was doing it, how I felt about the race. Never. Not, not once. 
So uh, reality of the situation is Roger DeCosta don't like me, and I don't like Roger DeCosta. And like I said, when I, when I mean that, I don't mean that by disrespect. It's just like certain people, I don't like Mike Fisher. Mike Fisher don't like me either, but, you know, it is what it is. And I think what right. the thing is is that, you know, there's always backstories behind the whole deal and stuff like that. Whatever his reason was to, to pick me, like that's, that's his own deal. But he felt like I was, you know, he didn't know what was going on with me. Right. He didn't pick up the phone. He didn't try. So I guess, like, I'm not bitter about it because at the end of the day, like, I really, <clears throat> honestly, I really didn't expect, unless I won the championship, I didn't really expect to, like, be there. Like, mm-hmm. before. so it kind of, like, is what it is. Like, yeah, I want to go. I think it would be cool to go. But, right. you know, the reality is what Roger does as far as with his team, what he did with KTM is awesome. What he did with Suzuki is awesome. But as far as me and Roger, like, as a relationship status, I know he doesn't like me, right. and I don't like him. And those are, those are reasons that I feel personally about. And it's none of you guys in business about why I don't like him. But, yeah. you know, I kind of felt like that since when he did the uh, interview, it was just kind of like, you know, it is what it is. Cause you weren't surprised. At the end of the day, you, you weren't surprised. At, no, I, yeah. I definitely wasn't surprised because, you know, like, I guess he, he did call Villapoto and asked Villapoto to go ride, <clears throat> to go racing for him. And Villapoto was out all year. So I felt like, you know, there was kind of like a, you know, when he said, well, I don't know how he, he, he's up and down, he turned or whatnot. So I'm like, well, the guy you just called came off an ACL <laughs> injury. He hasn't raced all year Good long. Point. Right. Him over there in right. fan track, but you won't call me that. I won the first four motos, but yeah. you know it, it is what it is. Yeah. And like I said, I, I know I'm gonna get in trouble for saying this, and I know people are like, "Oh, he's crying about it," but that's not the point. I'm just telling you the truth. Like Roger Cost don't like me, I don't like him, and he picked he picked the best team that could right. go over there, and I supported, and hopefully they win. Yeah, I mean Barsha's gonna be good. The team is still favored yeah. to win. It's gonna be a good team. They're they're a strong team. But to me, if I'm manager, I'm calling the tied for first at fastest sand rider in the history that I've ever seen. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. Um, well, and, and, and like, I always look at it as like, you know, when you look at other, other, uh, you know, other sports and stuff like team, you know, USA, you know, as far as basketball, yeah. like they pick, they pick the best team to go and actually win, like win the event, like whoever they're playing, they, they put in the best players and all that. Right. And like, I do feel like I am pretty good at sand. So going to a sand track would be pretty good. And like, I, I've been pretty reliable, except for the one I, I did fall over to one that couldn't start the motorcycle. But as far as going there mm-hmm. and, and getting the job done, winning the races, or doing what it was best for the team, like when I went in 06 and Rodney Costa came on the gate and he told me, don't blow this thing, right before I went out and race, it was probably the best pep talk I ever had in my life. Uh, <laughs> you know, sitting there and he said, Tedesco's done, don't blow it for us. I'm like, uh, all right. So uh, yeah. I go out there and get a job <laughs> Thanks, done buddy. And, and get crap. <laughs> get crap for losing the race, you know, for doing what was right for the team. So at the end of the day, like I, I understand, like, you know, when you go over there, like I do know how to ride the fan. I do know how to ride yeah. you know, the right reasons and go out there. So, you know, it is what it is. I, I personally believe, like I said, there's more stories yeah, back yeah. reasons behind why I didn't get picked, but I'm not there about it. It is what it is. And like I said, I'm not surprised. And, you know, All like right. Kenny said, like there's, Certain people, if you're on Larry Brooks' team, he loves you to death. If you're not on the team, he'll probably rip your tire off. You know, it's not it's an, the racing. That's thing. an excellent and point. And at the end of the day, right. that's right. racing. That's that's racing. You got to be like that. So it's cool. All right, uh, take some calls. It's, it's our lines are lit up. Of course, uh, Bob is yeah. there. Bob, what's up, man? Thanks for listening to the show. Come on, you're on. Yeah, how is everyone? We're good. Yeah, thanks, man. Good. You got a question yeah. for James? Yes, yeah. I do. 
Uh, James, as you know, RV is unsigned for next year. So if you were RV, who would you sign with and why? Oh. Oh, uh, well, I would sign with uh, probably the best team possible out there. Obviously, <laughs> Kawasaki, uh, you know, the Kawasaki is, you know, he's been there for a while. He's been there his whole career. It's a good team. Obviously, they had a great year the last couple of years. Um, you know, so honestly, yeah, when I look at it, I would probably sign with them. I'm sure if, if they wanted to, they can fork out the money. But I understand where he's at. It's probably more about getting the biggest check because I don't. I don't think like if you're happy, if he's happy with going to Honda, you know, I don't really think there's really, um, you know, I, I think they'll make the bike good. But why, you know, why really mess up a good situation? Like if they're going to pay you a certain amount of money that you're happy with on Kawasaki, which just probably best, best to say that. I, I, I would say 99.9% sure that he's going to stay on Kawasaki. So, yeah, I think so, too. Uh, about, yeah. If I was him, I would stay on Kawasaki. Thanks, Bob. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good show. And, James, good luck next year. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, Zach. Zach, what's up, man? Thanks for listening. Your question for uh, James Stewart? Yeah, have you ever thought of, like, when you retire, making, like, a riding tips video or anything like that? Yeah, no, I've actually thought about that and thought about it hard enough that I'm actually in the uh, middle of making one now. So, oh, wow. uh, yeah, so right. <laughs> a shameless plug <laughs> on that. But, yeah, I will be making one uh, for you guys. I, I do, you know, I don't know if I, I, I enjoy riding a lot, so now I enjoy helping other people, like, ride, you know, especially when kids come out to the house, so for sure. You know, I have a riding school and the riding video coming out here soon, so it'd be good. There we go. Right on, Zach. All right. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, guys. Hey, have James. No James, are you going to uh, still be on answer next year? Or is that up in the air right now? It's it's up in the air. I'm hoping. I like those guys. I, I have a great relationship with them, so I'm I'm hoping that uh, I'll be there, but we'll see. Hey, my next question is, did you ever get your boots back? <laughs> yeah, no, I got I got the boots back, and it was funny that uh, the one guy helped me out. He actually he was trying to tweet me, but it, somehow he ended up getting hold of me real fast, and Davey got hold of me. So um, he said that his friends took him, and his friends uh, said they fell off the back of my tailgate, <laughs> but I know for sure that they didn't fall off the back of my tailgate because they would have fell out, and they, they jumped up and jumped over my gear bag and my yeah. helmet, and all that stuff would have fell out. And then, so I got them back. Long story short, I did well, get them back. Cool. I mean, that's um, cool. Someone you know, had a change I, of heart. Yeah, I guess. No, I think when I put the bounty out, I think <laughs> you know they had to give them back. And plus, I I don't know. I it was a, it was a younger kid, so I don't think he really understood that what he had was most likely somebody was going to rat him out. Because the reason I put the money out was because. If he didn't come clean, I knew his boys would come clean for five hundred bucks. <laughs> Dude, you know what's crazy? It's not like someone's gonna steal those boots and go to a local track and Is someone's it, gonna go, Whoa. There's what, ten pairs in the world? Yeah, or like, like fifteen pairs you get those? in the world. Yeah, no, I knew and then plus I'm doing him a favor because all I'm doing is showing him that Maybe his friends are not looking out for his best interest. Maybe his friends are <laughs> looking out for his money because it was his friend that sold him out. So Yeah, yeah, no, nice. Uh, <laughs> Owen, question, question from Owen. Owen, what's up, man? Thanks for uh, listening to the show. Hey, what's up? Thanks, guys. Um, I just want to know, James, do you ever go on, like, Racer X or Trans World and, and just see the bullshit that people spew out of their keyboards? <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I do go on it. Uh, just to check, and obviously, you know, I go on my website and I see stuff there, and I, I think like, you know, I it used to bother me. It used to bother me until the point where the stuff got so crazy that like it really, it really didn't make any sense. And I think like, 
it really comes down to it. Like if this stuff really bothers you, it's because maybe some of it's like true. And like, so I got to a point where I was like, you know, I can't, you know, I can't please everybody. Like I can't like lose sleep at night trying to figure out like, why do these people say certain things about me? Like, I feel like I have reasons, you know, I, I have a reason why I think they would, but you know, it's not really going to change. And I think like the day where Twitter and the media and like where people can hide behind a keyboard is really, it's never going to stop until that changes. So, you know, it's like fighting a battle that, you know, I can get on there and say, I hate you, this, or love you and all that without being accountable for anything I said. So, you know, I look at like the, my autograph lines, I look at how many people come to my ride days or the dinners and stuff. And, and that's only grown over the last few years. And so I look at those things to kind of gauge where I really am as far as in the public eye and it's been good. So, I don't really pay attention to it, but yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I do, I do check it out, but it, it really doesn't bother me. And you know what the funny thing is about the whole thing? It's if they were accountable for what they're doing, I guarantee you, thirty to forty percent of those people in the chat room talking shit that are there to get his autograph or going to his I, free I dinners. I might say higher than thirty, forty percent. <laughs> I'm just giving yeah, them, yeah, the yeah, credit, right, I'm right. just giving them the benefit of the doubt, but that's the way I look yeah. at it. I mean, I, I'm nowhere near, you know, to where you know that James's level for people to talk shit on, but I get my fair share of it yeah. quite a bit lately and well, it's you, you fucked Annie over so yeah, yeah. so um <laughs> that that happens so now now I'm you know the devil and I'm this and that but those are the same people that are behind the keyboards that I, I say well why don't you call on the show or approach me and talk to me in person and it never happened so right. I, I don't yeah. know I was the same way like yeah. I used to get so well like, you've actually calmed down some irate fans didn't you somebody who didn't like you and was going on and you're like dude Sit out, or like, well, you got my, a jersey or something, didn't you? Or? Yeah, a pair of goggles. But the <laughs> right. thing is, like, what my biggest grief is with people is like, and I, and I had your back a couple times and Reed's back. People call in and they'll say, "I hate that guy." I go, "Well, yeah. how could you yeah. hate him? You don't know him as a person. You could say you don't like him as a writer. It's just like, dude, I don't like the Philadelphia Eagles. I hate the Philadelphia Eagles. But it's not like." You know what? I don't hate Michael Vick. You know what I mean? I just don't like their football team. It's like you don't have yeah. to. I mean, that's why it's, you know, some people like you, some people like Chaz, some people like Lil Poto. Fine. But how could you say you wish bad on the guy or you hate him? You, and people just don't get it. They're, it's like, dude, come on, man. It's freaking dirt yeah, bike well, racing. I, I, I think they feel like they're tough when you say, like, hate. And like I said, when people talk crap, it's, it's, they don't have the right words to say how they really feel, you know? So. It's always easier to go there and just say, I hate this, I hate yeah. that. But, like, people are, like, at the end of the day, people that talk crap or over the keyboards and say this stuff and won't say them, they're cowards. I mean, it is what it is. So when people, like, sit there and talk about, like, you suck, you, you have no balls, like, you you know, you don't do this, or Matt this, uh, he's a nut hugger because he, he actually, like, I give him, like, interviews or he says something good about me or he's a nut hugger on Chad Reed because he says something good about it. Like, people just don't understand, like, you know, how it really is. Like, if, if you know the person, then, like, I can understand. If you know him, you met me, and, like, dude, that guy's an idiot. He sucks. He's an asshole or whatnot. But if you don't know me, you're like, dude, I hate you, which I guarantee, like, 99.9% of the people that have said something have never met me on the deal. They're just cowards. And, like, so when they write it on there, I just almost want to write them back. Like, dude, you like, the biggest coward <laughs> I ever said. Like, you, you know where I'm at. You got my schedule. You know when I sign <laughs> autographs. You know where I'm at. Yeah. Like, say it there. And, like, you never see people saying no, that. So I agree with you, dude. Like I said, people just can hide behind the TV. I mean, hide behind a computer screen and, dude, and I think, still talk. You know why I think it's like that, dude? Is because I think you guys, you know, speaking of, you know, guys that race motorcycles, 
are more um, ex- accessible to those people. For sure. And and yep. and everyone is. They say our industry. We're involved. Like everyone's involved. Everyone knows about everything. Everyone. Some guy that's a works at McDonald's can be a team manager. Some guy. You know. They. Everyone thinks they know so much about it when they don't know shit. But they yeah. they they have. I think they have like a. You know, they have their opinion, and and that's fine. Like everyone has their opinion, but you don't know. It's like, dude, I love football. I love baseball, but dude, I don't know what it takes to be a freaking offensive line coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how do you know yeah. about being a team manager? How do you know about you know being a rider? You know, yeah, you ride a dirt bike. Hey, I throw a football. Doesn't mean I'm a quarterback. I know everything. But I'm feeling yeah. you. I'm Th- feeling thanks, you. Thanks, Owen. Thanks, Owen. No, I think that's the same thing that goes. No, I appreciate it. And it's the same thing that goes with people like, like I don't know what it takes to flip burgers at McDonald's. Like I can, I can sit there and say I think, and or I think I probably know how it goes or whatnot. But that's why, like, when people say, "Do you flip burgers at McDonald's?" You suck. Well, I don't know. I don't even know how to cook. So, like, I can't, I can't do that. And it's like, dude, you know, people sit there, like you said, talk about like how you know they they be a team manager. I would do this. It's easy because they're not in front of a microphone they're not on tv they're behind a tv or a, a keyboard and they could type all this stuff without being accountable and like the same guy that was sitting there typing would be the same guy sitting in the autograph line and you know doing the rest of the stuff so it's all good like people that look like that just give them a free pair of goggles and stuff and they'll love you to death so <laughs> yeah hey uh james did you uh catch that test on transworld motocross uh, of your bike by rich taylor did you, did you did you read it or see it or anything no, oh, okay. I, I I didn't. I I knew I I knew about it, and I, I've I've seen I I, just, I I know about it, and I kind of seen what people said about it. But I, I having I honestly having watched the video. Is there even a video of it? Yeah, there's a whatnot? video. I just wanted to see if you thought what Rich said might have been right, but that's no no biggie. Um, well, what, tell me what he said, and I can uh, probably tell you what he's right or not. Because thi- I I know the inside story of what he told the team. Right. I don't know what he told those people. One thing that he said in the in the story, and I believe this 100 percent from watching you over the years. Is he weighs twenty five pounds more than you, and the forks, and he's ridden all the factory bikes over the years. Rich has done a lot of that. He said he could not believe how stiff your forks were. He said it was insane how stiff you make your forks to charge hard and do all that. Well, that's funny he would say that because he actually told the guys that he loved the forks uh, yeah. at, at the track. But uh, just like for sure, over the years, um, I've made my forks like stiff only because I just ride on the front end. I, I just sit on the front end. I get bruises on my chest from the handlebars. So that's just me. That's just my style. But would he believe that the forks that I've actually been racing with are the same forks that Ryan Dungey raced with last year? So. Oh, yeah? Okay. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so he was wrong? I don't know. What, what, what? I don't know if he's wrong or not, but maybe, <laughs> right. it, I mean, he, he would just have to say Dungey's forks is different. I know my shock is softer than Dungey's because I don't sit back on it as much as we do, but those are the same forks that Dungey rode uh, last year. Um, oh, hey James, do you think you got? Uh, never mind. What? Never. Go mind. for it. No. He got always. It's not. Can't I don't. It's not. I'm like, I'm like a chick now. Why? What? Why? Why? why, why say I, I was going to say something <laughs> I shouldn't really be talking about right now, so I'm going to let it go. About whether text, he, yeah. or whether he's going to show up at RCU <laughs> after Elsinore? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, hey, uh, <laughs> let's talk about Dungey a little bit. Um, and this is more from a media standpoint. I, I I've got to admit, not so much him, but that bike. And that team surprised me. They had a lot of DNFs with Shorty and Alessi. And Ryan's come out, and that bike won the second-ever Supercross. He's, he won the outdoor title. He's been as fast on, on that as he's been on the Suzuki. 
thoughts on that? Are you surprised? Maybe not at Ryan himself, but on the bike. I got one. What? One. One name to say why. Okay. Well, Roger, Roger DeCoster, of course. <laughs> it's all Roger DeCoster. He's well, I, the he's I did, the he's I did the read, icon. He's the, without Roger, I did he read builds champions. Vital. I did read he's that. He's the vital. guy. <laughs> He found he found Dungey. He 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 went to Minnesota and and brought him out. <laughs> Jesus, Watson. he found Dungey. Uh, Jeez. One thing I do well, like about Roger. One thing I like about Roger is the the infamous Charles Oakley box out on the Dis Nation's podium that Timmy has been affected with by tw- twice now. Did I I uh, I mean I can't talk crap on Roger. I have nothing against Roger Coster at all. I respect. But you've what he seen does. the photos of the Dis Nation. Totally, he's on the podium. But totally. He's and he's he's not that. He's. I mean, I I don't know the man that well, but. I don't think that, you know, there's more people blowing smoke up his ass than he blows, you know what I mean? And I think maybe sometimes he buys into it, sometimes he's not, but everyone keem- seems to think, like, Ryan Dungey's a, a great rider. Like, he could have right. he could have won on a Cowie, a Yamaha, a Suzuki, anything. Well, maybe, I, just... I don't know about a Yamaha, but <laughs> he, he would have gave it a good shot. But I'm just saying, dude, like, everyone always says, oh, Roger did this, Roger did that, Roger did this. And Ro- I'm sure he had a lot to do with it. But that's right. my opinion. So can we yeah. let James answer? About no, the I don't want James answered. Okay. I wanted James to say, "God uh, damn it, it's because of Roger." God damn it! Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm just. I'm, hey, I, I'm I, not trying to get on Roger's ass. He's 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 super gnarly. What he does. Thanks but, for texting. I mean, thanks for reading my text again. I appreciate oh, yeah. it. So, All right, All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go now. So you, you enjoy your conversation <laughs> with Matthew. <laughs> no, well, like just to answer, like the the KTM deal. Well, not really because. Yeah, when I look at certain things like the team, they can't, they can't fail. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, a new yeah. motorcycle. It's, you would have to do everything possible. Although it is, it is gnarly, and, and you know they did a good job of not letting it happen. Like you just, you can't have that issue. You know, like yeah. you, you can't have a new motorcycle not fail. So as far as like during the Supercross season, yeah, they they did struggle. Like you could see, like the bike wasn't there. But mm-hmm. I think the reason the bike wasn't there is because KTM has has been winning. You know, world titles for a long time. You know, so and they don't they don't really race Supercross. You know, with the new bike, they didn't have <clears throat> as much experience on a Supercross track as they did on outdoor. So I felt like Supercross he would struggle, which he did. And at the end of the year, they they figured out and he got better. But outdoors, I I, fig- I figured it was going to be just as good as for last year because it's still free. Yep. Uh, it does flex a lot. It you know, it, obviously it works good. Dungey has a good riding style. You know, the, yep. the bike is really fast. It has a lot of power and stuff. So. You know, I felt like on that stuff, like, I, I think they got a lot of help from Europe and, and from Crowley and all those guys over there racing with it. So I think there was a lot closer going into outdoors than what people believe. And I think in Supercross, like you said, he did win a few races. He won the second race of the year, and then he won Atlanta. You know, but they did struggle. Yeah. Uh, they did struggle a little bit and, and finally figured out. So, yeah, to answer your question, am I surprised? Not really. No. Uh, just because I they, they, can't, they can't afford to let it happen. That's, that's the same thing, like, we got this big old gas tank on my bike because we cannot afford to run out of gas. <laughs> right. Like it's just not going to happen. So yep. you know whatever whatever they went through, I know they had some clutch issues and they had some few issues on the stock motorcycle um, that the factory team. But I'm sure they mm-hmm. they had enough time to, to go through that stuff and make sure it didn't happen. And you know it, it's it's fine. Hey, uh, um, question for you about neck braces, and it's something that we've asked a few riders over the over the time that we've had the show. And I got an email today. Not specifically directed towards you, but to ask us to talk about it. What's your thoughts on those things? Uh, you don't wear one. Um, some guys do. Some guys don't. Ryan Dungey, for example, took his off. Some guys won't won't get on the track without him. So uh, thoughts on that? 
you know, I think it's like chest protectors. I think it's more uh, rider preference. Um, to say it doesn't work, it does work. You know, it's kind of, I've never really seen a stat where it does work, you know, um, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen a stat where it doesn't work. And for me, I got a little neck, you know, so it was more uncomfortable for me. And right. it, it, to, to make it as short as it needed to be, it would be pretty much useless uh, for me wearing them. I don't know the reason why Reed doesn't wear it. I don't know the reason why Dungey doesn't wear it. Um, I don't know the reason why Villapoto does wear it. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I think, you know, I think it's kind of like I said, router preference. And, you yeah. know, to, to say they're bad, I'm not going to say they're bad. I'm not going to say they're good. Right, right. If you believe into it, you believe into it. Just like people wear kidney belts. Some people don't. Some people wear chest protectors. Some people don't. So, yep. you know, when I, I feel like come down to like helmets, wear good helmets and you know you know just do your thing right uh getting back to the boots thing is nike ever planning on selling them is there any talk of that no okay no 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 i mean as far as as far as i understand no they're they're super expensive to make them and yeah yeah. and the reason why i was so pissed when somebody stole my boots obviously because you're a coward to steal something whatever um and then second like i don't have a lot of boots and I'm sure Dougie doesn't have a lot of boots either. Right, right. So, like, they're not like they can, like, I got 40 pairs in the house. I got, like, five pairs, and three of them got holes in them, and the other two are probably race boots. So right. that's why I was so pissed when you know, back. Otherwise, you know, it, it'd be what it is. So. Right. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting that they that they uh, they don't do it. Um, don't do what? Sell the boots. I always thought they were going to sell them, the Nike boots. Yeah. I think Nike, my, my thing is, I, this is what I believe, and hopefully I don't need trouble saying this, but I think Nike does things just to say they can do it better than anybody else, whether they are better or whatnot, and, and to be cool. Not really to make motocross boots, because at the end of the day, like, I think what they, the money they would spend in making motocross boots, and maybe the headache that it would take them to do it isn't worth it when they're selling billions of dollars to shoes anyway, or whatever it is, so... You know, I think they made it uh, for market to help that 6.0 line and, and their shoes and clothing and all that stuff to, to get that in motocross, but I just don't think they really care to make the boots. Yeah, I, I think I, this is my opinion. Um, just uh, just being around, you know, Hurley and Nike in a little bit and seeing those guys and asking them what their deal is, just like you said, um, and I think that they don't want to come in to the – to the to the marketplace until they can dominate. I think Nike is yeah. that company where if they're not the best, they're not going to be there. And you know, I don't know if their boots the best or not the the best. But I think if they come in, it's just not going to be at a boot. It's going to be across the, the you know they'll be they'll have a motocross line if it's gear, boots, gloves, you know, Under Armour stuff, whatever it is. They're when they come, they're going to come strong. That's what that's exactly. what I that's what I believe. I mean, I might no, be wrong, and, no, and I think like most of the it should be for most of the companies like that, and even for most of the riders. Like you got, you right. got fillers. You got fillers that people just show up to have a beer, you know, whatnot. But you know, the true athletes and the true real companies show up to be the best. You know, otherwise, like why you do it? You like, know, so like, like this show. Like we 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 come here every Monday we, to be the best. We come and do the best, and like when people get pissed at me, like, well, why you don't do this? I don't show up to ride around at this place. It's not my job. It's just not what I do. I show up because I, I want to win. I put the work in the win. So I, I, whether I win or not, I'm showing up to win that race. So you got the feelers. This, this, <laughs> you got the people there buying tickets and just hanging out. So it's not me. This goes to me and Williamson's conversation at Unadilla where I'm like, I just want him to go 2-2. Two, two. 
just get his feet under him, get come back and still city swinging. And Williams is like, he don't hear to go two two. He doesn't go two two. <laughs> like he was, almost, he almost wanted to beat me up for for mentioning that because you know that's just not what you do. So no, it's funny. Yeah. I had a I had a conversation with someone like last week. Hanson. No, oh. no, just some some just one of one of my friends that has really he's just a motor a moto enthusiast, and we were talking about James, and he's like. Yeah, he'll he'll just roll around out there and get like seventh or eighth, you know, for a few races, and he'll be fine. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, James Stewart doesn't get seventh and eighth, and I go, James Stewart will go home and work his ass off and miss two races to come back to win. He's not that guy that's gonna ride through a, you know, like an injury. If he could ride through an injury and win, he'll do it. But he ain't gonna ride through an injury to get seventh and eighth. And he's like, well, he should. I'm like, dude, what do you like? Dude, you're a contractor, right? Like, you're a framing right. contractor, and you go out and build houses? He's like, yeah. He goes, and I can go to work with a sprained wrist. And I go, yep, and I guarantee you, you can go to work with a sprained wrist, but you can't get as much work done as that guy next to you that has, doesn't have a sprained wrist, correct? He's like, yep, yeah. but the job still gets done. And I'm like, yeah, but you're not going to pay that guy with a sprained wrist to do half the work. And he's like, well, I kind of see what you're saying. And I go, well... That's just the way it is in moto. You, you, you know, unless unless you have to, and there's contract obligations where, hey, you have to be there. You have to, you know, if you're going for a championship or points. But right. if you're just going to go there to fill a gate and half-ass it, there's no reason to be there. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. Like people don't understand. Like I, I mean, pretty much during the Supercross season, dude, you're always hurt. You're always hurt. But like to <laughs> to go there and and like when you're supposed to be there and and. You're out there winning a championship. You got to grind this thing out. Like, yeah, you go. I, dude, I rode with a broken foot before. I, you know, my hand broke, whatever. Like, whatever. I'll do whatever. I won a supercross with a torn ACL. Like, it does not matter. You do whatever it takes. But when you're out there and you're you're out there filling the gate and, you know, you're like, dude, like, you're out there getting fifth place or, you know, tenth place, which is good for some people. But, you know, those are the times that you're like, dude, let me come back and let me get healthy because it does not do anybody any good because my team doesn't want to spend that money to go especially they're not paying me they're not you know when brett got hurt like even mike told me like dude if you're not ready to go win the race we're not going to race it's as simple as that because it takes a lot of money to fly those people across the country from california you know how it is kenny to send that truck over there to have a guy to go out there that's supposed to win or supposed to be on the podium and finish fifth place like no i don't no i don't i know i don't i've never been in that situation did you see the did you see did you see the riders on his team at the end of the year did you have have a glance over there well i'm just saying like but you know people like they don't get it like they they think it's just like it's free you know as much money as it costs to just go to a race and i still don't understand like why we have to pay to race motorcycles, <laughs> like the pay an entry fee to go races. Yeah. Still don't understand that, but still, you know, it's just like, it's not, you know, I don't know how much it is, but, you know, I can guess, mate, like, it takes about three million bucks to run a race team to go supercross and motocross. And that's just to do it with, you know, a decent, half decent salaries and stuff like that and a good race team. That's with two riders. I, I can't imagine what it takes to run, you know, five riders or four or five riders or what Mitch does for full season. Right. It takes a lot of money. And people are like, dude, if you can skip a race and save a hundred grand, <laughs> you skip a race and save a hundred grand and save that team that money that they can put into your engine package or whatever if you're not going to go out there and compete. So, you know, there's a difference, like I said, to go out there and race to, to win a championship do whatever it takes. I've done it, but to go out there and race hurts. And when there's nothing on the line, to possibly even get hurt and cost my team money, me money to go racing. 
I just don't see the, the, the point of, especially when your sponsors are looking at you like, look, you're not a fifth place guy. We don't pay you to get fifth place. We pay you to win races. So, you know, when you got that on your side, then it kind of changes your, your, your look at, I don't just go here just to, to roll around. So, uh, Kenny, what'd you say? Two grand a rider a weekend? Like, just for just for flights, like incidental, just, yeah, just flights, two grand just a guy, flights per diem in hotels and rental car plus mechanic and and all that per guy, yeah. So if guy. you have do the math. If that's that's just for expenses. That's right. flights, hotels, rental cars per diem. Yeah, <laughs> and then if yeah. you have if you have four guys, that's eight just there, riders and mechanics. Then you have suspension guy, personnel, you know, yeah. whatever, riding coach, whatever you want to do. I mean, you're up to twelve to fourteen guys. Yeah. So do the math, and then you got parts. You know, right. bikes, fuel, you know, fuel, fuel to get there, right. the, the salaries, it, it adds up, man. Yeah. Then uh, you got to pay for your entry <laughs> fee, too. <laughs> don't forget that entry fee. Uh, yeah, no, it is. I, I, I don't even know how much it is, but I know you got to put somebody in pocket. You know what's crazy? 275, if, I think, a race. Okay, you do the math and you look at the purse, the payout. You do 275, and let's say there's, you know, they, they only take 80. There's 40 and 40. But what happens if there's. 120 in the in the lights class and 200 in the uh, in the big bike class. Yeah. That purse stays the same. It does. Yeah. Oh, but uh, we need to pay the personnel. What you need to pay your local AMA guy. That's a weekend warrior. Uh, here we that's go. gonna work through tech. Here we go. And you're gonna pay this flagger. That's you know probably sitting on his cooler drinking beers all day. Um, you know it's just, it's all a bunch of crock of shit if you ask me. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I. I, you know, it's just, it's, that's a whole nother subject in there. Like, right. that's a, a whole nother subject. We won't get into it, but whatever. The, the guy that's sitting on the cooler waving the flags, yeah, he does a good job because he's usually waving them for me. So I ain't going to be too mad at him. But <laughs> whatever. I, I think it's, you know, when I look at, when I watch golf and I see how you know, they go on four races or four, I'll set races, but four tournaments and they get paid 10 million bucks and second place is like 2 million and all that. I look at what we do and how much more dangerous it is for us to go there and win a Supercross main event. And what is it, twenty five hundred bucks? Maybe, yeah. maybe more. I don't know. Maybe less to to win a AMA Supercross main event or a light. Yeah. Um, like hey, you know what? You, you want to hear a good? You want to hear a good story? What Palmer? What you know? You know Sean Palmer. Palmer goes yep. to me. He goes, you know, those golf guys make way too much money. They should make it a little bit more interesting and put a shotgun to their knees and saying, if you miss this putt, you're going to get your knees blown off. <laughs> And you could call that extreme because that's exactly what guys do that race. They, you know, their legs could be broken, and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, James, thanks, uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. Appreciate it. Uh, always a good chat, and uh, good luck with everything. I hope we see you at the Monster Energy Cup. It sounds like we will. And um, yeah, thanks again, man. Always candid, always honest. Hey, Steve, real yeah. quick before we let James go, I want to let James know uh, there's some people in the behind the keyboards that are being tough guys, <laughs> and they suggest that me and you get some Kleenex and wipe the stuff off of our nose because we're obviously right. sticking our nose in James Stewart's ass because we're talking to him and doing what we're supposed to do. Yes, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, so let you guys well, know, I wiped the poop off my nose and uh, I stopped rubbing it all <laughs> over my face. And thanks for not sticking well, it in my mouth. Dirty no, mouth. No, no problem. Well, just, just know that, just tell them that that check that I'm sending you to be this nice is very good, so it's worth it. Okay. Yeah, yeah so. exactly. Um, yeah, thanks, man. Thanks again uh, um, for coming on. Awesome, awesome conversation, and uh, see, you, see you around. Yeah, James, take all care. Right, see you around. Guys. See you soon. All right. All right. See you guys. See you later. And uh, sorry for everybody for not getting all those calls on hold. Uh, we, uh, we only had James for a little bit, so... Uh, James Stewart, everybody, uh, BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Worth Connection, AGV Helmets, Tech One Designs, Fly Racing, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford, Fosgate, Race Tech, 
We're going to go to commercial. Kenny, we got a surprise guest, and you wanted to have him on, even though we it could end up taking us longer. Yep, Do and I? he's finally going to be on the show. Everyone, stay tuned. Ricky Carmichael is coming on. <laughs> Tell your friends, get on the get on the boards. Let's go. Let's talk crap on RC. <laughs> Let's go. See you guys after the commercial. This is Mark Pellegrino. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, and you're hearing Kenny Watson with the little man's disease and that other idiot. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, Steve. S-T-E-V-E, and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show, and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new pro-launch device makes getting whole shots easy. It's a set-it-and-forget-it deal featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the 1-2-3 Easy Build. Skid plates, hour meters, throttle tubes, radio braces and more. Works Connection is the company that is killing it in Northern California and proud to be a sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. As a matter of fact, enter Pulp MX on checkout and save 20% off your order. Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dionese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at AGV.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins, more fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation and American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything, from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. 
Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design experience and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing continues to push through the boundaries of innovation and technology, function and fit. Worn by factory motocross pros Andrew Short and Trey Kennard, as well as off-road pros Stuart Baylor and Team JCR Honda, Fly Racing designs products for the serious rider and racer. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top riders like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out thexbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, Geico Honda, number 20. I use free gun underwear. You guys should get some too. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and ex-game star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun. Get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bell Ray Racing, Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. 
Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore, and more depend on Racetech. So should you. Welcome back. Pulp MX Show presented by BTO Sports. BTOsports.com coming at you. New Tragically Hip. Kenny, uh, it's not Halen, which makes you probably happy, but it is Canadian. Sweet. Which one makes you angrier? It's a lateral move, in is my it? opinion. Yeah. Lateral. New Tragically Hip, everybody. In Transformation, it's called. Uh, coming out soon. And uh, I think they both suck. Hey, Kenny, I know we don't hang out away from the show yep. really ever. Yep. But I'm having trouble finding a friend to go with me to a concert at the Hard Rock in November. Would you like to come with me? Um, no, probably not because <laughs> it's probably going to be like Steve Miller Band. No, or- no, it's it's uh, Steve Miller Band would be good or Fleetwood. No, it's uh, Guns N' Roses. They're there for three weeks. Three weeks are at the Hard at the Joint for. Would you go with me, buddy, friend? Uh, no, but I'll probably go. <laughs> but I don't think I'll go with you. But I will probably. But you will go. Up. Yeah, I just found that out the other day. Three weeks, like not three, not twenty-one shows, but fourteen shows in yeah, three weeks. Yeah, just like just like right. crew. Molly, Molly crew was here, right? Exactly. So, uh, all right. Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to James Stewart for coming on. Uh, this is a heavy hitter show. Our next guest, uh, surprise guest, coming on. We bumped Jason Thomas for this guy. She's probably gonna make JT even angrier. But Chad Reed, what's up? What's up, guys? How you doing? Good. Hey, long time no talk. Yeah, we bumped JT um, for you. So just to let you know. That's all right. He's on the he's on the couch snuggling with Bueller anyway. So. Oh, is he? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I don't know. I just know that they're together. So. <laughs> right, right, and that's trouble enough. Hey, um, thanks for coming on again. Appreciate it. Short notice. What? Uh, how's the recovery coming? 
uh, going good. I mean, uh, in all honesty, I think I'm recovered. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, being willing to jump right back into the deep end with training and yeah. everything like that, really. So strength. So, strength uh, yeah, yeah. No, strength. everything's good. The knee, knee's fine. And, um, you know, I'd, I wouldn't say the strength's 100%, just, and it's right. probably more me than the knee, just because I've been not lazy, but just <laughs> being taking it easy. Right. Um, you know, I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not out there training. I can be honest. I'm I'm enjoying my off time, that's for sure. Yeah, well, that's why I asked because I I don't get the sense that you're fully motoring down yet. So I was thinking, well, maybe his knee's not good. But it's more of a case of you're just the calm before the storm. Yeah, I mean, it just, you know, like when you look at it, I mean, in reality, I really don't need to be ready until, you know, January for Anaheim. Um, You know, the Monster Cup is not a, a huge priority of mine. Never has been. Um, so, you know, like I'm just, I'm enjoying the process right now. I feel like I've got my hands full with, you know, with the team and the family and everything like that. And I'm enjoying that. And I'm just kind of focusing on that more than, you know, more than having to rush right back into training, um, to get ready for Monster Cup, a race that I don't necessarily, you know, support a hundred percent. Oh, so maybe when I just told James that it looks like Chad will be back for the Monster Cup, I might have jumped the gun a little bit. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, the, that's the goal. I mean, yeah, yeah okay, right. everything's in a perfect world. You know, we right. testing goes well. I mean, I still don't even have a 13 yet. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, those things don't test themselves and get ready for them by themselves. So, um, you know, you, you just never know. I mean, I've heard yeah. nothing but good things about the bike, but right. I haven't personally ridden one, so I don't know, you know, what kind of, you know, curveball it's going to throw at us. So, yeah, just kind of just chilling, just going through the process. And Anaheim 1 is really my priority. Kenny, when you were blowing down with MC, any 2013 Honda talk? No. Okay, just asking. Just Dude, we didn't even talk about what? dirt bikes. Uh-huh. He was showing me pictures up, of the bikes. He re- what up, Reader? He was How you doing, man? I'm doing well, dude. Thank you. He's He was showing me pictures of um, an 03 that he restored in his garage. Oh, three. Uh, uh, I mean, a, two, a 93. 93. Yeah. yeah. And he he was showing everybody the pictures of that. He was all pumped He on was that. on his 96 bike at Elsinore for something. All done up. I thought that was pretty cool. I, I think, uh, I actually think it was a 96, but it's the 93 frame. Yeah. Or whatever, yeah, right? yeah. Same thing, right? Uh, no big deal. Yeah. 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 But I think it was his 96 replica. Yeah. Um. Hey, what what is, so you're out for the Disney Nations, but what's going on with Ozzy's team? Do you know what's happening? Burner? Oh, I'm just gonna start crying. Well, I mean, I'm just I, start crying I, you know, I played out. a pretty big role in the whole team thing. You know, oh, you like did? I, um, you know, over the years, obviously being, you know, in the position that I've been in, they they obviously value my opinion on on the team. Um, you know, with Berna living in the U.S., uh, should I say in Florida, yeah. uh, and riding the sand a lot, I felt that he was a great choice. So, um, you know, originally, probably I would say about two months ago, um, right. my goal was to have myself Berna. And uh, and uh, I think the kid that's, that's actually gonna go for MX2 is uh, Stikes. Yeah. Um, he just finished second in championship. He was leading when we were when, when the team got chosen. But um, and then that was kind of the plan. And then it just seemed like my, you know, my plan and my doctor's plan didn't really meet. <laughs> and and to be truthful, like everything that he was telling me, I thought okay, yeah, you can kind of lessen that, you know, you can shorten it up a little bit. But, like, everything he told me was, like, right on the money, unfortunately. And it just, 
I felt like I not necessarily I could cut corners, but I felt like my pro, you know, my progress could be a little quicker than than what it was, and, yep. and it just wasn't. So uh, I had to pull out. Um, probably about a month ago, I you know made it made it aware, you know, to them that I that I that I couldn't go, um, and then that I just you know pretty much said that I thought that Burner was the best choice for MX One. Um, Spike, I think, was the best guy for them in the lights, and then uh, Todd Waters. And now Todd I think Waters, now yeah. that Burner's hurt, I think it's, they're going to keep Waters. Uh, Waters, I believe, will be the MX One rider. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Do I know the team? <laughs> I'm trying well, to think if I know the team. I just found. No, I don't even. I know the team. Hundred percent. I don't know who the MX Three rider is. I just found out Canada's not sending a team, which I'm okay with. But I it, heard it, it was Daniel McCoy. This is not McCoy. Are you going to send your, your your crew? Yep. <laughs> yep. We got to represent somehow. Yeah. The, you know, I back Daniel, I'd back Daniel McCoy for Australia. That's what I think. That's awesome. He is oh. in tenth in place. Yeah, sorry, you rocked a gold bike on the weekend. That was pretty cool. Oh, did he? Uh, I've seen. I've seen pictures of. Uh, yeah, you don't even. You don't even know what he's doing. No, he has no clue for sure. <laughs> Congratulations to Coppins, though a Kiwi, but uh, Coppins is a good guy, and he won the Australian title, and he's retiring. So. Um, yeah, I was pumped for him. Do you yeah, like- I think that's his first like international title that he's won, maybe. Yeah, yeah. You- uh, no, that's not true. I think he's won some British championships before. Yeah, maybe even Belgium when he was living there or something. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so okay, so go karting—that's a big thing right now. The go kart. Honestly, that is that's a priority right now. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that that is my. That, uh, that is I, I'm I, I'm much more. Um, if there was a donation that had karting team, yeah. I would be ready for Australia. That's for sure. No, there is, though, because my buddy in Canada, who you've met, Fireman Ron, he no longer races dirt bikes, and he's all into karting, and he's going to some destinations in France for Canada in some category for, like, old guys. Like, they're paying Dude. for him to go to France, and he's representing Canada, the, the karting destinations or something. I don't well, even I'm kind know. of old. I wonder if I can do it. I don't know. I'm just saying. He loves you now. Now you're his favorite rider because you're into carts, go karts. So he loves it. Uh, I'm into it. Man, it's expensive. Uh, God damn. <laughs> well, hey, most most people get involved hey, in the sport and they don't. That's why I'm not riding. Cause I'm actually I'm actually finding sponsors for the team to support my go karting. Yeah, Kenny. You know my my, my go karting situation I got going on. Hey Chad, Kenny. most people get involved. Like like people play baseball. Yeah, but they don't go build a fucking baseball field in their backyard. <laughs> they build a sc- <laughs> They don't build. Well, they're stupid. They, they don't build Chase Field in the backyard with a retractable dome and everything. <laughs> and then he's saying cars is expensive. And the reason it's to go, you know why they don't? Because you know they can't. You know why I did it? Because I can. Yeah. That's exactly what I tell everyone. Why, why did you do this? And I'm like, because I can. Yeah. I work my ass off my whole life until this point yep. right. and I sacrificed a lot and you know what I dreamed of this as a kid and I got it what and happened to what happened to CR125 motors though what happened to those I thought everybody no I still got one there's only I only had one and it's actually I, I had that bike uh, I had that cart since like 03 and it literally has you know just sat around and right. done nothing because I haven't had a track and see and now I have a track so I get to drive it but I got um, I bought five Burrell chassis and then, uh, and then I got five uh, Honda 250F engines. Um, I got one right now, and then the rest of the kits will be at my house hopefully by the end of this week. So then I'll have six carts running. So yeah. it's uh, yeah, it'll be cool. Hey, the only thing I'm thinking about is, and maybe you can clarify this. JT perhaps has a fighting chance. Shorter 
fits in oh, the cart better. No chance. He has no chance. Really? He he doesn't. Did he? Has he tried? And he's not even close to you. Is this? He hasn't even tried, but uh, it would actually be pretty funny. I I can't wait. Horsepower to weight. He's, he's 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 lighter than you. He's shorter than you. I don't know. Yeah, but it still comes down to talent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor guy, poor guy. <laughs> hey, I don't. You have no idea the shit talking that's going on right. at the property right now. Uh, I imagine. Well, he he's written a story in the new Racer X, and he he writes in there. Uh, Feel free to please remind Chad Reed that he has no German championships, and I have one. So that, that's awesome. <laughs> um, hey, uh, I don't hear anything in the grapevine about a second guy for your team or anything like that. Uh, can you officially rule that out, or or is it still up in the air? Um, yeah, I mean, I can pretty much almost officially rule it out. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, you know, like we, I was left with very little options and, um, you know, for a second bike with, uh, the, the way my Honda contract worked mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, so, I mean, you know, Bill Toto obviously is, isn't going anywhere. So, um, yep. Which I, I actually don't know that for sure, so don't take my word for it. But no, he's not. It, yeah, it it, it 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 seems that way. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so I, you know, I've said all along that uh, if it wasn't Ryan, then it would be uh, myself on my own. And, mm-hmm. and you know what? And I put it, you know, when I did all that stuff, and think you know, Kenny can vouch for me here. I mean, our, our sport's just really frustrating at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. Uh, it's 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 a tough thing to you know to deal with and and from a a guy that has so much passion about our sport and you know and and then you, you put so much into it and it's just it's it's frustrating to say the least right on um, you know like all the people that have those dreams you know like of seeing moto be like NASCAR and all this kind of stuff I mean I have those dreams and then that passion it's just the the the, the the hard reality is our yeah. sport's never going to be any bigger than what it currently is because of the people that run it. Well, it's never going to be bigger. There's, a, I got all these magazines behind me, and I read them all the time. And if I flip through a 1985 motocross action or a 1992 motocross action or a 1998 motocross action, they all talk about we need to get NASCAR, we need to grow the sport. Like, it's the same old story. We don't even have ESPN anymore. It's just, it, They've been saying this for decades. Hey, about, I'll, I'll, about I'll use this as a perfect example. Sport. 1997. When I worked for Brian Deegan, I was at Sacramento. And I believe it or not, Chad, this is going to blow you away. I got kicked out of the mechanics area. <laughs> Duke Finch was the head AMA guy. And my guy, Brian Deegan, was out there running around in like 23rd place after we tested. And he said the bike was great. And he decided he wanted to try something different. And his arms kept pumping up. And I was so frustrated at him. I grabbed like a handful of dirt and rocks. And he came by and I hucked it at him. Duke Finch comes unglued <laughs> and tells me, we're trying to make this sport into NASCAR. And guys like you are, are hurting the sport, and we're never going to get the sponsors, and we're never going to get this because people like you. And I said, you're wrong. Because you know what? The sport's never going to be like NASCAR because there's two problems. He's like, what's that? I go, first of all, a 16-year-old kid can't go out and buy a NASCAR. He can go out and buy a freaking dirt bike. okay? And the second problem is you don't see – the NASCAR officials running around with a greasy ponytail and a fake diamond earring. <laughs> and he said, probably like that one. you're fucking out of here. <laughs> you are kicked out. You cannot come back in this area. You are done. And he kicked me out of the mechanics area. <laughs> um, so, wow. so, 
saying that, hey, I, I agree with you. We, uh, we do have a call for Chad Reed. It is Chandler. Chandler, what's up? Thanks for listening. What's up, Chad? What's up, Chandler? How you doing, man? Chandler? 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 Hello? Chandler? He got scared. He got scared. He heard his, he heard his hero and hung up. <laughs> that happens. Chandler, if you're there, call back, bud. That happens to us. I mean, it's almost amazing that we didn't do it. Um, hey, so I talked to Dean Wilson the other day, uh, maybe two weeks ago. And, you know, as we know, Dean signed with Jeff Ward Racing, and I, he moved up to Florida. And I'm like, what, what are you going to do for a track and all that? He's like, well, I think I'm going to ride at Chad's. I think Chad's cool with me, you know, going there. And, and I'm like, it's not going to work. That never works. Because, you know, Dean's going to be good. He's going to be one of those guys that, you know, you have to worry about a little bit. That's what you wrote, at least. What? Didn't you write that? Didn't you write that? Today, today I did, yeah. So, can you... That's the plan for him, right? I mean, you and Timmy didn't work out. RC and Yogi didn't work. It just never works out. Like, you know? I'm I'm impressed. It's cool that you did that. It's way cool that you did that. And talk about being cool. Chisholm rides at your house now. Whoever would have thought that. So, maybe you're Mm -hmm. one guy... Maybe you're one guy that can, can overlook that, but... I think I think it's crazy, crazy talk. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot that's probably going to go down, but I mean, I don't know. Right? Okay. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, like you said, it, no one's really being able to pull it off, and I don't right. know. Right. No one's really being able to pull off a race team as a rider either. So. Good point. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Chandler's back. Chandler, what's up? Hey, what's up, Chad? What's up, Chandler? Um, I was just wondering how uh, you and JT became such good friends. Me and JT? <laughs> yeah, how, how did he become part of your crew? Uh, when I moved out here in Florida, he was already a part of, like, the, the kind of the, the crew out here. And then um, more, I actually came a part of the crew rather than him. Um, <laughs> you know, I kind of I met him through Red Dog, Tim Ferry, and, um, you know, just seen him around a lot. And then... Uh, yeah, just pretty much, you know, since what, 03, end of 03. Um, I just been around him a lot and yeah, and you know, Red Dog's retired now, so we all ride at my place and you know, um, he's just a good guy that's had my back the whole time and you know, he's, he's cool. I mean, he's, he doesn't talk moto 24-7, very rarely does he talk moto at all, so, uh, it's nice to have a friend that you can just, you know, talk about life. Uh, different things other than moto. And Tortelli broke him up, broke up with him. So then he was allowed to go back to Timmy's house, and that's how. Yeah, right. Right. Um, Thanks, Chandler. Hey, Chandler, do you live in SoCal? No, we live in North Carolina. Uh, We got some tickets to Lake Elsinore National to give away to the to the first guy that calls in from SoCal. But you're out of luck. Uh, (laughs) All right, no problem. Let's go with uh, Ronnie. Ronnie, you there? You got a question for Chad Reed? Yeah, yeah. What's going on, guys? Uh, Bye. Hey, I wanted to say, uh, Chad, congratulations on the uh, new addition to the family and uh, uh, everything you got going on, man. Can't wait for you to come back in uh, 2013. Thanks, man. Looking forward to it. It's going to be, a, I think, a fun year. You know, hopefully I can kind of pick up where I left off as far as, uh, you know, speed and being there week in and week out. And I think, uh, yeah, I think not a lot's changed since I left, so I think it'll be good. Oh, yeah, definitely a happy Chad Reed is a uh, dangerous Chad Reed on the track, I may say so. Seems that way. Um, <laughs> Just got to keep myself yeah. happy then. <laughs> yeah. me, me, and my, me and my girlfriend, we got a couple of shirts autographed by you and uh, the Oakland Supercross. Waited in, waited in the autograph line for like two hours, and, uh, man, it was totally worth it. But um, oh, great, the, reason cool. that I, the reason that I called in was um, 
the fox boots that you got, um, man, how comfortable are those things? You know, or, uh, or is that something worth, um, worth somebody getting? I, I would highly recommend them. I'm, uh, coming from a, a, you know, a lifelong A-star guy and, and, and switching up. I, I didn't, I switched up by accident. You know, I was in the Fox office and, uh, really didn't have any desire to switch boots company. And <laughs> there was a, there was a pair and actually the look of them got my, you know, caught my eye for the first time. And I, I actually tried one on and it was one of you know, the best thing I ever did. I was like, wow, this thing's comfortable. They sent one. I tried it riding and, you know, next thing I, I didn't renew my A-star contract and moved over to Fox. I think they're legit. You should try some. Yeah, that, that's awesome. I, I was looking at the, uh, the black, red, and yellow ones, but I can't find anywhere around me that, uh, that actually has a pair that they I can only try them on. Out. Yeah. Yeah. They're only just, I, I, I just saw an email come across that, uh, that they only just got back into the U.S., so mm. they should be uh, at your dealer soon. There you go, Ron. Yeah. 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 Sure, I think I'm just going to go out and I'll, I'll order a pair. There you go. Thanks, Ronnie. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Later, Ronnie. Yeah. Hey, get some spray paint and get some black ones if you can, but support Fox. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, I did a podcast with Pete Fox last week or whatever, and he I was... listened to a little bit of it. I didn't, get, I didn't listen to the whole thing. I was driving and... I was flipping wow. through the, my Twitter and I saw a link to it. So what did you think? What did you think? I've heard some mixed emotions about it, Chad. What do you think? How did Steve do? Mixed emotions. I heard. I heard some. Yeah, people are going to critic you and say that you, you know, you're not perfect all the time. Uh, no, but what, it was pretty what, funny that uh, that he corrected you at the beginning a lot. Oh, about what? You had the whole story wrong. Oh yeah, yeah, he yeah. Stopped you and said, "Before you mess up anymore, <laughs> let me." But that's hey, but that's pretty funny because that's totally Pete too. Totally. Like he's pretty, uh, like he's a passionate dude about the sport, man. He's, he's he, like, yeah. I think he's one of the good guys, you know, like one of like the, you know, like, I mean, uh, you know, I love Jeff Fox. I've been around him a long time, and um, and I think Pete and every like, it's funny that they they're kind of like OG, but they all share the same, you know, passion about our sport and. Mm-hmm. That, you know that that you want to see from people with that power. Well, I really felt like he talking about those new boots. He admitted the old Fox boots left something to be desired. They they haven't always nailed the the boots, but he was so proud of that thing and talking about it and like is super pumped on that boot. And I admire the honesty where he's like, "Yeah, we didn't always make good boots, and these ones are good. I like that." You know, so yeah, yeah, and and like just to kind of pile on top of that, I mean. Is a reason why I never wore the boot or had much of a desire to ever wear it either. Yeah. Um, I was I was a lifer, what I thought at A Star, and you know, and I mean the the story I just told, uh, you yeah. know, the guy right there yeah, yeah. was 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 true. I mean, I, I was in there. Warren Johnson uh, had a pair of white and red ones, and I was like, dude, this thing looks so thick. I tried them on, and then I'm like, wow, these things feel you know legit. And then I I I, I literally I tried one about. You know, three four weeks later, and um, and then next minute, I was I was signing the contract. Away. Do you want to hear a funny story, oh, cool. dude? Check this out, Chad. What's that? I, I went up to Reno this weekend with Hart for a truck race, and Twitch races up there too. And Hart brought his dirt bike because there's like a moto track up in that area, and he brought his gear. Yeah. Well, um, I guess Twitch is talking about maybe riding for shift, and they sent him some stuff to try, whatever. And dude, those two guys were like little fucking kids in carts trailer with the gear and the boots and the helmet they were like <laughs> twitch was like dude they're sick he's like walk he said dude i got a pair and i haven't rode them yet but 
I'm walking around my house in them, dude, like they're tennis shoes. He's like, they're that's so it, sick. That's how it was for me, too. Dude, he's like, I put my whole gear on, and I was like looking in the mirror. He goes, dude, I look dope in this shit. I'm just like, <laughs> come on. funny? And then, like, a, a lot of people think, like, a lot of people at least hit me up on my Twitter, and they're like, ah, oh, you need to get rid of the boots, you know, because obviously, I got, you know, I got my foot cord under it when I blew my knee out. But it's like, it was, that was my fault. I mean, I tried to shift third. I was trying to save my you know, still from going know, over right, the bars, and right. I shifted third in the air, and then once I shifted third, and then I kind of, like, caught it, and then once I went over, my foot just got caught up underneath the shifter, and uh, everyone's like, oh, you need to get rid of the boots, blah, 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 and I'm like, dude, the boots are legit, it was, it was a pilot error. <laughs> pilot error. <laughs> dude, pilot I mean, error. Yeah, that's crazy. I remember when that happened, like, we were in the booth, like, we were in the in our suite, and we was with Steve and Button and Hart and those guys. And dude, where we were sitting, we were sitting behind you, and I'm like, dude, his knees jacked. They're all, how do you know? I go, dude, look at his leg; it's locked in there. And then fucking heart goes, you think it's the boot? And I'm like, fuck, no, it's not the boot. There's no way. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, the hinge got caught in it. And then like Partridge blew his foot apart. They're all, it was the boot. I'm like, dude, it's not the boot. Like, dude, yeah, you, it's it's stupid. It's like if you jump off a building with the boot on, your your foot's gonna explode. You know what I mean? It just it just happens. But yeah, getting yeah. back to the boot, those guys were like, I couldn't believe it how. They were like little kids. They were just like, oh, my God, it's so sweet. You know, I'm just like, come on, dude. You guys are like, you guys get this stuff all the time. And Twitch is like, dude, straight up, dude. I, I've, I've, been, I've been an A-star guy forever, and their boot's good. But, dude, I can't believe how good the Fox boot is. So if, you, yeah, um, if, sure. you, if you're questioning hey, Steve, yourself. Is, uh, is RV going to race uh, Elsinore? No. No, I don't believe so. No? no I mean, not, to, not okay. from what I hear. I know that he was thinking about it, but uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I heard I mean, that, too. I don't, his deal's not done yet, but it should be done pretty soon. So uh, I guess yeah. that we're, we're waiting on that, too. Uh, let's go to Travis. Travis, do you want to win those tickets to Elsinore? I'd love to. Okay, well, then you win them. Do you have a question for Chad Reed? Or, or do you? Uh, okay, then you win them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like too easy. Uh, we're, we're not. We're, we're not. Yeah. What are we going to do? It's too easy. Give me something. You got Ask me something. You got two tickets. You just called. No, I know. You're I calling. know. Well, give me a give me a question or some kind of um, some kind of contest. Uh, what, I, what? I'd just run with it if I were you, man. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll ask you. I'll ask you a question, and if you don't answer correctly, you don't win the tickets. How about that? Whoa! All right. How about that? So sounds good. Are you pretty good? You pretty. It sounds like he's already got tickets. He's good to go. <laughs> All right, Kenny. Okay, name me the top five results. From Unadilla Lights Class. <laughs> Go. Lights Class? Yep. Uh, shit, man, I don't know. Well, there you um, go. Muskin or Moosekin? You're, you're reading. Um, you're, you looked it up. You looked it up. No, I didn't. I swear. I'm in my backyard right now. I think everybody knows um, Moosekin won. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, Tomac? Yep. Um, Baggett? Kenny. Yeah, Baggett's right. No, Baggett's not right. Hitting it third? No, Kenny was. Oh, Kenny, Kenny got third. third. Hang no. him up. Bag it. You're you're done. You're done. Later. Sorry, Travis. Travis, um, got clipped. You had him, and then you yeah. you yep. see, dude, you give see, them away. You got a little cocky. He clipped, Travis. Uh, uh, Andrew, you you Andrew, you want tickets to Lake Elsinore? Hello. Hey, you want tickets to Lake Elsinore? Uh, motor yeah, car? yeah. All right. All right, they're yours, bro. Yep. Don't argue with us. Just take them. <laughs> Don't get all cocky. Don't get all gnarly on this. Just take right. them. I put them on hold, tits. You can give them the the uh, the thing. Um, uh, what else we got here? We got Rob wants to talk about go karting. Oh, oh God, Jesus. that's why I'm gonna go take a piss. Okay, that's my life right now.
All right, Rob, what's your what's your go-kart question for Chad Reed? Hey, thanks, Steve. Hey, Chad, what's going on? What's up, man? Hey, are you going to come out uh, on the West Coast this year again like you did and kind of barricade yourself up in the Santa Barbara area again in the wintertime for, for Supercross? Oh, I would love to, but... Uh... With the with the growing family and and the wife uh, putting the crunch down me, I don't think we're going to do it. I think we're actually going to stay down south, and um, I'd, I'll do all my off season training here in Florida. And as uh, soon as you know, as soon as Anaheim rolls around, we'll just roll out to California, and we'll probably spend you know the first six seven weeks out there. But it'll be down in SoCal, not up in Santa Barbara, unfortunately. Okay. Well, if you find yourself out here on the West Coast uh, with some time, you know, in between testing and all. Um, I would love to hook you up with one of my instructors who races for the Rolex, in the Rolex series, uh, maybe at like Button Willow or something like that at racetrack. Um, oh yeah, just, cool. Yeah, oh yeah, he's a real good instructor. He instructed me for three years and shaved a ton of time off my lap times and stuff. So yeah, if you if you're out on the West Coast, uh, Jason over at uh, Racer Edge knows how to get a hold of me. Um, would love to hook you up with him. He's a great instructor. He owes me a couple comp days, so I would love to hook you up and he'll. Everything would be paid for, and he's he's great. He he works really good with your eyes and slows your hands down, and uh, really right. pick up some uh, drop your lap times uh, in your cardian and stuff. And uh, you probably I don't know if you've been out of Buttonwell, but it's a great track. Yeah, I heard good things about it. I've never been out there, but he's, I heard it's awesome. He just brings it at his own track right now. He just brings it at his own track that he built in his backyard. So, so, so suck <laughs> yeah, I saw on the that. video. Yeah, I've got, I've got, a video I've got my own track there. covered. No, no, no one's <laughs> got me at my own track yet. Thanks, thanks Rob. <laughs> and uh, hey, thanks, no Rob. Yeah, hey, I appreciate it. Hey, good luck in the season. And yeah, seriously, I, I could hook you up with him. He's a great instructor. And um, also, I have an extra seat on my 25 hour race team. So oh, um, geez, if you ever want to drive, um, at the beginning of December, it's uh, December, I think, 2nd and 3rd. Uh, would love to put you in that seat. Uh, I need, I've got four drivers already, just need a fifth driver. So I'd oh, love to hook you up with him and get some instructions. Ooh. That's perfect timing. Look at this. Yeah. I got distractions coming already. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Um, yeah, if you want, and Reedy, if you do want that, uh, Kenny knows Jason at TRE who can get a hold of this guy and all that. Um, hey, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks, bud. No problem. Short notice and, just, yeah. Just chilling out. Put yeah. my kids to sleep and wife is in bed. So, yeah. Right. yeah I'm just chilling. Hey, Reed, you running, see, the pit, see the picture running, I sent? Run, running two-two motorsports here. <laughs> hey, Reed, did you see the picture I sent you of my kid? Yeah. How, hey, how's, how's, how's dad life? It's different. <laughs> Big time. It's different. How's different? Does, uh, does he sleep? Uh, no, because it's a her and she sleeps really good. Oh, she sleeps. Oh, four, she's going like a four-hour sleep session. So hey, the, mom, the mom's killing it. My, uh, I got a great hey, kid and a great mom for my kids, so she's good. Everything's good, man. I'm blessed. It's awesome. Hey, it was a night, nightmare, but the new one's awesome. <laughs> she sleeps like seven hours already, and it's like unheard of for me and Ellie. We're like pumped. <laughs> well, one of my dogs one of my dogs got glaucoma and may lose an eye, guys, so just want to fill you in on uh, it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm not yeah. kidding, but yeah, kid talking, and you know, I can't relate. But um, all right, can't man. Relate. Thanks. Appreciate it. Um, and we'll talk soon. All right, Chad. Good. You need to have a talk to Pookie. See you guys. Later, <laughs> See you. Uh, Chad Reed, everybody, coming on the show. Uh, heavy hitters right there. James Stewart, Chad Reed. Big. Um, then we're having another heavy hitter, Tom McGovern from Monster. Yeah. Monster Tom? Yeah. Well, he's not. I don't know who he is. He's not. He's Monster Tom, ask but him. then he works for well, Cowie, but then he doesn't work for Cowie. He works, he works for, for someone yeah. else, but he represents Kawasaki and Monster. So. When he wants to. Confused. But then, but then if you go to him with a question, he goes, I don't work at Cowie. No, he goes, yeah, let me get back to you. <laughs> That's hey, a perfect uh, answer. Can perfect, we get our, our next guy on the line there, Tits? And Who we'll, is it? We'll McGovern? No, Jimmy Button. 
Okay. We'll move this thing along a little bit. Uh, we still got to get to JT. We got to emails, voicemails, tweet it, tit segment. We, we're busy. McGovern's going to get clipped with very little, like very little time. Why, dude? He's he's giving away some stuff. For I know Monster. he is. He's he's going to talk about a Cowie contest that they're they're putting together. And they're giving away a Cowie. Giving away jerseys and gear or something? Or I, I don't. Oh, know. that's cool. I don't. I didn't ask, but sorry for people who are on hold. Anything we could do to support Kawasaki, we're all about it. Hey, let's, let's, let's support the industry. Let's support it all. And let's thanks for the job. Lake thank Al- you, Kawasaki. Thank you, Lake Elsinore, for giving good. away those tickets. Yes. Thank you for that. Who gave uh, those up, Chad? Uh, uh, where? Who? What? The Chad, Lake Elsinore. Chad Reed? No, the Lake Elsinore tickets. Chad from El- Elsinore? No, no. It was a lady. Um, okay. Uh, she contacted us out of the blue. Hey, so let's talk about this while Tits works on this. Tech One Designs, uh, brand new website. Check them out online, www.techonedesigns.com. Uh, brand new redesigned site. You know, they've been with us for a long time, and they're making Pulp MX graphics. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a contest, a, a Tech One Designs Pulp MX contest. What? Went to voicemail. Why I'll try, you? Oh, I'll okay. try it back in just a sec. You just shake your head. We have yeah. a communication system. Oh, we do? Shaking the head doesn't mean it. Uh, no, don't talk about Tech One. No, but the gra- no, this. No, what, what does no mean? I thought we were closer than this, but apparently not. We have an IM. Just tell me. Type it. <laughs> Type it, bro. Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, what are we going to do with this guy? All right. So, what, what we're going to do is you're going to email the show, pulpamexshow at gmail.com. We're going to supply you. It's going to be on the website, too, but we're going to supply you with a blank graphic. And what you can do is design your own graphic. You can use crayons, you can use a designer, a, a computer layout, whatever you need to do. We're going to have Tits, Kenny, and myself, and the guys at Tech One judge it. The best one gets... What the, Tech One Designs is going to ch- take the best one. They're going to they're gonna print it, send it to you for free. They will also sell your kit, and you will receive a percentage of each kit that is sold. Best design, best Pulp MX show design graphics... Uh, we're going to give you a CRF blank kit, and you're going to make your own deal. Third place, uh, you're going to get a free set of graphics. And second place, you're going to get a free set of graphics and uh, some Pulp Mech Show stuff from us. So um, pulpamechshow at gmail.com, tits. I haven't sent that to you, but I will. And that's gonna we're going to send you the graphic and design away. Whatever you, you want to put Kenny's face on it, you want to put tits soaking in it, whatever. We're going to look at all the entries, pick the best one. But, hey, if I were you, I would give you a word of advice. I would get really creative and do what you think people would want to have on their motorcycle. Just don't do one just to be like, you know, use Pulp MX, but do, do what you think would look cool so people buy it so you can also win the contest and you can make a little dough. That's what I would think. Right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, being the innovator and shit, that's what I do. I know everything. At least um, I try to. Um, yeah, so thanks to Tech One for doing that. I appreciate it. Um, uh, Brandon set this in. Uh, I was wanting an opinion from someone inside the industry about their position on neck braces. I noticed that more and more people are seeming to drop them, including big names like Dungy Reed that would get paid to wear them. It would be cool if you could elaborate on this and maybe toss it around your show with some of the erasers that have quit wearing them. Well, I asked James that question, and uh, Reed dropped his for obvious reasons. Follow his Twitter. Dungy dropped his. It fell off a couple times. Now, the guys at Leot will tell you that he dropped it not because it fell off, I don't agree, but uh, you guys wear them? It's wear rider them? preference. Yeah, it's like a seatbelt, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't know about that, but I think okay. it's a rider preference. Like some guys like to wear shoulder pads, some guys don't. Kind of you know what I mean? Some guys like to wear yeah. knee braces, some guys don't. Right. Um, rider preference. Can you get off your phone, please? I'm We're text- doing a show. I'm texting our next guest because he's not picking up. So well, Do you get the hint? This, this Maybe he's the- over it. 
Maybe this. Maybe you blew him out of the water too, and he's over it. Hey, don't get don't because you fucked over Hanny. Don't put your shit on me. Your guilt, okay? Don't put that on me. Well, not according to Pete Fox, dude. You need to tighten your shit up. Why? What do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean by that, Pete Fox? Don't worry about were, were it. Were you we'll thinking talk. about what, what I was saying about Reed? Is that what? No, what we'll Reed talk said? about it later. You just didn't do your best <laughs> interview. That's all. Wow. Okay. All and right. it's it's coming across the industry like you it's kind of like wildfire. It. Not wildfire. It's you know like a little. Mathis it's, doesn't know. What no, he's it's about. not a wildfire. It's it's just a. You could call it a contained fire, maybe. <laughs> like a burn area where you just got to yeah. burn the fire. Um, uh, I like the podcast, and I think Pete was a cool guy. Yeah, totally. But Without Pete, it was it would have been trouble. But you did all right. We'll talk about it off there. And without Pete, you would have been when, doing a when, podcast by yourself. When Reedy was talking about uh, uh, correcting me, he was correcting me because I wikipedia it, and I thought I... Well, next time, yeah. I'll give you some some advice. When you do an interview with someone, just make sure you're... Your your facts are right, so you don't lead yourself up to failure. Because what you did right there was not good, and make yourself look really thank, stupid. Thank, uh, you, you did Kenny. not do yourself any favors with that. Okay. Uh, do you agree? <laughs> I actually didn't listen to it yet. Oh. <laughs> hey, so there's this guy walking across the country. His name's Hobo Nick. We had him on our show. Ooh. Um, I'm gonna go see Hobo Nick next week, Kenny. I know you'll be there with me. Yeah, where's he gonna be? Uh, Kingman or Needles or somewhere around there. On the 40. So I'll meet you there. Um, he's walking across the country for awareness. Are you driving or are you going to fly? He's going to fly to Kingman. I'm going to fly yeah. to Kingman. Hour and a half. Sure. Uh, no, I'm driving. And okay. then I'm going to walk with Hobo Nick. Oh. I don't know how long. <laughs> I don't know how far. You've been training. You'll be all right. Yeah. Stage two. There you go. Okay. Um, how, okay. You're going to drive there and then you're going to leave your no, car. No, because Pookie's Pookie's going to drive ahead of me or we haven't figured that out yet. Pookie's going to, oh, I can see this she's right gonna now. She's going to fall behind with water and everything. No, she's like going to fall behind with the flashing wide load sign. <laughs> you know, like when the semi's coming down the road. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's hey, be careful, nice. walkers on the freeway. Um, F you, dude. <laughs> Hobo Nick. Uh, hey, guys, checking in again. I got on a roll since the last time I sent an email. He's east of Flagstaff, Arizona and just about to the home stretch. He's been in the desert for 500 miles now, and surprisingly, it's been way easier than Texas. I'm walking along I-40, North Arizona, which is much cooler than the south. The craziest thing that recently was going through a monsoon about five days ago, it was gnarly. I was using all my strength to hold me and my gear from blowing my ass back to Florida where I started. I made it through, but some of my gear was damaged. I currently have barely any money. I am pretty low on food, but I'm not worried. I will dumpster dive every couple days if I have to survive. I've been walking around 20 to 30 miles a day pretty consistently, and going through the Indian reservations is not a place I want to be homeless for long. There are drunk Indians roaming around all over, and some of them are real dicks. Um, <laughs> I talked to an officer who said they have been finding dead homeless people a lot and were beat to death by rocks from other groups of homeless Indians oh, working around shoot. to rob stuff. They are desperate and will even do it for a pair of shoes. Since he told me that, I have been storing my iPod in my anus during the nights. I'm kidding. But I have been on guard, and I try to find hidden spots to sleep. Looking back, um, looking back, I have walked 2,000 miles now in about 145 days. I'm feeling good and excited to get to California. I have about a month left. And as long as everything goes smooth, I'm not sure what I'll do when I get home, but can't wait to jump on a 450 and ride again. Thanks for all the support and love the show. Hobo Nick. So that is Hobo Nick's update. Kenny? Um, good for him. Is this man. the part where you tell him to go F himself? No, never, did. I think Hobo Nick, that's rad. I think he's... Uh... I'm going to go walk with him. You want to walk with him? No. Dude, come on. It'll be like symbolic. 
Only time I'm walking across the I-40 is if my shit breaks down. Five minutes for our next guest. He requested. So, um, did I mention the the race tech seminar? Yep. Did I mention Andrew wants a jersey from JT? Yep. Uh, Justin sent an email about the tracks, the race tracks. Yep, you said that one too. No, I didn't. Don't, don't, don't talk bad. You're the one who got read on, and now you want to hurry things along. No, I you just... said get read. Well, the email Stewart talked about the tracks. I feel like Justin. Justin's email is really long, though. You want to read it? No, I don't want to want to read it. I don't even care. All right. I think that Stewie talked about the tracks. He told them the reason why they're a little bit shorter and why they. You know, right. I think, I mean, personally about the tracks, if you want to talk about the tracks for a second, I think the tracks just need to be redone. Like, may, stay, stay at those same facilities, but carve a new track. Right. Well, Do they, something different. They, uh, they haven't had, I mean, they had the same tracks as when they had, you know, 30 horsepower machines on them. Yeah. And riders weren't as gnarly as they are nowadays. Do they ever go backwards at Unadilla? Not that I know of, no. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, like a left turn right there. They open it up and just go you, left. You'd, you'd end up in screw you right away. Just yeah. chaos, dude. Just chaos. Just open it up. Take screw you <laughs> out. What about, what about Kenny Watson going to the outdoors next year? That's I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm not. <laughs> who's going to be your second guy? Is there any chance? Wait. Tell me what the percentage are that Bobby Canari is going to be your second guy. 50-50. <laughs> what? 50-50. <laughs> With m- more emphasis on the second 50 that's he's, not happening. He's shitting me, tits. There's no way. 50-50, because to tell you the truth, his name is on that list with about four other guys. Come on. Yeah. His name is on that list with oh four God. other dudes. Really? Uh-huh. Okay. And Chisholm, awesome all out there. Metcalf, I think, is going, maybe going back to Suzuki. I meant to ask James that. No. Um, he's not going back to Suzuki. No? No. Oh, okay. They're, I don't think so. They're going to go with JS only. Yep. That's ballsy. I think if he goes anywhere, he's going Moto Concepts. That's what I heard. Well, what I what I got from Mike Genova was they're going to keep the team the same, and if they don't, they're going to wait it out and try to get a guy really cheap. Um, that's what exactly what told me. You know, a guy who's desperate, and Brett Metcalf will be snapped up before then. You know what I mean? All these guys will be. I snapped bet Austin Troop will be available. Good point. And that he is a great. He could be a home a, run. That's a great point. Stroop is a great point. Well, that's a good good call from Tits. That was, oh. He pulled that one out of left field. Joe. Yeah, I wanted to know uh, what you guys think about Brock Tickle, how he's progressed through the, uh, through the Outdoor Nationals this year, and what that might result for his chances next year getting a good ride. There's no chance I thought Brock Tickle would do this well. I really didn't. He had a so-so super cost season. He's on a good team. He's on a good bike. But he's riding... Above and beyond what I thought, Kenny, would you agree? Like I had I, him. To tell you the truth, I never paid attention. <laughs> <laughs> like I never paid attention to Brock. I don't know. I never paid attention to Brock Tickle outdoors. Like I never really paid attention to outdoors. Period. But seems like he's doing good, man. He's on the podium a few times, and three, to- he's, three he times. He seems like he's yeah. uh yeah. he's in third in points or fourth in points. Top, could you know close? Yeah, he uh, he is uh, tied with Weimer for third. Yeah, no, for fourth. And, uh, Joe, I don't think Kenny will say this, but I believe he's going to end up at H&H next year. I mean, things could go haywire, but looks like he's got himself a good so ride. So I don't think he has a good ride. <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like there's too many too many of the top-tier guys left, um, you know, to, to pick from if you're a, a team manager. So I would think maybe he would be one of your uh, 
not necessarily one of your triple guys that you talk about, but he seems like uh, seems like he's putting it together on the big mic now that he's had some time on it. I think. I mean, when I think of Tickle, and even when I think of Chisholm. I think of these guys as, as different from the triple guys that I'm used to talking about, like Nicoletti and Canari, and those are my triples. So those guys Dark are wild those, cards. Yeah, yeah, those guys are are legit. Uh, um, I mean, look at po- three podiums for for Tickle, so it's no joke. Where where would you where would you think what kind of ride do you think he deserves? I think the pro circuit ride suits him perfectly. Um, uh, you know, it's it's not as illustrious as Mitch's 250 effort, but uh, it's still a very good ride. Something along those lines. Uh, I could see a horizontal move. Uh, I don't. I can't think of any team specifically. I don't know who still has spots to fill, but a horizontal move would uh, would be appropriate. Definitely not a step back, but I don't know if somebody like Factory Honda, uh, if that would be appropriate for him yet. Would he? Do you think if he rode for Hart and Huntington, he'd be going backwards? Just be honest. Oh no, definitely not. From what I've uh, from what I've heard, you guys talk about on the show that you guys have in store for uh, 2013. I definitely think that would be a good fit for him. What about if we if okay that's that's fair that's fair all right Joe thanks man thanks for the call Joe thanks okay all right see you uh, who's on two figure it out but anyways our next guest uh, former factory racer national winner and uh, all around good guy turned super agent Jimmy Button I wouldn't go that far okay a good guy <laughs> um, oh god what's up Jimmy Jeez, Watson thanks for just, coming on just started you just started out like that don't you whatever dude. I love how, the, how is how is Sonoma? I love how this show is turning into Watson's personal work slash buddy show. How, Chad, uh, Chad Reed, Jimmy Button, how, Brock, Brock Tickle last week. Hey, how was Sonoma? Did you do any wine? Did you do any wine tasting? Sonoma was Sonoma was great. It was very busy. Um, I did. Uh, you know, I don't drink, but uh, we were at a few wineries for some sponsorship, uh, like dinner summits and whatnot, and. They, uh, I mean, they put like you know, twenty glasses of wine in front of you. So I, I tried a couple of them just to see what the taste was like. And Let me yeah. ask you a question. Yeah. You, you, you lived in Italy, right? Did you live in Italy? Yes. Okay. I did. How, how does the wine in Napa compare to the wine in Italy? Yeah, it's just different. You know, I mean, like when yeah. I was living over there, I never went to a restaurant, like sat down and ordered a bottle of wine or anything, but. You know, over there at many of the restaurants, they just have, uh, like, table wine from, you know, it's like a house, a house wine that literally is generally grown, you know, in vineyards around the restaurant or whatnot. So it's just a different, it's, um, it definitely doesn't have the bite uh, that uh, the, you know, kind of U.S. wines do or whatever. I think the alcohol volume is probably a little bit less, so you can actually try to sit there and drink it with uh, dinner without getting smashed. Okay. All right, well, that's great. Welcome that's to the good. Pulp Mex Wine Show. That's uh, that's awesome. Hey, you guys are stepping it up a notch. Why? With the wine talk? Yeah, wine, your culinary deal, whatever I, you need, man. I never, I never drink wine. Never, never. I don't drink booze. I don't really drink at all. Corona, if I drink anything. Yeah. So I'm pretty much a, a baby. Um, hey, let's get let's get busy here. All right. So you didn't have enough hell bicycling across the country. You're now deciding to bicycle across Europe. Yes. What's wrong? What is wrong with you? What's going on with that? I have no idea. No, so it's, um, I mean, it's always for a good cause, right? So, um, I don't know, God, what was it? Uh, maybe nine months ago, 
Jamie Dobb hit me up and asked me if I wanted to do a, uh, a like a charity memorial ride for Marco Simicelli, the the MotoGP rider that um, that passed away last year. I said, sure, yeah, it'd be fun. I'll I'll definitely do that. And you know, I think at some point you think about it that you know it's uh, just like a lot of people. And I told him I was going to ride across the country. Like, yeah, sure, but you know, he'll never end up doing it. And I, you know, you always kind of think the same thing, but. Lo and behold, it's uh, it's happening now. So we're going to ride from uh, Donington to British Superbike Round, which is uh, let me get my facts straight. So it'll be next Sunday is the uh, is the British Superbike Round at Donington. So we'll leave Sunday afternoon after the race is over, and then we'll ride from there uh, down through England, across France, Switzerland, Italy to Mazzano to the MotoGP race the following weekend. It's um, I thought the mileage was like 1,200, but apparently it's 1,400 miles, and we're going to do it in four and a half days, which is bananas, but whatever. Right. Jeez. Um, yeah, that is gnarly. So wait, when are you leaving to do that? So I am on a flight. Uh, I want to say I have like a 9 or 10 p.m. flight after Lake Elsinore. Dude, so how I'll am I going to get a hold of you, dude? We got huh? business to do, dude. How am I going to get a hold of you? Dude, the, the iPhone works everywhere. <laughs> I'm right. roaming. All right, dude. Well, I tried to get a hold of you when you're on your ro- across America, and I couldn't get a hold of you. I was kind of nervous. Um, no, no, we'll we'll be good. Are we'll you taking good. your team with you? No, no. I'm uh, I'm flying. I'm going by myself. I mean, there's a uh, uh, one guy from our office, Travis Clark, is actually going to do it. He rides bicycles quite a bit, and then uh, uh, there's another guy from Utah. And then uh, Kevin Schwantz, the former uh, 500cc world champion, he's going to do it. So those are kind of like the four Americans. And then uh, Jamie Dobb will be doing it. His brother Julian, and uh, and then it's just a bunch of his boys from uh, from the UK that are also going to be doing this. And we got one guy that um, that is the announcer for uh, the BBC for MotoGP. He's also going to do the ride. But we're going to split it up. You're going to basically ride between four and five hours. And then you'll have like an eight-hour gap, so you can get some rest, and then you get back on the bike, and it'll be like a twenty-four-hour mm. type of deal. So, wow. and then I fly, I fly back. I'm I'm home the following Friday. I got to go to a uh, to another event on Saturday up in Fon- uh, up in Fontana. So I'm only gonna be gone for like six days total. Right. Um, okay, you yeah. can you can go then. You, I just want to make sure. Yeah, Kenny's Kenny Kenny okay's it. Yeah, Kenny, I I'm, I'm glad I got mom's approval. Um, right. let's talk, uh, Blake Baggett, uh, your rider you work with closely with, um, yeah. man, I was one of those guys. I was one of those guys. That, I doubted him. No, I didn't doubt him. That he said he's going to lose points at South Hook and Unadilla. It's just a matter of how many, like he, he's got to keep it. Got it. It's 11 point gap. I think going into, into uh, Southwick, he's got to keep it, you know, 10 or so, like eight, whatever. He's going to lose points. And he did, did not, he actually rode fantastic. And put points on 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 Justin Barsha, who goes really fast at those two tracks. So you have to be pretty excited about his chances with four motos left. Um. Yes. I mean, and even <laughs> you know, even if even if you look at, I mean, I, I if you look at last year's results, you know how he rode uh, at Unadilla. You know, he rode pretty good there last year, and you know the track was a little bit quite a bit different. You know, mm-hmm. eleven to twelve. But uh, you know, in the end, I mean. He gained a lot of points the first moto. Um, unfortunately, he gave he gave them all back that uh, that he had gotten in the first one, in the yep. second one, you know, right. and a couple extra ones over to Eli. But 
you know, I mean, he, uh, you know, he still has a 24 point lead and he's got a 28 on ER. And, right. you know, if you, if you look at the, you know, kind of wall of averages and what he's done over the last, you know, basically, I mean, if you average out his finishes over the last two years, I mean, we should be, we should be fairly safe, but right. it's motocross, man. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you don't. And you know all too well about that, uh, as a yeah. former racer, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it was. It's been some great, some great rides by Blake. Um, I thought those last two weeks some real, real surprises. Uh, and maybe he's yeah. And you, and you know what? I mean, I, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna vent, but I'm just gonna say. I mean, I, I jump on Vital and, and read like some of the posts and everything, and it, I, I always find it interesting all the people that jump on band, bandwagons and, and whatnot, and everyone saying that you know Eli is getting so much stronger and he's. He's getting so much this, and he's so much faster, and yada yada yada. I don't. I actually don't think that's the case whatsoever. I mean, this entire year, all three of those guys have been going tooth and nail at a pretty high rate of speed. The the thing about Eli right now, and, and maybe the same for Justin a little bit, is the fact that those guys have nothing to lose. Nothing. There's absolutely zero that those guys can lose. They they aren't leading the championship. Mm-hmm. They're not going to get anything bonus-wise as far as second or third place goes, so they have nothing to lose. And they've not had the the red plate on their bike the entire season with a, you know, with a ton of weight on their shoulders. And so it's a lot easier to ride that free, mm-hmm. especially the way Eli has ridden those, uh, the last couple weekends. You know, when you, know, you can just fly off the handle and the, the worst he's going to get is third into the series, you know, whereas, you know, it's and the best thing he can do is win. So, you know, it's a it's just a little bit different mentality that you're able to ride with. But I don't think he's going any faster. I just think that you know Blake has certainly been playing it a lot more conservative than he was uh, earlier in the year because I think earlier in the year, I and mean, there was times that he made everybody look like complete donkeys. And right. you know, and and those guys have have also had those moments where they've made everyone else look like that on the track. So. Yeah, no, no. I don't know. I just think you need to really take everything into account before you start like laying a bunch of accolades on everybody. But nevertheless, I mean, those three guys yeah. have been—they've been the class of the field, and, and now you got you know a couple of the orange orange guys that have uh, mm-hmm. you know gained a little bit of momentum and a little bit of uh, you know confidence. And that's you know that's the name of the game at that level. Hey Steve, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Jimmy can probably about my Pete Fox podcast, or I'm still no. thinking about what the industry. You should, you should really industry, tighten your shit up industry. before you start asking Pete Fox questions. He's gonna call you out. Okay. Anyways, let me ask you a question. Yeah. If let's say, and I hope this doesn't happen by any means, right. but speculating here, yeah, Barsha gets hurt. Yep. What's the what are we gonna do for the donations then? Well, we just had James Stewart on, who said clearly he's not going. So and Michael Lessi is not uh, is not on the menu. So you put Tomac on the bike, teammate, same 100%. bike, same thing. Ride a four hundred percent because because I think I'm almost a hundred percent certain that the bikes have already been shipped, and so there's already a Honda over there. It's no. not like he doesn't ride a four fifty. It's not like he doesn't have a setup that they could that they could test really quickly. If something like that happened, you for sure put Tomac on the bike, and he'd do a great job. It's like the the Tedesco when RC got hurt. He basically no, had Tedesco to earned that spot, though, dude. Okay, sorry. He was bud. the guy. Sorry, bud. Um, hey, Jimmy, uh, silly season time right now. You're an agent, and you're in, heavily involved in all this stuff. Can you tell us, uh, Kyle Chisholm, Tyler Rattray, Josh Hill, what, anything new, anything you can tell us? or tell him, Why all, don't you tell them where well, Villapoto's going, bud? You know everything. Dude. As far as Villapoto goes, I would I would 
believe and suspect that he'll end up back at Cali. It's it's going to happen. I, I I pretty much figured it out. I've talked to. Yeah, I mean, I I've right. pretty much figured it out too. But I mean, until uh, until the ink is dry on papers, okay, you never know. Good point. But I would say yes. I, I would say I mean, I can't see. With everything that has been going on over the last few weeks, some of us know more than others on that, but um, I, I can't see any way that he's going to end up leaving the team. And, you know, I would suspect that he'll probably, you know, he'll probably be kind of Jeff Ward-esque, you know, and maybe having his whole career there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so yeah. what about your guys? Uh, Rattray, Chase? Yeah, my guys, my guys were, 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 talking to, uh, were talking to, you know, varying different teams, mm-hmm. and... Uh, Trying to see what's available. I mean, you know, and the, and the tough thing is, I mean, you gotta, you, know, you gotta look at all the teams that are available, what they have to offer as far as bikes and, um, you know, um, staff and testing and development and what they're going to be doing now as well as in the future, who their current sponsors are, what you're allowed to do and bring, and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So it's, um, it's, you know, it's kind of a, it's a bit of a chess match and. At the same time, you got to make sure that you grab a chair before the uh, music stops and there's no seats left. Yeah, Rattray, um, are you looking for a 450 Supercross ride? I know that's obviously what he wants, and, and but he hasn't done a whole lot in that class on on indoors. That's probably scaring some people away. But is that what you're talking to people about? Is uh, Tyler riding you, 450s indoors and out? You know, I don't. I and you see, you say, you see, yeah. What? What? Steve. What? Jeez, man, you're 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 in the industry. Like you write about this stuff. You have the uh, you, you have the availability to go grab stats as much as anybody. Yes, I do. If you if you go and take a look at all the supercrosses that Tyler has written, and you really take a look at them, see how many podiums he has, what he's done, and everything else, I think that your mind would be changed on whether or not he's actually a decent supercross rider. He is a decent I mean, supercross Wait, Steve, rider. who's leading the West Coast points when Tyler Rattray got hurt? I think he was. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, he had he had the red plate. I mean, he had a weird crash. I mean, Dean right. crashed on the same the same jump. Yeah, yeah, no. And, uh, you know, and he ended up breaking his neck, unfortunately. He set him out for the rest of the season. But, I mean, he has definitely come a long way in the last four years, for sure. Right. Um, could he ride the light spike again in Supercross? Yes. And then could he move up to ride 450s outdoors? Of course, because that's what he did this year. Is he scared to ride a 450 indoors now? There, no, I don't think so. And I, I think that he could do really well on it. I mean, you got to be a strong guy to, you know, to withstand the rigors of of that series. I mean, mm-hmm. I think even a lot of lights guys. Um, I think Dean, for example. I think Dean, you know, is going to have you know, is going to have a rude awakening because it's so. It's not the speed for him. He'll have plenty of speed and everything else. Right. It's that week in and week out grind of of flying, whether you're having to fly across the country or not, but just flying and riding and racing and not having a break. I think, what do we got next year? We got 13 or 14 of them in a row before you get a break. And so, I mean, it's tough on your body, whereas, you know, you ride light spike and you ride, you know, four, five, six, seven in a row and, you know, you're wound pretty tight, but then you got, you know, you got a month break or two month break before you do your last couple and then head in the outdoor. So it's a little bit different deal. And I think all the guys that jump in there for the first time, I think they'll all tell you that at the end of that first season, that it's a lot tougher than they expected, yep. and it just wears on your body quite a bit. So Steve thinks I think a guy like a guy like Tyler, being a strong, you know, he's a super physically strong and fit guy. You know, I think that he'll be able Next to withstand question. that that you know that mid series slump that a lot of guys fall themselves into because their bodies just start to break down. Hey, no. Steve, uh, yeah. Steve, Steve thinks Jimmy that Dean, yeah. Dean will be 
a top five guy week in and week out for the 450 series? Oh, I just said hovering around there, hovering on the top five. Yeah, I, I do. Well, you don't hover around 10th if you're going to be in the top five. I, I you're going to be top I mean, five. you know, we all we know there's going to be injuries and we know it's going to be gnarly. And I, 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 yeah, I think he's going to be right with Justin Barsha and right around there. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think Dean should. And I, I think that if, uh, if they, you know, if they get everything worked out and he's really comfortable on the bike and, and uh, it feels good with the team and everything else. I mean, yeah, I think he's got a you know he could surprise some people and he, you know, he could he could do some things like Trey did last year. You know, or to come in and, and get a podium, you know, and get a win. And you know, again, like I said earlier, I mean, at this level with these guys, it all boils down to to what's in you know, it's six inches, right? The six inches between ears. <laughs> yeah. And if uh, if you you got all that going the right way, I mean, the the talent level, you know, uh, at those kind of elite guys is all pretty close and it's just you know it's just what's between the ears on that uh on that saturday on that saturday night or saturday afternoon that gets the job done hey all i'm repeating all i'm saying is that team managers i speak to are wondering about tyler's 450 supercross skills now you're doing you obviously you're doing a great job and and saying oh yeah check these stats out jerk off manager guy and i and you know that's your job and that's a good 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 job for sure i'm just Sort of saying the, the the stigma that is out there is can he ride 450 Supercross 17 races and we know he's going to be in shape and we know he's going to work his balls off but you know um, I think a lot of people like Mitch makes such good bikes that people go oh, you know you look at that team and that bike of course he's going to do good you know it, it, it works both ways for you it does give you a jump and it does make you perform well but it's also people go what if he had a pro circuit bike he you know that just that's the the deal out well, there. we'll find out next year. Yeah, we certainly will. You'll what find a- out next year in the lights class when Steve's favorite lights rider is riding for Mitch. Who's and that? Davalos. Jesus. He has the bike. Don't get me started. He's had the bike. Don't get me started. I, honestly, he has, well, I mean, he has to have pictures of Mitch. I mean, for sure. Here, he here's what, here's what I say about Here's what I say about that. You know, I mean, uh, I'll kind of tie it into what's going on in the news right now with, with Lance Armstrong, right? So the whole, the whole performance-enhancing drug deal. That's like being on an SC bike or a pro circuit bike. Just because you have it doesn't mean you still don't have to do all the work. Yes, agreed. You still have to do all the work. You still have to twist the throttle. You still have to go over the track faster than everybody else. Just because you have the confidence in the machinery does not mean that it's going to get the job done for you. You still have to go and put in all the effort to get it done. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Um, Hey, I find um, we... You know, obviously, uh, we're, we run in different circles in the industry, but, you know, two, three years ago, times were tough, and there wasn't a lot of money out there, and riders are definitely not getting paid what they should and taking some rides for free and makes your job harder and all that. I find in this little Pulpamex show slash Pulpamex.com site slash my freelance work, I find the purse strings are loosening a bit. Uh, people are more willing to spend some money. They're coming out of the couple year drought that we were in do you find that with riders and teams are we getting better than what we were at i think it's getting uh moderately better i wouldn't say it's a drastically huge improvement but mm-hmm. yes i i would agree with you that yeah. uh you know the 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 vault that the money was was <laughs> kept in before right. if someone finally got a combination to it <laughs> And open it up a little bit, but it's you know it's certainly not like it was six or seven years ago. But uh, I mean, it's coming it's coming around. I mean, it's just like everything. I mean, look at you know our our economy still sucks. You know, the housing market's you know is still right. you know 
you know, fairly, you know, mm-hmm. fairly bad, you know, in a lot of places. I mean, yeah, it's it's getting better, but, you know, it's it's going to be like the rest of the country and the rest of the world for that matter. I mean, you know, racing is a global business, and, you know, as um, as a global business, you know, kind of global economy gets better, then, you know, mm-hmm. the, the racing will get better. I mean, it's, and you still find, I mean, I, I look at it too with a lot of European races that I look out for my guys, you know, that the money's starting to come back a little bit, but again, it's starting to come back for one or two guys, and then, you know, that next that next drop-off mm-hmm. is pretty similar to what we have in racing, right? So you have a few guys making a ton of money, and you have a few more guys making really good money, and then there's a big drop-off, and there's just kind of average. Right. And um, it's that middle part, you know, it, it's it's uh, it's everything. So, like, the elite people in this in this world make, you know, billions of dollars, yada, yada, yada. It's that middle class that... Um, that needs to be a little bit stronger in motocross for uh, for all the guys to be doing pretty well. But it's I think it's coming back around. I mean, give it you know, there's probably another what probably 2015 should be. I, sh- I think we will by 2015 we'll probably gain back 50 percent of what we lost. Well, if the lights guys are getting paid five or six hundred grand in 2015, I guess we're back. Because that's just ridiculous. No, it's not. Come on. Dude, they risk their lives as much as uh, anybody well, else. And they know. get the same amount of TV, and they get the same I, amount of TV time. And uh, right now, they're putting on a hell of a lot better shows than the 450 guys. Yeah, are. no, I'm just straight compar- up comparing about Supercross guys. You're right. No, they are. They are for sure. Uh, it is sad when a dude like uh, Bobby Canari just pulling a random guy out of my head, top of my head. Uh, guy like Bobby Canari is making no money and, and finishing, you know, tenth and twelfth, and the guy winning the race is making what six hundred times what what that guy is making. You know. Um, yeah, but yeah. but but I mean, I, I, again, I think it's wrong. I think if I think if you're making the names, and I'm not going to say that with the with the outdoors because I think I I still think 40 guys on the on the track is retarded um, because those guys are getting in the way and have uh, especially this year I think they've severely affected the races that have gone on. But um, you know, obviously, like the top 20 guys, the guys that are scoring points. All those guys should be making good money, and they're just not. Um, but the difference is between, you know, if you're going to use Canary, I guess I'll use them the same, is that a guy like that is only going to ever have a certain value. He's not a Dungey, a Reed, a, a Stewart, an RV, I mean, because he's not going to win. You know, and, and no discredit against him. He's a great rider, but he's not one of those super elite guys. And so for a company to pay him hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions, is is not going to happen because he's he's not going to compete for a championship. Winning a championship yeah, is hard. Winning a race is hard. But the guys that get paid that are because they have it in them that every weekend they're going to be fighting for wins, fighting for championships, fighting for podiums week in and week out. That's the problem in our industry is that we put too much emphasis on the winning part. If you look at NASCAR or IndyCar, and we're not on that level, but you know, there's plenty of guys that make really good money that have no chance of winning, at least in NASCAR anyways. And we, in our sport, if you don't win, you ain't shit. And it's with the, like that with everybody. And I wish it yeah, wasn't. Yeah, but you gotta, you gotta, but you, but you gotta think about this too. Is, is the fact that we're still paying to put, put to put motocross on TV, and those networks are paying a billion dollars a year right. to NASCAR yeah. for the for the rights to put it on TV. That's a big, that's a big, 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 huge gap for us to cover. If if someone was paying Davy Coombs and the whole group that's running, or Ally, whatever you want to call it, I mean, whoever the group that actually runs outdoor motocross, 
if if NBC was writing those guys a check for a hundred million dollars, you, you can you can bet your dollar that I'm going to be up in their ass getting them to pay these guys a shit ton of money. Right. Right. No, you're, you're right. No, because, you're right. Because then, because then the value's there, and that's how it is in NASCAR. I mean, if you if you want to look at IndyCar, I know IndyCar because I, I represent a guy in IndyCar, and I can tell you it's not what you think. Trust me, right. it is not what you guys. There are very few guys that actually are getting paid a salary. Now all the guys are making money because they're bringing money they're bringing, to the teams. Yep. You know, they're bringing eight million, nine million dollars in sponsorship money for a team, and so they're going to peel themselves off four or five hundred grand. But are the teams like going out and getting the sponsors and then, and then hiring the drivers and paying them? That's going on in very few in very few seats in that series. Interesting. Um, all right, mm-hmm. man. Well, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on and uh, yeah. and giving us uh, some knowledge and filling us with information and and yeah, good yeah, luck no on, the, on the bike ride. I guess we'll see it elsewhere though before then. So no, I'll see you this weekend. Oh, okay, sweet, Steel City, right on. See ya. Yeah, man. Um, all right, yeah. thanks, Jimmy Button, for coming on the Pulp and Mech Show. Later, be back. All right, see ya. All right, later, Kenny. See you guys. All right, everybody. That's uh, WMG agent Jimmy Button coming on. Thoughts on that, Kenny? Yeah. What? No, I don't have no thoughts on that. What's wrong with you tonight? You're very nothing. up and you're very up and down, up and down. Nothing. Angry. I, one minute. Button. Button knows his business, and that's what he he. That's what he's. That's what he does. Hey, pretty good show tonight. Not too great. I agree, Chris. <laughs> uh, it. Thanks everybody for uh, for listening again. We're we're gonna skip our second commercial break and go right into our next guest. We got a Nick Way to come up too. We got to talk to Nick. We got to talk to JT. Um, so we're we got a lot of guests. Tweet at tits. Voicemails. Maybe we'll skip the voicemails. I don't know. But right now, our next guest to talk about the uh, Kawasaki uh, contest. I think it's something to do with Thor too. Maybe not. Uh, Monster Tom. There McGovern. you go again. You don't even know what the hell you're talking What's about. What's up, Tom? <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Hey, you know what? It, it just because you can't read the press releases, it's fine. Talk about why you're on the show tonight. Talk about this cool contest. I saw a little bit of it where the riders are going to have their Twitter names on the back of their jerseys. Yeah, what we're doing is uh, it's actually called hashtag Social Cross. It, it's a combination for Monster Cowie, uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki, and Thor. Um, and we're putting it together just to kind of raise a, a, the social media awareness a little bit of our teams. So. Mm-hmm. The guys are going to run their Twitter names on the back of their jerseys. We're going to have a couple spots on the bike where we've added the Twitter names for the race teams, uh, like on the right. on the factory bike. It'll be right up where the Kawasaki is above the airbox at Steel City. It'll be at Kawasaki underscore racing there instead of just Kawasaki. Right. And uh, all during the week, we're giving away the the jerseys that the guys are going to wear this weekend. Mm-hmm. We're going to have them sign them, and then we're going to we're giving them away this week actually through contests. The first one was on uh, the Pro Circuit Twitter, uh, the Pro Circuit Corporate Twitter account. Tomorrow's will be on the at PC Race Team account. We're going to give away another jersey. I think it's Blake Baggett tomorrow that we're going to give away and uh, have have a good time with it. Uh, Try, like I said, raise awareness. Right. Well, you know the the Twitter thing is insane. Like I, I got an account, you know, two years ago, three years ago, and now when I go to my site stats at the end of the month or every couple of months. Twitter sends the second most people after Google to the site, to my Pulpamex site, and to the show. It's it's really getting uh, big. Twitter is 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 the new, geez, I don't know, I don't want to say the new Facebook or whatever, but it's it's taking over. No, and that, I mean that's something we even found uh, doing that uh, that infographic that we put out. I mean, we have the potential reach of just our three accounts, or I'm sorry, our five accounts. 
for just the corporates for Thor, Kawasaki, and Pro Circuit mm-hmm. is $30 million. The TV market for uh, for Pittsburgh, where we're racing for Steel City, is only $1 million. Yeah. So you're looking at 30 times. If we if we can get that message out through the social media, we're going to get it. Yeah. And, you know, and locally what we're doing is on Saturday, we're going to do, for the folks who follow the Kawasaki Racing, they're going to be able to do a rig tour. They just need to build, just keep checking their Twitter feed. We're going to say, hey, at this time, come to the truck, and we'll give anybody who's here a rig tour. Right. Off Pro Circuit, we're doing a, uh, a, a tweet and greet with Darren Durham, because Darren's going to be in town. So mm-hmm. as a local guy, we think he'll be kind of a favorite. So check out the at PC Race Team uh, Twitter feed for that. And then Thor is actually probably stepping up the biggest on this. They're giving away two VIP passes. Wow. So, so they're going to be hidden somewhere too. on that site. So if you follow the Thor MX official right. uh, Twitter feed, they're going to be giving clues on where to look for those passes so that you can go enjoy the Steel City race from nice comfort. You got some cold water, TV, probably a better seat than even Mathis has. Hey, do you guys ever have you guys ever done anything with your social media before before this with with Twitter or any awareness through your athletes or riders or through the team? Like you know, like for instance, do you guys put? your writer's Twitter name and Kawasaki Twitter, you know, deal on their poster or anything, or are you just doing this one time? We we actually have it in all our email media releases and, and, and releases out to the fans. We have uh, links to both Twitter, Facebook, and all that. Um, th- this is our first real concert, concerted effort to growing and, and seeing, okay, here's what we need to do to get it bigger and to keep going bigger. I mean, we see this as, yeah, this is a great, first step, but we want Feld or MX Sports to step up next year and say, hey, you know what, we're going to have a social cross event, and we want every team in the pits to do this. Right. Um, we, we think it's something that can grow that big. It's just, you know, it's kind of the, that, that's kind of the beauty of working for an agency. Yeah, you know, I work a lot out of the Kawasaki office, work with Monster a little bit, work with, you know, all the different next level accounts, whether it's doing these videos that we're doing, that the SX Ad videos, or we got a new, new Monster Series coming out here in a couple weeks mm-hmm. uh, to promote Monster Cup. You know, you have videos like that. It's just little things we can do to help grow the sport in general that's going to help each one of our clients grow. And, uh, of course, you know, at some point, somebody had to talk Somebody had to, had, to, had to talk with RV and be like, hey, can you just please not swear on your Twitter? <laughs> you know what? See, everybody and like because today, you know, you know, RaceRx put up a, a great Monday conversation, right. and uh, I, I start getting calls and hey, you know, do the guys get in trouble for that? And that's that's not what we want. They they don't get in trouble because if they're being honest, right? And swear words, swear words, probably not the best thing you can yeah, do. Yeah, you know, just you know, but, you and I know RV. We know just that's it. I'm just making it. You know, yeah. we know how he is. Yeah. But if you're being if you're being yourself and you're right. showing your personality, that's what we want because yeah. that's going to help every everything grow. That's yeah. No, <laughs> it's 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 definitely taken over. There's no doubt that Twitter is a huge thing. And like I started tweeting at the races maybe two years ago, and I was one of the only guys doing it, and it really helped grow Pulp MX and grow the Pulp MX show. And now I almost wish I didn't I didn't do a good job at it because it takes away from. I just want to hang out and watch the races, but the fans are like, there's so many people on Twitter that are like. Where's the updates? Where's the updates? Where are the updates? That it's like I said, it's the way the new the way that people are getting their information now more than ever. So we finally found something that'll make you work. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah that's is it. That, Twitter. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's it. Twitter. <laughs> um, so where again? So can you tell us where again people can? Uh, well, 
hit, hit this up? The one, the, the big ones to follow during the weekend, and actually on the weekend is obviously the the riders are going to be uh, tweeting stuff out as well. But if you uh, if you just search the hashtag of social cross or mm-hmm. and make sure you follow the the Kawasaki accounts, which are at Kawasaki underscore racing and at Kawasaki online or the Pro Circuit accounts, which are at Pro Circuit seventy eight mm-hmm. and uh, at PC Race Team. And then also the Thor account, which is at Thor MX Official. You're gonna you're gonna get everything, and, and we want everybody to be involved, engaged in this. You know, come right. come back with us today. Today we had a great question about how many, uh, you know, the Pro Circuit uh, corporate Twitter account. So we were like, in the last five years, how many overalls has Pro Circuit Pipes won at Steel City? Good question. And of ten possible overalls, they won eight of them. Jeez! So, wow. That's um, you know, that's pretty impressive for them. Right. Kind of shows off the brand a little bit and their success, but also, you know, the yeah, the yeah. Uh, young lady who won won a won a great Tyler Rattray signed jersey. So yeah, sweet. It's awesome. awesome, Kenny. Are you and Tom okay? Are you, are you guys okay? Yeah. Okay. Why? Well, I, I don't know why we wouldn't be. Well, I thought that before the show a couple of weeks ago there was. Seems like there's some anger. He's trying to. There. He's trying to. He's trying to dig <laughs> shit up as usual to be because he's. That's what he reports, and he's just always looking for something. I, I just feel like both of you have are good. Are good. Um, uh, what's the word? Tits. Assets no, to the world. Good, good spirited. Good. Good sports. Good sports. Good sports about this kind of stuff. That's all. Was, you know. No. Um, no, 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 he does. He does awesome at his job. Kenny's a great guy and. You know, he won the Innovator Award there in Supercross, and we're trying to win it in motocross by having events like this. Well, wow, wow, good, good point, Monster. Yeah, I like seriously. That. No, uh, no, he did. You know, we if, if everybody works as hard as he did, or as hard as you know we do on, on this stuff, then the sport's going to continue to grow, and we're going to get that billion dollar TV contract that Jimmy mentioned, and yeah, all of a sudden, you know, Phil Nicoletti's going to be thanking me for making a hundred grand a year, <laughs> Phil. Hey, when's RV? We all dream, right? When's RV signing his contract? When is that? When's that going down? Like he even fucking uh, knows. My my guess is when uh, they put the contract in front of him, he agrees to the terms, no, and thanks. he'll probably sign it. Thanks nice lot, answer. Hey, nice uh, answer. last question: Pulp Max fantasy football draft tomorrow. Are you ready to defend your number one play? <laughs> you can ask Weege. This morning I called Weege. I was like, uh, I haven't even looked at anything yet. Um, should, should I do something? <laughs> Uh, yeah. And he's like, no, I, don't, I wouldn't do anything. And I honestly haven't even, I haven't watched a preseason game yet. Right, so good. I'm going in blind. I'm going to go in with the same plan I had last year, drink a couple beers and, oh, and guess Jesus. right. All right, here we here we go with that. Did you take Terrell Owens in your fantasy team? I did. And he got cut. <laughs> yeah, well, see, that's, I, I was thinking of picking up uh, Vince Young. I hear he's going to have a good year this yeah, year. Yeah, exactly, huh? Hey, uh, Tom, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. I wish we had more time. We uh, we had a, a surprise call in from the uh, Chad Reed, so we're rushing things along a little yeah. bit. But thank you for the info, and uh, yeah, people no f- follow it. And everybody just search that hashtag social cross and, and use it in all your tweets, and and everybody will be happy. All right, man. Thanks. All right, good luck with all that, Tom. Thanks, thanks buddy. See ya. Thanks, guys. All right, Tom McGovern, everybody, Monster Tom, uh, Ivan Tedesco <laughs> Thor jersey. We're gonna give that away. Can you get our next guest on the line? Uh, Ivan Tedesco Thor jersey. Race worn, not signed, yep. but has dirt on it. Uh-huh. That's your guy, Ivan Tedesco. You love him. Always. He's your man forever and ever. We want to give it away, but we don't want to do the caller thing. We're going to do pulpamexshow at gmail.com. Right, Tits? Yeah. Pulpamexshow at gmail.com. Two or three trivia questions, Kenny, uh, about Ivan Tedesco. Make them hard, make them easy, whatever, whatever you want. And the first person to email pulpamexshow at gmail.com 
with the right answers wins a right off the Ivan Tedesco's back Thor jersey. And thanks to Fly Racing for being our sponsor and being super cool when I said, hey, we're going to give away a Thor jersey. And they were like, yeah, they don't care because they're cool. And this is what, this has the big number nine on it too. This doesn't have the single lowly number nine. This has the big one, although not as big as I would like it to be, like what you guys had. Hey. But Gussie. He did his best. He did his best. He did his best. And he's the one who said, Mathis, do you want to give his jersey away? That's it. Thank you. Two questions, Kenny. Two two or three questions for Ivan Tedesco trivia fans. Okay. But you, First, ha- you have to know the answer. Okay. Okay. First question. Yeah. What was Ivan Tedesco's first AMA number? National number. National number. Okay. Okay. I don't even know that. Okay. Yep. I didn't think you would. Yep. And? And? Oh, I think I know what it is. Yeah. The second? Second question for the Ivan Tedesco Thor jersey. What is the first race he ever won? What brand was he on? And year. where at? And year? And year. Year, brand, site of Ivan Tedesco's first outdoor supercross, whatever. Just first win. First win is professional. First win is professional. Uh, all right. Two questions, everybody. So Supercross. And the last one is, I'll make oh. it easy. What was I, What's Ivan Tedesco's brother's name? Okay. There we go. Tits. So you, you, you got all that? Free. First guy to get all three questions right gets a free Ivan Tedesco race-worn Thor jersey. Pulpamexshow at gmail.com. We're not even going to go to commercial. We're just going to bring our next guest right on. Bring him uh, right in. After the Ivan Tedesco trivia contest for the Thor jersey. Uh, Nick Way. Oh, hey, guys. What's, What's up? up, quick Nick? Dude, just hanging, you know, steady chilling. Just doing DMXS shows before I do pulp shows. That's all you're doing. You know, just keep my priorities straight. Just really trying to stay focused. You motherfucker. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, do you know the answers to those questions that Kenny asked? You do. Uh, yeah. um, I know the second two, obviously, but the uh, the first the first one, I'm pretty sure. Me too. I think I think the first national number. Yeah, one. yeah. I mean, because I think like that year there was like Dostal and and uh, Dostal and Travis Elliott and Ivan were all like numbers in a row, right? No. Watson? No. Wrong. No. No. Wrong. Those and and Wrong. the bonus question. They were the all. I shouldn't say that, Nick. They were all close, but that wasn't his first AMA year with his first with I, the. With his first number. Oh, okay. So you're talking about like when he raced like Broom Tioga on like a Yamaha and dislocated oh, his hip or whatever. I said happened. national number, Kenny. No, I said AMA number. I didn't say national and number. And then I said national number and you went, yep. I said AMA number. Oh, so I, we're talking like, I, I can know. Yeah, that's yeah, both yeah. correct. Yeah. You said AMA number, you said national number, so. I was trying to clarify that. Right. Yeah, because people, you're talking what's two digit, right? No, I'm no, talking. Kenny's talking I'm, three. I'm talking three. His first AMA number. Uh, I didn't say national number. I said number. So that, can I can I get it? Can I can I throw a guess out? Yeah, but don't, Kenny. You'll say yes or no. You know. Yeah, go ahead, Nick. Well, because like, who was uh? Because it wasn't. Dawson was seven one seven, right? Elliot was seven one six. Yep. That, is that true? Yep. No, 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 no. Was Geo seven one five? Ivan was seven one six. Geo is one. Okay, so you just gave the answer away. No, but that's not right. Huh? I'm confused. That's That's not not right. First number? No, he rode the year before he was on Plano Honda for three races, and he had an AMA number. Yeah, like when he rode by himself, like out of his whatever on a Yamaha or something, whatever it was. Yep, him and Ronnie. This this, 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 This is great. This is falling apart. No one's gonna get this now. Anyways, whatever. Send something in. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know that one. Um, 
Kenny. I part. remember you heard him talk about Binghamton, though. Right? Yeah, then he wrote he wrote Binghamton. No, he wrote Millville, Binghamton, and Steel City. Those were the last. He wrote three of them. That's when Kenny didn't know him, though. That's when I first met him, and I pulled up, and he opened up this trailer, and beer cans fell out. And he Bo- was like 18. Bonus question, if you can guess the number of cc's Deegan's cylinder was in 97. <laughs> he knows that. He knows that. Bonus question on that. Nick knows that. Well, that was one of the highlights, I think, of this show. <laughs> uh, Nick, what what is going I was uh, – I saw your crash the other day. I was watching Millville, um, studying it, studying the tape, and um, – your crash. How's it going? Talk about the recovery. What's going on with you and and all that? Uh, kind of just been hanging. I mean, uh, really, I'm like last couple weeks have been feeling pretty good. I mean, at first it was super slow going. Like, you know, it was hard to get up or sleep or do anything too much. You know, I was pretty uncomfortable. But mm-hmm. the last last few weeks have been getting around pretty good and kind of like going for walks. And I was told I could lift like. 15 pounds, so I'm just maxing out some curls and some 8-pounders one at a time. Nice, nice. You know, just hanging. Right. Um, that kind of a gnarly injury, uh, what, when do you think you get back on a bike? Is that way too far away? Do we have any idea? Well, the other day I was told by the doctor, like, the first time I should think about doing something like that would be, like, six months out. So that would be, like, middle of January or something like that. Yeah, you'll beat that. You're Nick Way. So I'm just... <laughs> I'm just hanging. I mean, right. I was. I would like to race again. I mean, I, there's nothing to say, like for sure that you know I'm gonna like heal 100 percent and everything will be fine. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, from what I'm told, that that's the case. But right. you know, you never know. You never know with something like that. I mean, obviously, I'm super thankful for you know, yeah, getting out as easy as I did with having such a serious injury. And uh, there, there's no. no but uh, yeah, I mean, I've had I've had crashes like in the past where I've hit my head or something, and like yeah. I've had lingering effects that are, like, much worse than how far out than I am now when I've had such a bad injury. So, you know, honestly, I'm, you know, it's been nice hanging with the family and, and kind of chilling. Um, there's no way you're going out like that. I, don't, I, I will come to your house, beat you down. You're not going out on an injury. You, you, you know, you got to get back to the track. There's no way. Yeah, I mean, you know who you're talking to. Come on. Yeah, that's what I'm oh, saying. I, I, I climbed up onto my bike and was sitting on the other day for a while. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. all packed in the corner. <laughs> Um, you know, maybe, maybe at that point, you know, maybe Watson will need a fill in and you can jump right in over there. Just saying. Kenny. Uh, yeah, just saying. Just saying, Kenny. Um, just saying. Hey, so what do you remember from your crash or did you hit your head or like, all we saw was on TV was the ending part of it. And I didn't speak to anybody who actually saw it. Was it just a swap in the sand whoops and, and that was it? Or what do you remember what you, what you did wrong or what you hit? Oh, no, I know exactly what happened. Okay. There was absolutely no side to side. <laughs> Nothing you could say was a swap. Okay, just right over the bars. It was front to back, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, because uh, it had rained overnight and then practice was a little wet, but nothing too bad. And mm-hmm. then before the motos, I, I guess they decided to take the dozer around the track and just flatten her down. Mm-hmm. So really, like the you know, I got a physical, I got a bad start, and was I knew that if I was going to do something that day, I was going to have to do something to sand whoop. So yeah, probably had it was like maybe the third lap or something. And I probably had passed like literally like maybe five guys each lap so far on the sand whoops. Yeah, yeah. But because I, I just I knew that like that was where the only place you could really make time. So I was like really pushing mm-hmm. and. Uh, like as it kind of gets down there by the trees, it bends left a little bit. Yep. And in between the whoops were were pretty soft, like from from 
where the where it had been wet, and I was like kind of coming into the whoops from the outside and getting like more speed than most guys. Everyone was going inside, so right. I was kind of getting on top of them, like the old school type. Yeah, because you they're know? pussies. Those and, guys were pussies, and you weren't. And, you know, and then there was like I saw it. There was like a kicker, you know, like mm-hmm. like it kind of had like a formed up kicker, and so I I'd let off a little bit before it, and I was and it kind of like you know set my wheel in it, like. I was just expecting, all right, my like my drive going forward done, and I I expected like my bike to just pop up because it was like basically hitting a kicker, and I was gonna just like catch air off the next one. I would double slowly, you know, right. slow me way down. But I don't know if I was going a lot faster than what I thought, or I hit it closer to the top than what I thought, because mm-hmm. I was expecting like nothing to happen. And then next thing you know, I don't know if my foot pegs hit or something, or like maybe my back wheel got into the hole and my foot pegs hit. Yep. But I went over the bars, like, quick. And usually in those, like, you know, you kind of hit the ground once and that's it. But I remember hitting the ground twice hard. Jeez. And then I was, yeah. then I was, then I was honestly beside the track. And I, <laughs> I honestly thought I was closer towards the start of the whoops than what I was because I saw it on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, that was about it. Instantly, instantly in pain? Like, like you were like, oh, I'm out. I'm done. Well... I was laying, I was like laying there and I was on my hip that I dislocated and like, I wasn't like trying to move. I was, I didn't move at all, but I could tell right away that like something was wrong in my leg. Okay. Cause yeah. like my, all the way to my foot, my whole leg was like, like asleep. Like it was numb. Yeah. Like yeah. Kind of like that stabbing pain everywhere. Right. But I mean, it wasn't like unbearable. And then, uh. I guess Doc Bodner asked me, like, what I thought was wrong. I'm like, I don't know, something maybe at the end of my, like, my something in my hip or, like, the end of my femur or something, something's up up there. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't know they, what they were doing, but I just hung out beside the track for quite some time. Right. And uh, when they put me, like, tried to put me on the board, like, I think they tried to, like, land me straight, and then that's when it just was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I was, that hurt, yeah. yeah. Like, just, like, I could, after I was, like, from where I crashed, and I ended up laying on my leg where my hip wasn't so bad. From then on, they tried to put me on the back when I was just struggling. Right. So it was like almost like maybe, I think like by the time I got to the hospital from when I had crashed, it was like maybe two hours. So I, my hip had been out, and it was like after oh. I, they got me on my, the back when I was too hurting. Uh, I, uh, I never knew anything else was wrong, honestly. Yeah. I just thought my hip was dislocated. Right. I've been living with guilt ever since your accident, by the way. I've been living with guilt because I knew you crashed hard, but I didn't really know what was going on. And I didn't get an answer from anybody, Alan or Big Nasty or yourself. And I got to Minneapolis. You know, I was flying out the next morning out of Minneapolis. I got to Minneapolis, and I, Big Nasty's like, oh, no, he's jacked up. He's going to be staying here for a while. And I was like, should I go to the Mayo Clinic right now, like turn around and drive to the Mayo Clinic? Miss my flight and go see this guy. I was like, ah, fuck it. I want to get my flight home. Yeah, that so, just shows you how good a friend of you are. I've, I've been living with guilt. I didn't know how serious uh, it was. I'm good. I'm, I'm good, bro. You, you know that I got my crew. I know, but I f- still you, felt like, like I should. You wouldn't have let me hang if I would have been there solo, though, right? No. No, not at all. Yeah, 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 yeah you're all right. Like, out, bro. I'm, I got miles. I got to upgrade it. Uh, I got to upgrade. I got the upgrade. I'm just saying, like. I got a Wi-Fi gift card. <laughs> I just feel like I should have. Yeah, Wi-Fi gift card, F way. It's two hours to Rochester, and then uh, who knows if I can go see you that night because it's the mail. Cl- I and mean, there's a, I had to eat, like I was hungry. 
I feel bad though. I do feel guilty. Um, I told Nasty that on text message, but he seemed to take it all right too. I just want you to know that. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I didn't go see you, but I am living with the guilt every day. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you, your wife Nicole, you just had another baby, uh, and actually we got the card today in the mail. Pookie loved it. Yeah, dude, dude dude's cool, man. Um, did you get? Where were you? Were oh, you congratulations! St- see, you too, Watson. How's it been? Ah, jeez. Yeah, it's there we go, baby. She, she, uh, Steve, he doesn't understand it. It's amazing, man. Thank you. It's yeah, more you got than a little I, girl, right? Yeah, more than I can even, you know, tell. I mean, people that don't, never been there, you got to experience. It's the most amazing thing ever. Oh, yeah, yeah. come on! I'm kidding. I'm joking. But yeah. did you get to see the baby's birth? Were, were, I forgot the chronological events. Were you still in Mayo Clinic? Because it was real close, right? Well, I stayed like it's funny because I, I stayed at the I was at the hospital for like a week, and I think they like they knew my situation, like how I wanted to get home and whatever. So I think they maybe let me go like a little early. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Dude struggling on the flight home, and then yeah, like I made it back, and then uh, um, yeah, he was born like I think I got home on like maybe the the next Saturday or Sunday, so like you know either seven or eight days after the Millville right. crash, and then he right. was. He was born the next Wednesday, so oh, okay. So cool. yeah, I was oh, able to. I, I was able to uh, hang out at home a couple of days, and then then I was uh, walking around the hospital and whatnot, trying to <laughs> trying to supervise. <laughs> the staff was, is like, uh, "What's wrong?" Was a struggle. Which was a severe struggle. The staff didn't know whether to look after your wife or you. Like, who needs more help? They're like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." They're like, "Dad, would you like to cut the umbilical cord?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And they're like holding the new baby, and I'm like, "It takes like 15 minutes to stand up." <laughs> <laughs> We <laughs> waddle over there. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I'm glad that we, you know. I'm glad that you um, you forgive me for this for that. Um, hey, what about what about your thoughts for the Nationals? Let's get going on that a little bit. Um, Two fifty class. What do you think, Tomac? Right now, it looks to be the hottest guy, but Baggett's got a nice points lead. Um, what's your thoughts on that class? And it's been crazy all year, huh? Yeah, I mean, I think. Uh... Shit. I think those guys are going to have a hard time catching back unless he has a big mistake, really. Right. And then if if he has, if he has a like a mistake to where they're close, it's over. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, but I, I I think I think he'll I think he'll end up pulling it out though. Um, what about what about uh, the Motocross Nations team? What's your thoughts on that? You happy with that? I think that's a good team. Yeah, no, I think it's fine. Um, what about Brock Tickle going to Kenny's team? How do you feel about that? Is that, is that what he's doing? Nah, he's not okay. saying it. Uh, I don't know. That's what Steve says. Steve knows everything. He told me last week on the show. I know everything. Before Tickle came on the show that Brock was going to Langston Racing from some good no. sources. I, no, from some good sources, you said he was right. I heard that. Kate. I said I heard yeah, that. Yeah, you, you did hear that. I, I didn't and I know was... everything about, you know, it's my job to know everything. And uh, now now all of a sudden he, he knows Tickles. Right ah, you know, things change. It's a fluid situation, yeah, Kenny. Tickles. It's a fluid Nothing's situation. Nothing's done, Hey, buddy. Nothing's done, by the way. What about – okay, never mind. I'm not going to ask the next question. Kenny, I'll get mad. Never mind. I just – you know, we have Nick on, and we have a, a pro rider who can give us some really good insight to different things. That's all. Well, if you're trying to bash someone, don't say nothing. I'm not trying to bash anybody. Okay, I'm glad that you think before you talk now, <laughs> before you speak, because you're right. going to open your mouth and shit's going to come out of your mouth. Right. And you're better off just keeping your mouth shut just, and not just, saying anything about it. Right. Okay. Okay, perfect. All right. Hey, are you going to make it? Hey, to- you, know where, you know where I'm going this weekend, actually? Canada? 
to the to the place where two fifty on a two fifty landed on the uh, eighty. Oh shit! You're going to Baja Acres. Yeah. Why are the you the place go- where Mathis took a dude to the helicopter on an eighty, and he was wondering why nobody had any sympathy for him? Hey, he shouldn't have been on the track. That guy shouldn't have been on the track. It was big bike <laughs> practice only. Big bike practice only. Uh are you in Michigan right now or Cali? No, no, I'm in California right now. Oh, well, you're but up. I got a. Uh, yeah, oh. I'm going to. Baja I'm going Acres. to Baja Acres has like a, it's pretty it's a pretty big event now. Like they've been asking me to come out for the last few years, and they have an event called the Baja Brawl and. They have a bunch of pretty good sponsors that, that kind of get behind that. It's like a shoot that practice Friday, racing Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It's like a three-moto format. They have the whole, like, uh-huh. stock and modified classes, et cetera. And uh, so I'm going back there to kind of hang out with the, the local folks and kind of show my support. And then uh, Mafia Moto Crew is going to have a booth up and, you know, kind of have a bunch of yeah, bunch yeah. of that apparel for bunch of the apparel and stuff for sale. And then Sweet. Hey, why don't you, when you go out there, why don't you go by and say hi to Brian Swink? Yeah, yeah, I was going to try to hit him up if he'd want to come hang one of the days. Yeah, you should, dude. We had him on our show uh, three weeks ago, the 100 show we had, Great Western Bank Team. Um, Swinkster called in. Yeah, you should hit up Swinkster, dude. I'm sure he'd love to hear from all his friends right about now. Just give him a call and say, hey, what up, Swinkster? Um, are you going to go to Elsinore? you going to be able to make it? Yeah, I'm going to try to I'm gonna try to go out to Elsinore, too. Yeah. My little boy, for sure, he'd love to go out there. Right. But uh, yeah, so I'm excited about going to Baja this weekend. Actually, the mo- the I got a pint sized posse payback. I'm doing the, the winner of ten of the fifty, sixty, and uh, eighty in super mini classes. Pint sized so, like, posse eat- payback. Yep, pint sized posse payback. Hundred bucks to the uh, <laughs> ten of the class winners. Really? How are you gonna do that? They can't oh, be. Yeah. They won't be amateurs no more. Yeah, they're getting a motorsport.com gift card. Booyah! Oh, good comeback. Wow. Um, we got a we got a call for you, uh, Nick Way. It's uh, Benny. Benny, what's up, man? What's up, Tricky? How's it going, buddy? What's happening? Nothing much. I actually called in, oh, maybe a year ago or so when you're on, and I I shared a story with you about how I went to the Vegas pit. I was going to trade you my Nixon watch for a jersey, and then you said, "Hey, just give give your info to Mathis, and I'll send you a jersey." Oh, now yeah. I did it, and sure I never got I'm it. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure I'm uh, haven't followed through yet. <laughs> I've been busy, man. Yeah, no, I know you've been busy. Maybe I can get it to Mathis and he'll hook you up. Hey, sounds good to me. I'm a big fan, so I'd love to have one and hang it up in the basement. Wouldn't oh, we all? Sick. I mean, I I I I got one hanging up right now on the wall. Nick Way signed jersey. Yeah, I just finished the basement. I want to put some wallpaper up, and that's the first thing that's going to go up once I get it. I got some fairy jerseys if you need them. I got you know half a dozen, dozen. Fairy <laughs> jerseys. Yeah, I'll stick with the way. <laughs> Big mistake, buddy. Big mistake. <laughs> you heard that? You heard that? Hey, well, huh? I got a question, Tricky. When you, like, you know, if everything goes as planned, you know, over the next six months or whatever you said, I mean, what would you like to, I mean, do you have anything from your previous team that you can go back there or, you know, what's on the tables? Yeah, I'm not sure, if, like, what's going on right now exactly. Like I said, I've just kind of been focusing on, like, trying to, to get better. And, you know, I don't, like, have a ton of motivation to just be out there and just to be out there. So, um, you know, I want to race some more, for sure. Uh, ideally, i like to race Supercross, but obviously that's not in the cards for next year. But So this uh, next season, I'd like to, if I could start, start riding in the middle of January, that would give me plenty of time to be ready for the Nationals. and. 
figure it once I, uh, some of this other stuff happens and, you know, I've had some, you know, great support behind me over the years for, you know, from a bunch of sponsors and try to put something together for, for the outdoors for next year and, and, uh, go get back out there and see what I can do. Cool. Well, seriously, best of luck, Trick. Yeah, you know, best of luck with your recovery. I hope you do well and hope you uh, get back out there and can see you again. And Mathis, I'll send you my info. So if you can hook a brother up, that'd be sweet. What am I going to do? I'm going to forward to Nick? Or I'm going to send you a jersey from Nick? I'm going to get a jersey from Nick? Is that? I don't, you're you're going to send him the one. Nick said send him the one you have. No, that's signed to me. Yeah, send it's... him the one that's framed on your wall. No, that one <laughs> says to Steve. So This no guy's way. name's Steve, too. No, it's Benny. Oh, <laughs> damn it. I tried, Benny. Kenny, do you have any uh, handy jerseys laying around that you can give him? He didn't ask for one. If, if you want one, I'd probably get him one. I'm just saying. There yeah. you go, digging again. I'm not digging. <laughs> we got your back. Oh, wh- who is he? Whose jerseys was he talking about? Josh Hansen. He's just trying to dig. He's just always trying to talk shit. I'm not trying to talk shit. I'm just making a little joke. Ha ha. That's all. Well, I'm not laughing, Steve. You're not. You're <laughs> not. You're right. You're not laughing. It's not funny, Benny. Um. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> like, like Benny made the joke. <laughs> I know. I'm trying Why do you got to bring Benny in? I'm trying He's to turn the caller. tables on Benny. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dick, dude. All right, Benny. Thanks. Okay, see you later. See ya. Yeah. Later, buddy. Uh, Benny was Benny had no clue. You just called him a dick. I don't know. Hey, thanks. Nick. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for the update. Um, uh, appreciate it, man. Hey, Nick. Call up. Hit up Swingster for sure when you're at home, dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I was. Uh, they were talking about like. All season, they they wanted to like Baja uh, wanted to be the official home of the Michigan chapter of the mafia, right? Mm-hmm. And they wanted to put together like a presentation where Swingster maybe handed me over the Tommy gun or something. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm feeling the Swingster." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus! Oh, awesome. awesome. All right. Well, hey, dude, you guys' guy right classic commentary from the race that watching in Deegan one is classic, dude. Oh yeah, you've been watching those. You've been, you texted me. Dude, I got nothing to do. I, I can't sleep because I haven't been exercising or nothing. So I clearly have like tons of energy. Right. Who knew that I get that exercise? I don't. I don't think that race that Kenny and I did. I don't remember ever talking about the race itself. Watson would see someone on the screen and make fun of him and tell a funny story about whoever was on the screen. Yeah, the, my favorite part of that was that one. Was, Kept saying, "Look at me in the." I keep telling Davy Coombe, "Why are you interviewing Lamont? <laughs> he ain't gonna win. <laughs> We're gonna win." Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, well, hey, well, I, then like I watched the one with Stevenson too, and I love it when you ask these dudes like what they made and stuff, and they're like, "Oh yeah, dude, that's killing it. I made like seventy five hundred on salary, dude. I just on all freaking the Corvette." How about, how about when Danny said? If I won everything I did that year, but I but I was living in today's age, I would have won one point five million. <laughs> he already he already worked it out, which is very depressing. Yeah. He already had it all worked out. But we, um, I might come down to Cali um to do some of these. So we'll I'll hook you up because you have got nothing but time to do one. We'll do ninety nine Millville or uh, I don't know. We could do. Um, I don't want to see you, Mathis. Okay. All right. Well, we can do it over the phone then, or something. You couldn't. You couldn't come hang out at the house or whatever, right, Watson? Tell him. Totally. I couldn't come. What? You, your flight home because your fate, you had an upgrade was more yeah, important than your friend laid up in the hospital. Listen, a freaking. Wild I don't even know why you even left that town without even checking on your card. You sell out, bitch. I didn't know it was that serious. And like, look, part of therapy is talking about it. You know. <laughs> I'm gonna videotape my dad because he's been telling it. Because like. Because obviously, like, I'm like, in, from the ambulance and the hospital, I was just getting ruthless on dudes. Like, 
because I don't know. I was obviously drugged out, so I'm just telling people how it is. <laughs> <laughs> I guess my, like, the, the catheter thing, I don't remember any of this. My brother's here right now. Yeah. He's telling me that my dad's been telling everyone that, like, I just have my, I just had my, di- I'd had my dick out, and I'm just telling everyone it's like pissing razor blades. Get this thing. <laughs> 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 I'd be like, no, nah, no, nah, dude, go get, get the nurse. It's like pissing razor blades. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, There's yeah, like buddy. People whatever. in the room and like somebody doing something to me or whatever, and yeah, I'm just. Yeah. And like nurses would come in and in the same page, and they'd be like, "I don't know, I got to talk to somebody else." <laughs> and my dad was like, I, "Obviously, my dad was embarrassed by me because he just was like cracks up super hard when he tells everybody the story." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> clearly, good times. Um, yeah. All right, buddy, thanks for coming on. All right, later, Appreci- guys. Appreciate it. See you, Nick. Later, Nick. Get better soon, bud. Yep. Bye. Get better. Nick Way, everybody. Uh, Ty Lube, uh, Kawasaki's Nick Way. Good guy. Hopefully he comes back. He, 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 he's got a race again. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Every time we have a guest, you always say, great guy, good guy. When are you going to get off the thing? Dick. Bad guy. Well, if you notice, I say great guy and good guy. Little differences. Some people are just good. Some people are great. I, for one, am great. Maybe you should go and say an okay guy right here. Do you have any answers to that Tedesco trivia question? We got a lot of them, but I don't know if yeah. any of them are correct. <laughs> we don't. We yeah. don't know. In typical Pulpomex show fashion, we cannot give away fucking anything without a something yeah. falling apart. Hey, did you say his uh, his first motocross win or just? His Where are you first? going? I said his super first. Super Where are you going? Supercross win. Well, just can you tell me that Wait and not put the commercial. headphones like that? We're going to commercial right away. Let's do a commercial. We're going to do a commercial. Come back with BTO Sports. Tweet at tits. JT Money's going to come back on, or come back on, come on at all. I got X-Brand Goggle Tariff segment. We have voicemails. We got a lot of shit still. We're going late tonight. Uh, wasn't planned, but thanks, everybody, for listening. BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing, Tech One Designs, Tech One uh, Graphic Kit Contest. How's that going? Already tons of entries? Nothing. But I can tell it's there's going to be a lot. And it's going to be a great contest. <laughs> Free gun underwear, <laughs> Rockford, Fosgate, and Race Tech. Race Tech is doing some really cool <laughs> suspension seminars. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. See you in a little bit. This is Georgia oh, Lindsay, good. presenter of the Motocross Grand Prix, and you're listening to the Pulpomex Show with Mathis and Watson. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com, featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, STEVE, S-T-E-V-E, and any order over 100 bucks gets a math-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back. 
with the new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new Pro Launch device makes getting whole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal, featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three easy build. Skid plates, hour meters, throttle tubes, radiator braces, and more. Works Connection is the company that is killing it in Northern California and proud to be a sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. As a matter of fact, enter Pulp MX on checkout and save 20% off your order. Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dionese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at AGV.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins, more fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation in American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything, from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design experience and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing continues to push through the boundaries of innovation and technology, function and fit. Worn by factory motocross pros Andrew Short and Trey Kennard, as well as off-road pros Stuart Baylor and Team JCR Honda, Fly Racing designs products for the serious rider and racer. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 
15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top writers like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out the xbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, number 20 on the Geico Honda, and I wear free gun underwear. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and ex-game star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun. Get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bell Ray Racing Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore and more depend on Racetech. So should you.
Yeah. Welcome back. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Iron Maiden coming at you. Uh, not my choice of music, but Kenny gets to pick one song. I used to pick both songs, and I'm 90% of the show, but in an effort to give away and to show I have an open heart, I let Kenny pick one song, and I pick one song, and we share. And so Kenny picked Iron Maiden. I'm not really happy about that, but what are you going to do? Hey, uh, still still bringing in the guests tonight. We got uh, – don't forget the Tech One Designs contest. We're pumped about that. The uh, Ivan Tedesco jersey. Tits, we have a winner for that. Tits, please do not socialize. Just get them on. Thank you. No. Hey, what's up, bro? This is Tits. None of that. Just bring them on. Bring them on. We're running late. We got to go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What were you asking him? Nothing. I wasn't asking him anything. JT. Don't yell at Tits. Yeah. I, we need you on. We don't need fucking social time with Tits Legendary. Me and, me and Tits were having a private conversation. Ooh, Do you want your own it. show, Tits? Do you want your own show? Do you <laughs> yeah. feel like you've surpassed a... I could probably get at least five to ten listeners. Hey, Kenny, we should give this guy a show. You listened to his... Remember when he hosted the, uh, the Super Fan Roundtable show? Terrible. But yeah, but wouldn't it be good if we gave him one and we watched, we just listened and watched him bomb? <laughs> no, it wouldn't be good. You want one, Tits? Do you no, want a show on your own? I don't. Quit talking to the fucking guests. Okay? Just answer the calls. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, JT. What's up? Thanks, buddy. I know I'm putting you off and putting you off. It's midnight in Florida. I like the effort. It's good. Yep, it's all right. Uh, well, how it goes. Uh, I suggested to Chad Reed that perhaps with your your short stature, plus he's heavier than you, that you could maybe have something for him in the go-karts. And he was saying, I'm sure he swiftly shut you down. He did. He, he sa- said talent. He said you got to have talent. So, um, eh, whatever. We'll see. <laughs> I can see JT we'll see. tomorrow going to a go kart track and just going and just driving, <laughs> yeah. and showing up. Seriously, driving. the whole thing with go karts. I mean, JT's got. He's a professional racer. He's got high hand eye coordination. He's he's fit. He can race. He can drive. It's it's horsepower and weight. And JT. It's a cart better than Chad Reed. So you're telling me that you're a, a shifter cart expert now. <laughs> I know everything. Here we go. I'm just saying. Uh, JT, I think you can do it. I think you can get close to him or bet him, beat him. Yeah, he's probably pretty good at it. Um, but I, there's no way I'd ever admit that he's better at anything. So <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah. How was Bahamas, bro? Uh, we didn't end up going because of that hurricane. We just went uh, – we went – out in Miami, like we went to get lobster in Miami, and then we went to the Keys for a couple of days. But we had to even we had to leave there early too, just because of the weather. It's terrible. Hey, can you can you drive all the way through the Keys, all the way to the very tip, the the southernest tip? Yeah, I was just there. Okay, I didn't know if you if you could get all the way or not. I I'm not familiar. Yeah, you can. You okay. can go to uh, like there's actually like a sign on the beach that says like southernmost point, whatever. Right. How far is Cuba yep. from there? 90 miles. Oh, that's that's famous. Yeah, the 90 mile thing. Uh, yeah. 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 All right. I want to go to Keys one day, one of these days. Uh, Pretty nice. Yeah. US, US is a good time. Yeah, is it just a bunch Kinda of like hippie, yeah, like who, a lot of uh, gay, lesbian, hippie crowd, but it's still fun. You'd fit right there. in, Steve. Oh, thanks, Kenny. What's hippie, that? Hippie, lesbian. <laughs> Steve would fit right in there. Yeah. Hippie, lesbian, <laughs> right up my alley. Uh, He's already got the look. <laughs> thank you. 
Uh, Pookie and I are going away to San Francisco on a weekend getaway for lovers. Oh, uh, same thing. Coming up. Uh, <laughs> hey, you think you guys are going to do it when you're in San Francisco? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Talk about that. Kenny it's only, there's only man on man and girl on girl in San Francisco. You're actually yeah. not allowed to have heterosexual. <laughs> there. Well, maybe maybe Pookie can bring in a lover and Steve can watch. <laughs> I'll be like that Saturday Night Live skit with Will Ferrell talking about. I missed that one. Oh, never mind. In the hot tub. Uh, yeah, in the hot tub. Just answer the calls. Okay? <laughs> Sorry. Um, all right, let's do the tweet at tit segment. We uh, we've had a, a jam packed show. James Stewart, Chad Reed, Jimmy Button, Monster Tom, Nick Way. A lot of heavy hitters. Pretty good show. Yeah, and Jason Thomas, of course. Um, let's do this. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from ptosports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. All right, these are actual questions from actual listeners. Uh, Tits calls through all of the best ones, uh, mm-hmm. takes them out, and answers the worst <laughs> ones. Um, and, and these are questions from... Are we boring you? Wow. <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Tweeted tits, dude. It's pretty. It's a yawner. Let's go, uh, JT. You, brutal. JT, we can get we can get some of these some of these answers. What would you. Howard do, tits? All right, uh, Callie. I think that's how you pronounce it. Callie Larson wants to know if you, Steve. Hey, where's Callie from? I'm, New York. No. I think. Are you sure it's I, not I uh, Bucky Swe- Larson? I think he's Swedish. Bucky Larson, the porn star. Uh, yes, I'm pretty sure. You ever see that movie? Anybody see that movie? No one. The porn star? The Bucky Larson. It was a. It was a mainstream comedy. It was voted the worst David, movie. David Spade. No, not David Spade. Mark the other Wahlberg? guy from Saturday Night Live. Um, no, it, it was in there. Eddie Murphy. Kevin yeah. Nealon. That's how bad it was. Nobody knows who was in there. The guy from Saturday Night Live, though. There's lots of guys oh, from Saturday yeah, Night Live. That is David Spade. I'm. It wasn't David Spade. One. It was. It was the guy from Horrible Bosses. That's. The, it says on the box right there. The guy from Saturday Night Live. All right, let's go. What's on the, the video box. Yeah. No. Yes, I think it was Sudeikis. I don't know. What All right. That is. What I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> All right. JT's on it. He is. Steve and Kent, what? do you guys see yourselves working in the moto industry until you retire? <laughs> I fucking hope not. <laughs> what else are they going to do? Well, yeah. Who else is going to hire you? Fill out a job application. No, I don't because Who? we're going to be we're going to be freaking have a we're going to be radio and TV stars. Who would employ Watson? <laughs> like in a normal. What else do you guys qualify for? That's what I want to know. In right. a normal, I could do anything. I'm a top-notch journalist, but Kenny, <laughs> who's going to employ Kenny in any sort of you know like, like, like job where you have to deal with the public? I mean, basically, basically, we're all the only thing we're us three are qualified for is to do something with racing. Steve, laugh, laugh, opinion. laugh as you want, but I have this award. It's called innovating, dude. Innovating. And, and you know what, dude? <laughs> I have. I, and there's guys that You're call right. me that would blow your wigs back and ask me how we do it. So uh, I can be a you consultant. Go, you go apply for a home loan, and when they ask your occupation, you tell them innovator. <laughs> of the, no, inter, innov, of yes. the year. Just one year. Oh, good. Well, yeah. So fuck off, dude. I can do whatever I want. I, you know what? Honestly. Dude, Obama hey. told me that if I put my mind to it, I could do yes, whatever I want because I live the American dream, bro. Yes, 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 All you got to do is hope, bro. Uh, yeah, I got hope. Yeah, exactly. Uh, here's I thought about getting out of the moto industry. Are you going to write for Sports Illustrated or something? No, this was, Sports before, Center. This was when I was uh, – after I left Yamaha, I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I live in Vegas, and 
I need money to live and to afford my. I'm like, I'm like, I gotta go get a real job, I think, or something. And then I was like, why would I do that? And I started doing the media stuff more and more, and you know, being more aggressive with that. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else we could do. I mean, I, I've been doing it since '96. Kenny, you've been doing it since '92. Why would you turn around and just give all that knowledge, quote unquote, knowledge away? Well, what would you do? Like, what would you do if you could not work? I, I don't know. Uh, clearly, judging by the race wins, I'm skilled with my hands. So maybe I'd be a mechanic of some sort? So you just work down at Bob's fucking automotive, fixing fucking fan I don't belts know. and I don't fixing know. air conditioners? I'm pretty good at laying pipe, huh, Pook? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I can see you opening Sorry. up Steve's mechanic <laughs> shop in Baker. In Baker, California? <laughs> yeah, just fixing cars with blowouts and fan belts. Fix, and it, I want to fix the world's biggest thermometer. <laughs> All right. You need to fix that thing because it's always broken. All right, let's go. That's a stupid question, Tits. That's number one. First out of the gate, stupid question. Guarantee you the next question is from a Corey Moser. <laughs> <laughs> this is a question from Corey Moser. There you go. He wants to know if Hart's personal sponsorship with eBay is going to be transferred over to Hart and Huntington next year. That was a good question for Jimmy Button. I have no freaking clue. You, they have no room on their bikes. Where, where is this going to go? Where's They're going to auction off room on eBay. There you go. There uh, you go, JT. Yeah. Maybe maybe back. helmets only. Maybe eBay. Monster's got to be involved with you guys next year, right? Ricky, Monster. No? No? Wait next for the question. press release, bro. Yeah. <laughs> next question. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kim Joska wants to know where Hanny will be next year. He said, sorry, Kenny, don't want to F with you. I'm just curious. I have no clue. JT? Uh, Starbucks? I, I did Ooh, hear I, I did hear a team he's talking to. I did hear through I the mean, Somebody's going to hire him. The guy's talented. Oh, yeah. There's no, no doubt. No. He's yeah. going to get a job. I, I heard, and I don't super know how credible only. it is. Yeah, he'll be super cross only. The, I don't know how credible it is. Troy Lee. But he's a monster guy, and they're Red Bull, so I don't know. But I heard Troy Lee. I heard whispers. Like Rome, JT. <laughs> if yeah, I mean the point. The the point of it is, is the guy's too good not to have a job. So regardless of where it ends up being, somebody's going to pick him up. Well, and if he moves to the lights class, he's probably one of the favorites for the title. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the guy. There's no way somebody's not going to pick him up. It's just going to be, will it be, you know, for what he was getting paid and on a, a good as good of a program as he was on before. That's the question. All right. Rob Jones wants to know where you guys think Jimmy Dakotas will end up next year. Burger King. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, why don't you know? I know everything. Well, right now, <laughs> right now, <laughs> from a good source. Right now, Chisholm. Like Chisholm <laughs> no, I got a good source. Dakotas rides the light spike, idiot. No, Chisholm Metcalf. Chisholm Metcalf. Chisholm Metcalf. Um, help help me yep, out. Yep. Um, a lot of good guys don't have rides. <laughs> They're getting to Jimmy Dakotas. They're getting down to Jimmy Dakotas. It'll, it'll happen, but he didn't race all year. So he's definitely going to be one of those guys that maybe has to take a – I say Jimmy, Decro- Jimmy Dakotas rides for the Brotocross team next year. There we go. Brotocross. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is over. All right. That's a stupid question too. Okay. So far, Moser's got the best question. All right. Right. That should tell you all you need to know. Willie Nico. Wow. He says, although Michael Essie had factory l- rides, was Kyle Lewis like him in the fact that no one wants to work with him? 
<laughs> yes. Kyle Lewis was a douchebag to work for and work with. Who'd you say? But he's my really good friend, but he's an Who'd asshole. Who'd you say? Of... Alessi. Did you hear that podcast I did with him? Your name was brought up a little bit. Who, Kyle Lewis? Yeah. No, I did not okay. listen to it. You surprise me sometimes with the things that you listen to. So. No, I have not listened to that one. Okay, he brings your name up. Just in good good times, though. Of course. Kyle uh, Lewis is my longtime friend. and I'm surprised Alessi got a second shot at KTM, to be honest. I, I don't know what they were thinking over there. It was new people, new guy. I don't think he gets hired on another factory team. No way. And you know what? I think they're happy. I don't think they want to get a factory team. Although, they're doing it their way. Kenny doesn't realize this, I don't think. But something happened with MB1. MB1's not on the bike anymore. And Mike's not at the races. And they're doing their own suspension. I heard Mike's doing his own team next year with, uh, uh, what's, that, what's that guy's name? I always forget his name. He was Grant's mechanic. Uh, the big, super targeted. He does the amateur stuff for Honda. Levine. Levine. Levine and Mike Levine. Not Avril. <laughs> Avril Levine and Mike Batista are, are teaming up next year. Okay. And they're going to do a program. Wow, we got That's those guys. Muffin and Kenny G teaming up? Yeah, it's coming. Maybe you can break off some of your sponsors, bro. Spread the love, man. I can't do nothing. This is all I got, dude. I got to make it happen. All right. All right. Eric London has a question for you, Jason. He wants to know what fantasy league you're in. Uh, it's called the Fermunda League. From under my nuts league. Wow. Or we're talking about fantasy football, fantasy motocross. What are you talking about? Fire tonight. Take your pick. <laughs> For Munda. Uh, fantasy he, he, motocross, he, he and then Moto Extreme and fantasymotocross.com. So I'm in two. Um, I'm sure that's probably what he's talking about. Okay. Uh, Leighton Lily. Hey, JT. Andrew's got a question for you. He wants a jersey. Uh, he. He met you when he was like eight at an Anaheim in 03. You remember that guy, right? He remembers you being <laughs> so cool and down to earth, and that's what made him a huge fan. He's been through, you've been through a lot of ups and downs, and no matter how rough it got, you always kept pushing. An underdog, you were. Um, anyways, I wonder if you, I could pick up a JT autograph jersey. I looked on eBay, Amazon, but no look, Amazon. Uh, I've been to a few, <laughs> Amazon. Dude, say the yeah, say the guy. He said he's he said he met you when he was eight. Now he's twenty eight. Uh, the guy dude. says, "Long live Timmy." Much appreciated, Steve. Andrew, number two twelve. Mm, two twelve, Andrew, two twelve. Yeah, <laughs> I remember yeah, that. I guy. think I think you emailed me that. I'm gonna take care of him. I just gotta figure out All when right. I'm gonna link up with him. I think so. I did for it. Dude, Fly yeah. needs to print yeah. out an extra fifty jerseys for you for all the people you say you're gonna give jerseys. To. I know. I've been blowing through them. That's good, though, dude. They should. It's all right, though. I'm not going to have any use for them. Well, especially now that the 13 stuff's out, I can get rid of them. So we, uh, we had Ping sign my jersey. Uh, we have it hanging up in the studio. It says, uh, Pulp Max, suck it, David Pingree. So when you sign us for one for the man cave here, do not put suck it on it, please. Yeah, but the best part is when he signed it, he said, to Pulp Max, suck it. He didn't even sign it. He just wrote that. And then no, you're all, oh, yeah, yeah. And then you're right. all, oh, wait, don't you think you got to sign it? And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Tits, next question. Let's go. You're slacking on these. All right, last one. Uh, last Le- one. Thank God. I I can go. I can keep going, but no, they no, just get no. worse and worse as time goes on. Yeah, so. I agree. If, quality, if this is your quality ones, I'm. I mean, we definitely don't need to keep going. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Leighton Lily. <laughs> well, he says if Moto was Love like pro right cycling, here. and there <laughs> and there was some way to prove it, what percentage of titles would be taken from people from oh, the last Jesus. twenty years? For, 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 He's not for, asking for names. He said a yeah, percentage. No, performance percentage in the, yes. in the last how long? 20 years. 90%. 
I'm going to go with 84. 84%. <laughs> All right. I mean, uh, yeah. The, the people in our sport, man, they just – I get emails and tweets. People want to know about Mathis, who's doing – what do you mean, people in our sport? Like, you like, like industry people? No, fans, fans. People, well, you can't. People, this people this, is, what, this is what my they're, grief is. They're so into it. People, you say, like, this is our sport. This is our industry. Like, I think people that work in this industry and, and live in it, that's okay. They can claim that. But I don't call the NFL my, <laughs> my deal. Yeah. I don't call Major League Baseball. I'm a fan. <laughs> Doesn't mean I'm a part of it. Right. F- figure it out. They ain't shit to you, it ain't yours. Earn it. I just I don't know what the fans' fascination. There's no testing, no one knows. I've never gone in and seen anybody doping myself. You haven't. I have. Okay, I haven't. And not I, blood doping, but just doping, like you know. Right. Like strung out, <laughs> strung out days. Yeah. I, sure. I, I saw J Law do some serious doping in Vegas one year. <laughs> exactly. I saw. Actually, I shouldn't say that. I did see at a at a house party after Steel City. I may or may not have seen some guys doing some white powder substance in like '98, but but I ran out of there screaming. <laughs> I, I don't belong in there. Um, <laughs> but no, like the performance enhancing drugs. Like I get emails. This guy's doing it. This guy's doing it. Who the fuck knows? And who cares? It 100% goes on. Absolutely. 100% goes on. Just like what are you gonna do? Just like Jimmy Button said, just because it goes on, they still have to work their asses off. You know, it might help them a little bit or it might not, but they still got to do the work. It's just because they do. Yeah, I really, I really don't feel like in motocross that's a huge advantage. Maybe, maybe a small advantage, but not right. like cycling where it's you yeah. Know, explain you're why massive gains I, out of it. I know what you're going to say. Why? Because for motocross, you're riding for outdoors thirty minutes, thirty five minutes. Those guys are riding for hours, and that's where it takes effect. Yeah, for sure. Bicycles are all you know, lungs and legs. It's, there's not a lot of technique involved. You know, motocross is so much more ability, talent, technique. Bike set up, all that crap. Guess what? Uh, IVs are illegal too. Chance ability that there's IVs this weekend at Steel City going on, very high. Um, yeah, for sure at the hot races, really yeah. high. Especially yeah. a few years ago, I think it's I think it's a little bit lower than it used to be. Maybe the percentage of guys doing that, but yeah. five years ago there was a lot of guys doing it. Right. No, it's just I don't understand the fans. Like Kenny said, the fans' fascination with the cheaters, quote unquote. I mean. It, without, without having drug tests and without seeing it, how are you? Who cares? How are you going to say it? What are you going to do? I don't know. They it doesn't don't even know. matter. The same right. guys would be at the front. Right. It doesn't matter. Well, not according it's to Ryan Clark. According to Ryan Clark, if they... well, yeah, you know how I feel about that. He's <laughs> dreaming. Um. All right. So that's it, Tits. Or what else? I can ask another one if you want, or we can call. It Give there. me the best one you have left. <laughs> when was the last time? This is from Kale. When was the last time someone double classed it in the AMA? JT. Outdoors. Oh, outdoors. Uh, they haven't let you. They wouldn't let you do that like before I started. So yeah. it's been a long time. Like, I would have done. I would try to do it. I would say. I would say Galen Mosier in 1976. He rode the 500, uh, the 125, and think, the 250. All I don't one think day. anybody's done it that I know of in history. Maybe honestly. Barry Carson's. Well, um, they, when did they stop it in Supercross, JT? Because you would definitely know that. Uh. Oh three was the first year you weren't allowed to do it because I did it in 02. All right. I mean, that's where you – that's where you – That's old news, right? You know would be a good question, a good trivia question? Who has the most double classes main events in the one probably, night? In, probably in, the man we're talking to. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's me. I know I have the most in a row, but I think I have the most total too. 
So I'm voting for. I think you. It's you're, like 29 or 30. You're getting inducted. Whoa. Total. You're getting inducted. And then uh, you're getting inducted. In you're getting inducted to our Hall of Fame, the Pulp MX Hall, Pulp MX Hall of Fame. You're going to be the first inducted. Congratulations! Congratulations! Yeah, it's me and Tits are in the Hall of Fame. Honor. No, Tits is not in the Hall of Fame, and if he is, I will, uh, I will knock that bust down. Tits is a first ballot Hall of Famer. You're out of your mind. Tits was. Tits just wanted to meet me for lunch to be like. You know, like, I was Steve, just a birthday present. You hired him. Why are you being so hard on the guy? You're yeah, the exactly. one that... Look at, look I feel like success has gone to his head. <laughs> Dude, I he should like... come in with, with different color shirt and shirt and... He, I feel like success has on. gone to his head, oh, and the work dear. ethic isn't there anymore. He's coasting on his reputation. <laughs> the guy asked you to meet him for a birthday lunch, and now he's the producer of your show. That's Hall of Fame worthy right there. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty class act of Tits. How do you feel about Tits using the show to get free things from the industry? I have no industry? problem with it. How do you feel about tits working for practically nothing? Yeah. They've had conversations about tits' Clearly, Clearly, JT and <laughs> tits. JT's on tits' team. Yeah. I have no problem with I don't anything. have the team tits drop, but if I if I, I had do. a really good producer, he would have already used it. Yep. You know? But you don't. Team right. tits all I'm the way. Well, I mean, we, just got, we just got it. Wait for it. We just you got get it. what you pay for, Steve. That's our producer. Tits makes about $100 a show. You think so? No, yes. come yes. on. Yes, you do. Uh, yes, you do. That Wait. sounds like a lot. Wait. I know. You no, just got no an way. iPad. That's it. No, no. We, I doubled his pay from the iPad days. Oh, okay. Well, it. all right. I'm off Team Tits then. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, look at him still looking. I can't find it. Dude, isn't that? That's our producer. Yep, right yeah. there. We Next year, 2013, we <laughs> should... Get someone in here to do drops only. Drops only, like like Fred on the Howard Stern show. Drops and clips. He's still looking. Oh, team tits all the there way. Is. Bro. <laughs> yeah, team tits. It was hiding at the bottom. Um, Dude, if I were you, I'd have that right in front, and I'd be hitting it like five one. times. <laughs> I'd be hitting that thing all show. Crap. <laughs> all right, uh, X Brand Goggle Tear Off segment. Here we go. It's the X Brand Tear Off segment. 15 second rapid fire Q&A. 15 seconds or less. Steve, answer these questions for me. No, Kenny, you are. Okay. Alan Brown just texted me and said, there was a guy who used to race both classes in motocross. He was killing everyone, so they made the rule to stop him. I can't remember his name. Uh, I don't know. Alan's high. Um, that was in Canada, bro. Yeah, exactly. Rollerball. All right. <laughs> Let's it's pretty go. cool that their national series, they had to race both classes. They had, to race, hardcore. they had to race three classes back in the day. Hey, hit Six Alan Brown. Six 40-minute motos. Hey, Alan. The guy's name was Ross Pedersen. And he was the greatest ever. Better All than, right. Better than Timmy? Can you, can you, Don't tell Stillwell that. He's a bum. Oh, uh, Stillwell's call last week was not good. Hey, so, Beating up 15-year-old men. So is rollerball more epic than Tim Ferry in your eyes? Um, No. No, no, I don't think so. I can't look. You never, you never washed Ross Pedersen's gear, did you? No, no. I mean, Timmy. I mean, have we, you washed Tim Ferry's gear? We beat Jeremy McGrath for Christ's sake. I did mean, you wash Tim Ferry's gear? Did you ever beat McGrath? You never did. You never did, Kenny. I'm thinking. I'm sure I never did. Nope. I did. I think. Did you beat Ricky Carmichael? Because I did too. Yeah, we beat Ricky Carmichael back in the day. Where? Ninety-eight. When I worked for, he crashed or broke. Yeah, Paul Curry beat him one race. He landed on Deegan in the in the heat race, and then in the main event, uh, <laughs> Paul Curry beat him. 
<laughs> um, all right, Kenny, JT, we have questions from you from Moser, so you have to wait for those. Perfect. Uh, Kenny, 15 seconds or less, X-Brown Goggle tear-off segment. X-Brown Goggle is the choice of Kyle Chisholm, Zach Osborne, Sean Hackley, Kevin Strybos. Who's Sean Hackley? Gannon Audet. And Michael Essie may or may not use the frames. All right, Kenny. Listen to these teams. Okay. Pro Circuit. Davalos, Baggett, Durham, and we think Justin Hill. Yep. Four spots. Geico Honda. Bogle. Zach Bell, Zach Osborne, Tommy or Will Hahn, and Eli Tomac. Those teams are set for next year. Who has the better team? Um, Pro Circuit. JT, what do you think? Name the name the last two Pro Circuit guys. I got the rest of them. Durham and Justin Hill. And then we got Bogle, Bell, Osborne, Hahn, Tomac. Oh, man. Um, well, Bell's jacked right now. You know that, right? Yeah, but he'll be back next year. I mean next year. This he said he next... broke 10 vertebrae in his back. What? That's what he said on Twitter. <laughs> JT. Yeah, he did say that. JT, do you want to also say what he said? <laughs> Zach Bell? Yeah. yeah, his interview. Uh, oh, yeah, he finally got a good start in his first moto ever. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that on TV the other day. I was watching that. His first, he finally got a good start. <laughs> I was watching it on yeah. TV over the weekend. And I was in, yeah. Um. Okay, so who's got the better team? I think, uh, man, it's really difficult. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Geico just because they have because I, because and I, they have some really fast guys coming in. Because I said pro circuit, you're going to go against me? No, I just think, I think Tomac's going to be, like, ridiculous next yeah, year. I agree. Hey, what about Hanny going to pro circuit? Maybe? Back there? I have no idea. Would that work, though? Would that fit? Monster, right? They love him. I have no idea. I mean, dude, I hope he gets something good. Yeah. All right. You know, uh, you know what the funny thing? Hold on. We'll talk about this for a second. People are like, like, trying to bash him and say, no, he's too old. He's the same age as Ryan Sipes. He's the same age as, same, same age as Davalos. Which is what, 27? Yeah. 26? He's 27. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, so. All right, Kenny, question for you, X-Brown Goggle Tariff segment. Is Christoph Purcell coming back to the U.S. next year? I do not think so. Three, three seconds. Uh, question for you. You're a team manager. Mm-hmm. If you had to pick one spot and you had Brett Metcalf and Ivan Tedesco fighting for it, who do you take? Ivan Tedesco. And if it was all up to me and no one else had anything to say in it, I'd take Ivan Tedesco. Okay. 3.6 seconds. Good job. Uh, oh, bonus question for you. That's not in my contract. We're okay. Done. All right. Uh, JT, X-Brand Goggle Tariff segment for you. Ready? These are from a Corey Moser. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> will the new CRF 450 be an advantage, or will we see the 2009 bike all over with the bugs and stuff until they work it out? Difficult question. New bikes are not... I would say the odds of odds are against it being incredibly better. How about that? Twelve point nine seconds. Now you're familiar with. That's a great question, though. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give no, Moser some props. That's I, a good question. I gave him props, and he said thanks. I hadn't even been drinking yet. Okay, <laughs> um, do you know from my familiar theory on Nicoletti Canari the triples of the sport? Right, you, you've heard this theory. I'm, I'm vaguely familiar <laughs> okay. with it. Vaguely familiar. Thank you. Maybe not Nicoletti. Maybe not. You know, but. Uh, um, uh, but anyways, 
So you know my triples of the sport. Just get triples. Corey Moser wants to know, besides Canari or Kyle Chisholm, name another rider that is a solid triple. Um, Underrated, solid rider. Meddy? Meddy's like a triple, but if the if the they missed a cutoff man, he could get inside park, the park home run. Okay, type uh, deal. Yep, all right. like underrated, but and not flashy, but solid results all the time. But a guy that can get you wins or podiums or whatever. Yeah, like right, that's right. Even, he's almost a little bit higher than a triple. That's kind of what I think. Still in that category, you know. Right, like yeah, you've heard my theory. Yeah, I just like I was really surprised that Suzuki went racing with him as their number one. Like, and that's not a knock on him. I just was surprised at it because I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, it was cool for Meddy. Like, I was pumped to see him get that attention, you know? All right. You think he's going I back just, to Suzuki next year? Um, I don't think so. From what I've heard, they're just going with James, and that's it, because they have other teams and stuff. But What other teams do they have, do you know? I don't know. I'm still waiting on the press release for that, but I think uh, <laughs> it'll be forthcoming at some point. Right. And, we, and once that that's how, that's, that's how you're supposed to handle that topic, Steve. If you're wondering, <laughs> once that release comes out, <laughs> then we will discuss it. Exactly. Okay. Uh, third question from Corey Moser, X-Men Goggle Tear Off segment: Should the WMX race next year? Pass. <laughs> you can't pass. <laughs> <laughs> no did. comment. I want to see him race enduro cross. Chance abilities, yeah. Watson, that you ever employ a WMX rider? Uh, pass. Okay. That's great. <laughs> Pookie, do you think the WMX should race? Yeah. You like them? Mm-hmm. Yeah? You think they're good? I like Jessica. Yeah. Timmy's coaching the other one, though. I know. I like Timmy, but I like Jessica and Eddie Ray. The other one. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is only two, as far as I know. That she hey, that has no name. That title uh, is coming down to is pretty good. Tara's right in there, too. That title is coming down to the line. There's six points between three of them or something. I thought you just said there was only two of them. There is. (laughs) Tara got lucky because they both both missed races and got hurt. Tara Tara is not on their level. Uh, We got to have Jessica on the show coming up, too, by the way. Is she just going to have Eddie Ray again? No, we'll just have Jessica. Okay. Eddie talks too much. (laughs) Um, Okay. Last question, JT from Moser. Is Austin Stroop still alive? And if so, will he get a ride in 2013? A, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, B, de- is dependent on A. <laughs> I think he's hung it up. Kenny, did you hear that? I heard it. I don't know. Maybe it was a Twitter or somebody on Twitter said, hey, I'm his buddy or I know him, and he, he's hung it up. What's he going to do? Talking about what, what, what we're going to do. What, what's a guy like that going to do? He's going to retire. He's going to ride in the woods with J-Law. Yeah, dude. Um, I don't know. I think he's. I think Stroop is young enough that it, within the next year or two, if he can, you know, really get it together, and not, you know, oh, I got it together, and then not get, have it together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like if he really gets it together, he's young enough where he can still do it. The guy has talent coming out of you know everywhere. Just re, you know, yeah. the guy can ride for two months and be on the lead pace almost. So, All right. Um, You're, he's coming up on a window though where he's going to be, you know, past the point of no return. So, um, Brian, what's up, man? Thanks for calling the show. Hey, am I the only guy on hold? Uh, no, there's, we've got other lines, but we chose to take yours. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's been a while since sure. I called in. Um, I, I, a while back, I heard you, you mentioned you were at Byron, uh, 
you know, when you were a kid. Yeah. You know, back in the day, like, that was one of the only tracks around in Illinois besides this other track called Casey. Uh, Been there, too. Been there, too. Yeah. And East, and East, that, East Coast Four Stroke National at Casey, Illinois. Uh, Kelly Smith yeah. beating Nick Way uh, in all four motos. Kelly Smith well, beating, Jason beating Thomas Nick winning Way. the 252 show class also. Who? Yeah. You? Earlier, you. Yeah. Just, just a little while ago, you were talking about your idols and whatnot, and it got me thinking, you know, well, recently they just had their track redesigned by Mark Peters, you know, but Casey had their track redesigned by Barnett. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I know he's somewhat one of your idols, and, you know, what is he, like 52 now? Uh, great call, by the way. Um, yeah, Barnett is probably, what, JT? He's over 50, right? Yeah, for sure. So yeah, he was, well, after he, he was had, winning titles in like '82. So yeah, right. After he designed the track, he rode it. Uh huh. And supposedly, the last time that he set, there has not been an A rider to beat it yet. I don't believe it. <laughs> so yeah, he still I mean, holds the track no, record. That he no, I don't believe it. That's just. I mean, I love Barnett, but I saw him ride at Chad's house after he built Chad's Daytona track. Uh, he's, well, he's not faster than an A rider at this point, JT. Right. Uh, I think it would be hard. That's that's probably Myth- not true. Mythical legend, maybe faster than Brian Mason, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's got to be some that's what I was told, told. that could that could be defeated. I would think. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Well, Brian, we'll uh, we'll send JT out there Wait. to. Hey, one more question. Yeah. It's no, it's kind of no secret that you're kind of trying to lose weight, right? How old are you? Thirty-seven. Thirty-eight. Well, I mean, you always say that the excuse of not riding no more is the tracks in Vegas, this and that. I mean, why not? Why not try and ride again? I'll look into that, Brian. That's number four, <laughs> tits. That number four. You know, it's something to give you some motivation to get, you know. Yeah. No. Uh, all good thoughts. And uh, are you talking yeah. about the I'm stages? Thir- I'm yeah. 39, and I-, I took a long time off, and I, you know. Believe me, Brian. I've taken a time off dirt bike. <laughs> however, I feel I could step under the. Onto a bike tomorrow and run lap after lap at consistent speeds that you've never seen before. <laughs> give me some. Give me some. Do it, Manny Valley. And what's that, JT? Yeah, Mark. Yeah. What's that? What's that, JT? I rode with you at Sandy Valley a few years ago when back when uh, Kenny shut us down on riding Supercross track. Oh, that's right. Oh Dick, yeah, yeah. Dick Face Kenny. Yeah, I remember that when we were when we were on the way at the gas station on the way to Hart's track. Yep, yep. I remember that. Yep. Just trying to give you some motivation. Thank you, Brian. When JT. Did I ride that day? I don't remember. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Did he have his orange gear on? Uh, I don't remember. He had a Cowie 450, but I don't remember what gear he had on. Yeah. And was that, I remember uh, at was Sandy that, was Valley. That, was I fast? JT? <laughs> no, I remember um, at Sandy Valley, there was this guy saying, dude, there's this guy yeah. on the track, and he's wearing orange gear, and he's kind of a bigger guy, and he's going pretty good. And I'm like, that what? Was, that was red gear. And you said I look like Santa. Santa Claus. Yeah. And I went out there and I'm all, dude, that guy is riding pretty good. And you pulled off and it was you. I didn't know. I didn't even know you were riding. I'm all, that was Mathis. Jumped every jump out Did there. Did he put bro. any young kids in the hospital by landing on them? Okay. No, because they were in the right practice there. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thanks, Brian. All right, man. See ya. Later, bud. Um, Hales, what's up? Hey. How are you? Um, I'm just, I'm really tired, actually, but. <laughs> Thank you for sticking but, around. Is this Adam? Yeah. Is this Adam Cincerella? 
No. Oh. Again, you ask me this every time, Kenny. No, it's not. Okay. You kind of sound like oh, that's super mini. I'm sure it's not. It's not a super. Oh no, it's not an eighty. It's a super mini, JD. He wants to. Thank you. <laughs> I just said he's not riding. You're not riding no more, are you? Nope, two fifties. Yep. They... <laughs> okay. What's up, Paris? What up? Um. Well, first off, I want to say if you guys aren't ever going to get out of the industry, where the fuck am I supposed to go? Good question. Yeah, I don't know. You gotta take him oh. down, Hales. Take him down. I'm trying, but it's hard. I gotta say, the first time I was at Racer X, I was on the verge of getting fired every single day. You still are. And I, I feel like I've, I feel like either Davey is not either a not reading my stuff or b I'm better at not getting fired. Um, I don't know which one it is, but the, uh, it could be any time. It could be, but now that I got Wygan as my online boss, though, it's a lot easier. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, Dakota's says he's got deals going on. Well, there we go. There you go. See, so you're yeah. already in the industry. You're already breaking news. He's yeah. Already, he's well, it was you. on Promoto Talk like two weeks ago, but don't know if Mathis reads that stuff or not. <laughs> that site is garbage. No, I, I need, he's I like need Davey. to. He's like Davey for Promoto Talk. <laughs> I need to read it more. Um, is that your site, Mathis? Yeah. That's what I figured. That's why it's all bullshit <laughs> on there. Um. All right, Hales, thanks. Lame. Yeah, and then um, just on the Handy to Troy League rumor, yeah. uh, I don't think, this is just me, but I don't think he fits that team very well. Like, I know Handy's a good rider, and I'd love to see him on a team, but that Troy League team, they're all just like BFS, and they all kind of look the same. So yeah, it's just kind of, it would be weird to see him on that team. I think the bottom line is he can win, and, that's, and that, that uh, him and Troy are pretty tight, too. They are. Even though he went in their pits and was swinging at taking swings at everybody years ago, I think they're still yeah. tight. <laughs> Amazingly enough, wasn't that San Fran? Yeah. The crazy thing was is he, he on your team then? Yeah. Yeah. He rode. He rode for Troy and won a gold medal there. Yeah. And Thanks. then he went to our team after that. And then he and fought. Then, and then <laughs> two months later, <laughs> he could win, and that's the bottom line. I think doesn't matter what I, I know what you're saying, Hales, because yeah, Seeley yeah, and Richard and and and. Keith, Tyler, they manage it. They're all buddies, but and he's got talent, like JT said. Oh yeah. And then um, I'll find out about uh, Metcalf and Suzuki on Thursday. I've got a interview with him for Racer X, so I'll all try right. and figure out stuff then. Yeah, we'll see. She'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> Do yeah. Thanks, Yeah, thanks. Keep us informed. Yeah, I'll talk to you guys later. All right, see ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for uh, your new nickname is Scoop. Oh yeah, good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get her fedora with a little little feather and it. it says Scoop on it. Cause she's like Lois Lane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little fedora with a feather. With a, you know, with a little, you know, the, like the back in the a day, the press tag, the little news, and the, all the like reporters had no. the little hats on. No, I don't know what you're talking about. It's a little stu- like what do they call those beanies? Right, Stukes. I, I, Dukes. I, I like Duke. Brian's call. Um, I'm maybe I will start riding again. This place sucks, though. Sandy Valley's closed down? No. no. Oh, they're still open? Yeah. Far, though. No, not Sandy Valley. Uh, Boulder, yeah. Boulder's closed, closed down. down. So yeah. there's only Sandy Valley. That's an there's hour. There's no track within the circle, though. <laughs> definitely, definitely not. Definitely not. And Tits would laugh at that if he was paying attention, but he's not. But in the wintertime, you can go trail riding. You can go out in the desert. I'm not into that. I you don't like to, that. I don't yeah. find that fun. You don't? I did go to Apex a few times. You know where Apex is? Yeah, Apex is cool. I went to Apex because it's not that far, and I would make little tracks. But then yeah. I was up there by myself thinking I was going to get raped and drugged, you know? 
That by, could happen. By it's some, not that shady out there. It's not? At Apex? Yeah. Uh-uh. Okay. Well, I made little tracks out there because there's whoop tracks and stuff. You could make a little. That's true. And I was always thinking about coming over a ridge and hitting a buggy and dying. But you know or, what? There's you know? out by Sandy, out by Boulder. There's a. It's called Gibadilla. It's Gibbs track. He oh, built yeah? a. He built a. It's been there forever, and it's kind of a private, not private, but just like a moto track out in the middle of the desert, mm-hmm. and it's pretty good. It's okay. like. Gibadilla. Gibadilla. It's like Unadilla, all sand whoops. Uh, all right, let, uh, let's let's get going on this thing. Has been. What's up? Your last call tonight. Hey guys, how you doing? What's up? Hey Steve, you can always ride at uh, Dirty Dogs Pit, but I think they're excavating it now. Where's that? That uh, Sam Pit Jersey. That oh, the photo. Yeah, park. yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Hey, uh, I want to know how how do you do a podcast with Roy Turner and Travis Parker and have Stillwell on? When, when you got the guys from New York, right? Bruce Stratton, Paul Austin, Steve Swinehart. I mean, come on, we all know that guy. He's a Oh, you don't like Stillwell? Oh no, he's a good guy. He just likes to hear himself talk, you know. He wasn't as good as a guest as we as was promised. I'll put it that way. Seemed right. like a nice guy, but hey, the same reason right. I let you the same reason why I let you we let you call in. Hey, hey, uh, Kenny, congratulations <laughs> to you and Gigi on your right. Thank you, buddy. I hope she's a tennis player like your chick. I was, you know what? That's cool. That's funny you call because I I just seen a commercial on TV for the U.S. Open and I, I knew that that was your deal. Starts today. Right on. Well, enjoy yourself. Hope the weather holds up. Man, I was just I was just talking to Tits there, hoping with his uh, with his trust fund he had a box for us, but uh, not not this year. Oh well. Oh, you really you anyway, were you uh, were a caller talking to Tits and yeah, okay, growing down with him. You really think I'd talk to this guy on the phone? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you talk to. That's your job. You talk to everybody on the phone, idiot. You know what? He's quite inspired to be a trust funder, you know. Anyway, uh, that's the Roy the Roy Turner podcast you did at Charles Parker. That was that was uh, actually really good. Thank you. And, what... uh, and it, that was like I mean, Roy was a really good guy. Remember? Hey, I listened to the Trampus Parker one. You did. See, yeah, did. that's what I mean. Yeah, you. That was write. pretty good. All right, Trampus Parker. Yeah, almost, almost. I, I learned a lot. Like, I didn't really know about that guy's career. That was pretty cool. Yeah, he was pretty gnarly about how he would like kind of boast and boast, but then he'd back it up. Like he'd be like, he said, "You give me a good bike, I'll go win." Yeah. They're like, "What?" They're all, "No, I'll, you give me that bike, I will win." Yeah. They're like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And the guy's like, well, we need to go testing to make the bike better. He's like, no, you give me that bike right there. I just went on next year. I went on it again. Yeah. Hasbin, did you like the Pete Fox one? Or I? Yeah, actually, I just uh, I just was that day. I was in a car all day. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the Travis Parker one was good. What about Billy Lyles? Have you spoke with him? Uh, I still feel bitterness towards Billy Lyles for getting me that job in Germany. <laughs> I still. Well, that's what the connection you and Trampus had, right? Yeah, we did. No, I need to do one with Billy. I, I don't know how to get a hold of him, but if somebody does, email me. And... Hey, I, I will. I, I the last I heard is in uh, South Carolina. You know. Um, yeah, yeah. Billy Laws would be interesting. I'd like to do one with Chad Watts too. I think I'm, I'm going to have that one coming yeah, up too. He, interesting. What's that C-cover company used to work for? He has the whole inventory in his double wide. They bought it. Uh, shit, uh, He used to be the Texasel rep years ago. Yeah, Lyles did. Yeah, right. Lyles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Turner. The, the thing I got out of Turner, which I was really surprised, is he said the most he ever made was forty thousand dollars a year. Now he's a team manager at Kawasaki. That kind of like blows me away. Because going back to the old days, you know, we always thought that these guys are making, you know, major money. And uh, that, that's a scary thing. You know? It has been. Nothing's changed. Team yeah. managers still make 40000 <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, well, that's why I have an education. I'm doing what I'm doing. It's crazy. It's exactly. Being very impressed with Swinehart, I mean, it was all about sales. I mean, he made cash, but that's all he's out. But, yeah, keep up those podcasts. That was really good. Uh, and, uh, I'll keep it up, bro, for sure, for you. Right on, Hasbin. Thanks for the call, bud. Thanks, Enjoy Hasbin. the open. I'm planning on it. 
All right, dude. Take care. See ya. How do you know about husband's social life? We talk. He calls me. (laughs) JT, uh, what do we know about Montreal? Anything? Uh, I don't. I don't know, man. Uh, to uh, okay. Get back with you tomorrow. Working on it. I heard he has a sweet sponsor. Well, no. Now it's up in the air. The con the races. Yeah. For JT, it's up in the air. Oh, that sucks. I had to clear some things with Kenny last week. I called. Yeah, him. Yeah, I talked to him. Oh, you did? And he I gave me the to, thumbs up. I talked to oh, him yeah. today. I talked to Mathis. We're gonna, we're gonna. <laughs> I gave him the approval on my end that we're ready to go. I'm losing control of the show. <laughs> Why? I just told him. Oh, show? Yeah, yeah. No, you make deals for the Publix show. I didn't make deals. Steve called me and asked me if I was okay with it, and I said, "Yeah." So when but I was then talking, that's where it ends. Exactly. You don't call the. You don't. Call I did Do you think I just called JT and said, "Hey, JT, I'm just calling to let you know yeah. that Steve hit me up and I'm giving approval." No, we were talking about something else, and I'm all, "Hey, by the way, uh, I'm in for to, to help you at Montreal if that's what it takes to help for us to help you." And I told. I wasn't sure. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, Steve, but me and Kenny are friends outside of the show. Um. Well, I like to think actually. I, put- I hey, I'll tell you what. I okay. talked to. JT more often than I talk to you away from the show. Oh, not because me and you don't communicate, but for some reason. What could those? What could you two be talking about? Retirement. <laughs> we parties, broke down at the pool, buddy. Retirement parties. His off weekends. What pool we're going to go to? You know what's? He's going coming on. here. I don't. No shit. I talk they to talk. him. Talk. Yeah. And you? Where do you think he's going to be Sunday after <laughs> after Elsinore? No, he's hanging with me. He's going to be hanging with the dogs, bro. No, we're, no, we he's got hanging with me. We're going to the pool. No, he's hanging. Are with you going to go to the pool with us? Ooh. No, we're going to hang out. Me and JT. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to make the pool that Sunday. That's opening NFL Sunday. It is. Boom. So why don't you go? Why don't you go to a casino and watch in the casino? And, uh, the, Steve's TV is. He got some pretty cool chairs in here. I might have to come. Nah, I'm not coming by. <laughs> Kenny, I thought we were going to hang. <laughs> nah, well, dude. hey, you know what? We'll be rocking out the Guns and Roses. No, in no, in November. So, is he gonna go with you? He is. Sweet. Yes, he is. Hey, I told Mathis I will probably go, but not with you. He's a dick. dick. I know, such a dick. Um. Uh. Anyway, so Montreal, we don't know about uh, Monster Energy Cup, though. You're in. Uh. No, I think I'm. I don't think I'm uh. into that. Really? I mean, I'll be there. I'm gonna come. <laughs> That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Just You're show going up for the million, man. Well, my team is undergoing a lot of changes, so I don't think that I'll be... Dude, just show up, put some gear on, and part. walk around. Can it's... you get him a bike, Kenny? <laughs> just pick up kit. Will you have anything? What kind of bike? <laughs> I, he, won't, he doesn't care. He'll ride anything. You can get him a bike. I can get him a bike if he wants to race. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's just going to show up and race? No well, testing? No nothing. Well, bring, bring the ridge line. Yes. <laughs> Hit out of the ridge no, line. No, I'm good. I think I'll I think I'll be in the press box with you. I'd rather do that actually. Yeah, I raced the last year, and I, I really would, didn't have a good time. I would rather see you there just hanging out than racing the. They, the they have to shorten that thing up. They can't have a 30 minute main event every time. Um, I honestly didn't have very much fun. Like I got pelted by rocks, the biggest rocks I've ever seen, uh, and the outside. Product, I don't know. I, I, it's a great race, it's a great event, but I would I think I would rather go and have a good time. Then race it. Um, okay. All right. So you're going to be in the studio Monday after Elsinore. we we'll confirm that. Yep. That's on lockdown. I will be there. Um, yep. Two more nationals, by the way. So I don't know if you're ready for that, if you're mentally getting ready for two more races in your long and illustrious career. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed. It's been raining here for like a week straight, so I haven't really ridden a lot. Hey, bummed, real quick, off the whole beaten path here of uh, motorcycle one, racing. One more question. One more question. One more question. One more question for me first. Okay. Dude, how close is that hurricane to hitting you guys? It actually turned. It's not that close to here. Uh, we're just getting rain, like, 
rain. It's rained nonstop. So, uh, windy, yeah, we're not getting it. It's just like a big storm, like for us, it's nothing. But I think uh, the people that are going to get hit are going to get hit pretty hard. Where at? Where is it going to hit? Are you going to get a KTM? Are you going to get a KTM? Uh, right New Orleans right now. Does, is, is this a weather report? Or is this, <laughs> what kind of show are we doing? Do we do yeah, shows? Whatever we want. What? Why would we, he get a KTM? Do we do shows on weather reports? How's why, the rain? How's the wind? Why would he get a KTM? <laughs> BBMX is switching to KTM next year. But he's retiring. Why would he get a bike? That's my question. Do you think they're going to float you a bike to ride on? I mean, you're going to race Germany. You're going to race some races here and there. Are you going to get on Orange Bike at any time or at all? Or what are we going to do? Uh, I'm racing a Suzuki. I, I signed a deal with Suzuki Europe for Germany and all that stuff. So uh, that's I'm not I'm not racing a KTM that I know of. So right. Um, okay. So yeah, you're I, keep I mean, su- next year, who knows? I don't, I don't know. But I know as of like through January or whatever. I will definitely be on Suzuki. Uh, Blow said, who cares about the privateers? If it wasn't for us, this sport would be shit, and we still don't get PR. Blos feels like he should be on the show tonight. Damn, I guess we're, we're effing him up. Sorry, Blos. Um, Is that what you just said? On Twitter, yeah. I like to think that we've given Blos a fair share of publicity on this show, along with some actual cash money. Hmm. Okay, anyways. Um... JT, thoughts on Canada not fielding Motocross the Nations team? Um, predictable, standard, expected. All right. Good answer. All right. Well, hey, okay. let's wrap this thing up. Thanks, man. For, thanks for coming on, JT. Uh, I know it's been late. It's um, my fault, too, because we had Chad Reed on. That's why we went longer, Pookie. He's asking about can- Canadian, Canada. Good. I'm going to slap him around tomorrow for making Good. me stay up. Right on. Uh, thanks, JT. JT. Oh, you know how that goes. JT, yeah. I'll see you when you get in Vegas because I will not see you before then. I'll see you in Steel City this weekend, JT. Enjoy your enjoy your ride this weekend. and uh, I, I got to fly red eye this week. I get in at like 2, so let's try to do dinner. Idiot. Bye. Bye, Bye JT. You're flying red eye into Pittsburgh? Yeah. Okay. Cool. It was cheap, bro. Did you get upgraded or something? No. Maybe I'll, uh, I'll wait for you at the airport because I get in at like noon or 1. Oh, yeah. I get in at like uh, 1 one thirty or something. Yeah, let's let's figure okay, it out. Cool. All right. I'll, I'll see you later. All right. Bye-bye. See you guys. Bye. All right. Uh, Pookie, thanks for uh, coming in for a little bit. Appreciate sure, it. Sure. You're welcome anytime. Yeah. You offer, you, you, I do what I can. You added a lot to the show, I really feel like. Yeah. Yep. Giggles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I miss Chad and Nick. Hey, let's not forget about the Tech One Designs contest. We've got a winner for the Tedesco jersey, so too late on that. Pretty sure we got a winner. Right. What? Did you announce the t-shirts? No. Oh, okay. You want to do it? Nope. Do it. Oh. Do it. Well, we're design, trying to design a new t-shirt, and we're looking for a new tagline. I didn't like the first um, option that was sent to me, so I was going to open it up to the listeners if they had any ideas. So tweet them to somebody. Tits, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> tweet them to Tits. I, th- I think SwizzCore is the one who's uh, core, piloting yeah. that thing. BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech Seminars. We're going to promote that uh, coming in a little, a little while. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to our guests, Chad Reed, James Stewart, Nick Way, Monster Tom, JT. I'm missing one in there. Jimmy Button. Pookie. Kenny, thank you. See you next week. Tits, thank you. Please, please stay away from talking to the guests. Okay. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. See ya. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. 
And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. <laughs>